Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Didn't join in. Hello, join. welcome to Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Shine, Matthew. I hope not. Yeah, of course. I can go it home is. now after that. Oh. <laughs> Rest of the four and a half hours podcast. We're dedicated to talking to you, the lovely viewer. Or whatever person's listening to you on the bus. That person's got no headphones in, just letting it blast. That's what they do nowadays, don't they? They don't put us on. They put New Monkey on, an exclusively New Monkey. Yes, they do. Woody Bitty Bat's Eye, all that kind of stuff. For three seconds, then play it again. <laughs> that one little bit. <laughs> it's Jack, it's Ross. It's even Pub and Jack. it's Tommy Shelby. Right, <laughs> right. No fighting. No, sorry. <laughs> no, it looks, you look very dapper. You look great. Thank you very I'm much, good. mate. Yes, it's because I had to get up early to do stuff with Tom. Not like that. Though man can dream. So uh, I thought I'd just put on my hat to pick, hide the fact my hair is a mess. Picking up a stash of old World War One rifles down at the canal. <laughs> Hypothetically, if Tom was in the queue right, at uh, Wembley in the summer, <laughs> how much of a queue jump would he get? I'd just to, like, you know, so people are aware if they are expecting the queue. You're telling the, uh, the security which I'll have to book for this event with the red carpet. Like, <laughs> uh, his name's on the list, let them in. <laughs> God. I think this has had more discussion than all of All Out. Like, <laughs> Anyway. Done your house move? Yes, it happened. Congratulations. Sorry, I had lovely people messaging me going like, hey, buddy, blah, blah, blah. Did you see that wrestling and all this stuff? Then they saw the podcast and went, oh, God, sorry, Matthew. I didn't realize you were like stressed, <laughs> tearing your hair out. That's why I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> and all this other stuff. Sorry about that. I hope the move goes well and all that. Sorry if I sounded like tired and stressed last week. It's because I was. Uh, <laughs> but now it's all hours. Just a few of the little things to sort out. Waiting for my bed rather than sleeping on my couch like I have been. Like all a, good. Like a new divorcee, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, so, um, yeah, it's all come to place. I'm in a much better place now. Sorry. Yeah. Happy. Happy. Lots no, of good wrestling. Matthew, go back to being miserable. You're not allowed <laughs> to be happy. Whichever works, right? <laughs> How are you, Ross? Are you happy or miserable? I'm fine. It's absolutely fine. I'm just fine. It's been one of those weeks. It's been a fine week. Good. Just a fine week. Everything's fine. Newcastle got knocked out the Champions League, but it's fine. Everything's fine. That was a brave, <laughs> brave performance, wasn't it? It was, yeah. We probably should have won on the balance of play, but you know. Who cares? It's all fine. I'm all right. Thank you. <laughs> I believe um, you. <laughs> Sunderland won. That was good. Beat be Leeds. Everything's fine. Everything's not not fine. in the Champions League. like. Um, yeah. The the caretaker manager is two wins out of two. Maybe he should just be oh. the manager. 
does he wear like a brown overalls like Jim Duggan <laughs> okay, in the yeah. <laughs> He's just found um, this trophy in this bin. Jim Sunderland. No, that doesn't really work. <laughs> God. Right. There we go. <laughs> I was saying, it's Jack going to do an impression of him. Joel, you all right? How's it You good? Oh, Joel's got I'm a microphone good. now. I am good. Thank you. <laughs> this is a really, really strong yeah, pleb banter say, segment. Have we had one. any feedback from Joel having a microphone? Do people like yes. it? They dislike it? Um, someone told me, oh, who was it? Do they hate it? No, no, they really like it when you chime in. <laughs> I think it was Fraser. <laughs> it was someone in house. It was it was one of our <laughs> someone who works the company. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah. all right then. Isn't it? then followed up by claiming it was his idea to give Joel. The no, no, there was no. there was requests in your football manager's stream chat about me getting a mic. Who so, was? Uh, I don't know. Someone in your chat. You getting a mic? Someone. Oh, on the podcast. Yeah, that's how it started. Yeah, that's the first comment ah, I saw about it. Yeah, in the young Jamie role. Yes. Right. Well, fair enough. What's that from? Young uh, Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Oh, Pull right, it up, yeah. baby. But like Joel Rogan. Joel Rogan. <laughs> Joel Rogan. No offense, Joel. <laughs> how, many, how many drugs have you done? <laughs> All hell? the drugs. LSD is lovely this time of year. <laughs> isn't it? Starting off strong. Anyway, enough blood banter. In the news this week, Jay Uso's Yeet returns. Yeet. Thank God for that. Yeah, right. I mean, I was not sleeping at night because the Yeet was missing. Uh, he had a Yeet infection. Like it's, <laughs> it says here on our news bit by Aiden Gibbons, like an alternate version of the monkeys. Jay Uso was yeeting around once again. Aiden, that's a bit too much flair for my liking on the news. Yeah. <laughs> How he old is to, he? he the monkeys. Oh, oh, that Aiden's, is prime Aiden. That's prime blitz spirit, Aiden Gibbons. To give you a high, like a little like peek into how old Aiden is inside of a twenty-seven-year-old's body. Is he yeah, around that, yeah, mid twenties. Yeah. I got it was Secret Santa at the Christmas party. I drew Aiden out the hat, and I got him. Th- I got him two cans of corned beef, and then a pack of sliced corned beef, and he nearly started crying. <laughs> he nearly started crying. Why? Never... What, did he ask for slate? Well, no, they're just rationed, aren't they, around it all the time. <laughs> he was like, oh, rich, rich in corned beef, I tell you. Jack, outside ringing a big bell. Jack Atkins said that if Aiden was a wrestler, his theme would be We'll Meet Again by Vera <laughs> <laughs> He just loves the war. Yeah. It's... Not, well, the, the Great War, to be more precise. That's what he calls it, yeah. <laughs> he's a history He's a history graduate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really, but he's also. Because he's living it. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, yeah, got the yeet back, got that all sorted out. It appears to be Anne Casey Huffman reached a settlement over the yeet trademark. Um, seems to be pretty simple. Hey, would you like some money, Casey Huffman, a wrestler who doesn't even have a Twitter account? Oh. Imagine he was in the back of his uh, Ford Focus with six wrestlers shoved into a $30 and a, a hot dog if he's lucky night went, Yeah, I think I get to accept some money from WWE. How much do you reckon he got? I hope it was six figures, at least. Oh. Hopefully. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeet's a big word. But I don't know if Jay needed yeet. <laughs> Listen to that crowd. The yeet yeah, needed right. Jay. Yes. Mm. Yeet right. is a four-letter word. Joel, you all right? Yeah. <laughs> Joel's off. <laughs> He's had enough. <laughs> Joel, I'm a screen editor just le- leaving midway Fraser through. just handed him something or took something from him. <laughs> a oh, larger, louder microphone. <laughs> what was that about, Joel? Uh, I just had to hand someone a mic. It was Fraser Porter. Microphone. I was trying to do it discreetly, but then you said, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where's he going, then? <laughs> no Phoenix night. <laughs> AEW estimated to lose $34 million this year. It's fine, though. It's fine, though. It's fine. It's all fine. Because they've made a massive pot of like 150-odd million, which yes. is 50-odd million up from last year. Yeah. But it's all the, these arenas and the other t- other other things. The wrestlers cost 80-something million dollars last year, Ooh. which I found staggering. 
because the way that some of them are used, well, the majority are used, you'd think it'd be on like a per appearance deal rather than right. like a, a big fat contract. Mm. Ooh. But yeah, but it was, I think it was the, was it Brandon Thurston? Oh, of the course it was. Yeah. Yes, Russell Knox himself. Was it 2025? He was like, they'll be making bear coin by then. Don't you worry, fans. By this time next year, we'll be millionaires. Got a Sadly, started off as a billionaire. Mm. Hey. But I was saying, like, if your dad's Shahid Khan and you are Tony yourself, who gives a toss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like us losing a fiver. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that money? Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, John Cena and MGF pictured together at the Iron Claw. Wow, worlds collide or whatever. Um, yeah, which is nice. And MGF was put over by Cena more than he did to theory. So I've obviously discussed already. He stole that from a video. I, like, I, I know. I was like, oh. Yeah, whatever. Oh. Said it first, though, so. <laughs> uh, sadly, though, it's also the news MGF's role has largely been written out. Oh, not written out. I should say that's the wrong way of putting it, isn't it? For a film being cut out. Mm. Um, it was, he is playing the role of Lance Von Erich, a.k.a. the fake Von Erich. So, I don't know, unless they're trying to make the film not be three and a half hours long. It's not that integral. It's yeah. just a funny aside that they have to make a fake Von Eric, and everyone's like, you're not real. Who are ye? But they had them going for a little period of time, didn't they? A small yeah. period of time, and uh, then they found out. Yeah, and then and then Lance turned out to be a dick. It just ruined it anyway, so <laughs> great. At least he got invited to the premiere. Yeah. He yeah. started a new uh, romance rumour, didn't he, with Liv Morgan? <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> uh. Other than, like, Cena and bloody MGF. Oh, my God, that's nice, isn't it? Uh, fight rebrands as Triller TV. Okay. Triller is obviously an Irishman's favourite Michael Jackson album. <laughs> I wrote that down. Why? Oh. The man who sold you that hat told you that, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a man with had a cane and a big... He was Aiden. Right? <laughs> and finally, Dirty Start reveals he almost vomited during an infamous angle. I'm like, what infamous angle could this be? Uh, it was that one time Roman Reigns after securing a win of uh, Dolph Ziggler, oh, how? Oh, here we go. Uh, he was handcuffed to a ring post and oh. covered in dog food by Baron Corbin and Ziggler. They used real dog food. Do they not know? Of course they did. That you don't have to do that. It's not real. It's, it's HD but... now, though, baby. Ah, uh, true. Yeah. You'd be able to tell if it wasn't real dog food. Yeah. Just do whatever the, the makers of Casualty do when they were, like, making blood or whatever. <laughs> what do they do? I don't know. Kill I'm a not. man. <laughs> Split him open. Casualties are shit. <laughs> That's where it's just like, oh, but I'll be in casualty. Yeah, sound killers. Uh, Corbin says, this, that legit almost made me vomit. It smelled so, so Wait, bad. Corbin, Corbin said, was nearly yeah. sick. Not Roman. Oh, well. <laughs> he took it like a trooper, but uh, yeah. Heyman told Rick Rubens. He is the big dog. Yeah. Apparently Heyman told Rick Rubens Tetragamatron. I've never said, seen that word before in my life. Podcast earlier this year, Rock Rain's mindset during his time off in 2020. He said, uh, all these things, obviously, of the pandemic and all the stuff you have to take time off for because he was very at risk. The story of Baron Corbin over dog food and the infamous Suffering Sucker Dash promo had weighed on him enough to where he said, I've had enough. I've reached the cap. I can't go any further. As the big dog I've peaked and as an athlete I haven't peaked as a performer, I've barely scratched the surface. I have so much to offer and since I'm taking time off, I'm not coming back as the same person. It's funny thinking about that one bit with dog food had him go back now. Nah, nah, this is it, mate. So that was Roman Reigns on Rick Rubin's podcast? No, Paul Heyman talking to Rick Oh. about Roman Reigns. I'll need to watch that conversation. Though. I didn't realise that happened. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like quite an interesting one. Those two guys talking about stuff must be Yeah, God. yeah. 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 Uh, that was the news. Oh, How much music do you reckon Paul Heyman stole that Rick Rubin had a hand in? <laughs> yeah. That must have been the awkward icebreaker at the start. 
thanks for the for, 90s. Thanks for walk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, yes, I famously don't do drugs or alcohol. I remember everything. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> that was the news. Really short bit of news there. We're going to try and make right. it longer, yeah. No, we've got, we've got no we don't. We've got no, we don't. About. about 11 minutes we've been going. That's, that's, that's right. way too short for no. pled banter. We had more Joel than we had news this week. The best part of the podcast this is the pled banter. Hope not. This is my last pled banter of the year. Oh, yes, you're I'm going to be pled week. banterless for the next two weeks of my life. What am I going to do with myself? What was your favourite bit of pled banter this year? Crisp sandwich was a real highlight for me. That was yeah. a great, great day. How sad. <laughs> Don't be that harsh. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things happening in the podcast this year, crisp sandwich was the best. I right it was. Got to learn something about everybody. What was the discussion? Was it like, who was the favourite... Who's very crisp uh, flavorings? I forget where the genesis of the pleb came from. So when from. Ross was off, yeah. it was Pacini who brought that in as an example of pleb banda. And then it was so good that we carried it on when Ross was in. And we've yeah, been doing right, it every yeah. week since. Yeah. yeah. I'm just let down that my final one of the year has been a bit of a bit of a damp squid. Right. Let's have a think. <laughs> we can do this. God. Joel, it's your turn. What topic is pleb banter this week? Come on, Joel. I like chili heatwave Doritos and my crisps. Yes. Oh. The red ones, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> bit of a kick. Because famously Matthew's been fooled by foreign Doritos before. Oh, they're different in America, foreign right? Dorito. Foreign Those Dorito. damn foreign Doritos. <laughs> Are the red ones in America cheese? Yes. Is that, is that it? Yeah. Oh dear. It's Confusing. Yeah. Red bass hot. I've got a topic for pleb band. Oh, because no. I was listening to a song called Joel the Christmas Cole. Oh, this. which the killers have a hand in. Once again, have you heard the song, Joel? Uh, maybe. And are we referenced by name in any Christmas songs? Any Matthews in Christmas songs? I assume there are. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm one of the religious people, so yeah. anything that mentions Jack Frost. Ah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. And Ross? There's no Rosses, no. No, mm. not as far you as sure? that. There was a. Um, there was a Ross. Ross and around. There was a <laughs> there was a Ross on Dynamite this week, and I nearly wrote in the notes, then took it out because it was a crap joke. And I just called him Ross Twaddle in the notes. I thought, nah, it's not very good. Oh, Stephen Von Eric. Ross Von Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I was him. Hmm. <laughs> he was the slightly more slight one, actually. Was he? Actually? I think so. He's the one with like the, the dark hair, yeah. But still, probably raw next yeah. to the nor- like, a normal man. Any played by? Uh, just no Christmas songs or names in uh, Joel. Uh, we'll end it there. I've tried to re- reignite the fire, and it's it's not worked. It's not worked at all. As a <laughs> Hall of Fame time. Ah, what's your favorite? What's your favorite Christmas song? Okay, <laughs> right here we go. I think there's three big ones, isn't there? There's three powerhouses. Yeah. Wham. Yeah. Yeah. Mariah. Mm-hmm. And Akira Tai. And the Pogues. <laughs> they're your three big hitters, and I do think they're three of the best ones. Driving home for Christmas. I asked you what your favourite one is. It, it was never my favourite. And then a few years ago, it just hit me how good it was. And now I think it's undeniable last Christmas. I think it's That's und- your favourite. Okay. I think on balance. It was always the Pogues. And then I thought, you can't you can't deny last Christmas. It's a pop classic. Yeah. I agree with Jack in terms of like that being the top three. And of the top three, that is my favourite as well. Right. But my all-time favourite is not one of the big three. It's, it's, jo- it's Jonah, what's his face? Stop the cavalry. I forgot to say it. A crucial moment. Bum, bum, ba, Jonah Lomu, let's just say. <laughs> yes. Some <laughs> people know that. He uh, was the one who sung that song. It's like the George Foreman grill. <laughs> you know, he's the box. <laughs> Matthew? I'm a basic bitch. Uh, Mariah Carey. Right, fair enough. Oh, it's got it's got the best beat of any Christmas. Song. Some of them are way too slow. Oh, ready for that, like, absolutely. Joel? 
I think it's Fairy Tale of New York. Okay. Yeah, you Fair can. Enough. But driving home for Because you can say the word, isn't it, Joel? Admit it. I know about you. Whoa. Those Whoa. Hey, have you seen the live performance at Shane McGowan's funeral? That'll no. bring a tear to your eye. People start getting up and dancing. Oh. There's no drums, oh. so it's just like the beat of the, 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 the acoustic guitar. Mm. Oh, the bearded man who has Shane's part is... Oof. Oh, that sounds nice. I'm making that hand people who are just listening. I know that like that's going to be playing <laughs> another place going to go back home for Bish and everyone's going to be like, yeah. My mind was... be, people in Bish will remember Shane McGowan. Like, yeah. It was that long ago, <laughs> you, you tit. My mind was blown a little bit. I was I was younger when I realised it. I can't remember how old, but when I realised that Lonely This Christmas wasn't Elvis. I just thought it was Elvis. Mud. Yeah. But Mud have really, right. really... Not stolen from. Being inspired by Elvis. Oh, no, it's yeah. Yeah. He's even sitting on a, in the music video, and he really? just looks like Elvis. Oh. It's terrible. Um, Shocking. But they do have a good song, though, Mud. Tiger Feet. Oof. That's them. Is that oh, them? I'm that, sure it's them. That's neat. Is that me? Is that Mud? Please, please, John, need this verified now. Otherwise, Pleb Band is ruined forever. We'll have to cancel it in 2024. Quick as you can, Joel. <laughs> what song Joel is it? Joel hasn't moved. Mud by Tiger Feet by Mud. I just want to confirm that it's by Mud. Otherwise, Pled oh, Banner's ruined forever. What's favourite Christmas it song? Is, is Tiger it is Feet by, by Mud. mud. It's it's by mud. mud. Yes. Banner is saved. Now, for the next segment. <laughs> it's the Hall of Fame, everybody. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, the prestigious Hall of Fame. In condescending order from last week. Oh, Christ. Disaster breakdown on YouTube. 3% doesn't matter. Yeah, just, just, I'll move on from that. Uh, Tom Campbell, selfless karaoke partner, slash monster, uh, 34%. <laughs> and, of course, BBC newsreader, caught swearing at the camera yeah. at start of broadcast, 62%. What a decisive, clear victory for yourself, Ross. Fantastic. Thank you well very much, me. Matthew. It means a lot in this festive period. Uh, my homination, my homicide this week, my Hall of Fame nomination this week uh, is a comeback that's arguably as big as the Lord himself, Jesus Christ. Because in 2015, there was this clip that went around on the internet called Frostbit Boy. 2015. 2015. It's a high school boy who gets interviewed because it's snowing in his town in Ireland. Joel, if you would roll the footage, please, until you hear... The big, dirty, oh. crucial word. I'll keep talking while you fiddle. Oh, does he look great? He looks oh, there fantastic. There he is. So when you hear Frost, yeah. but that's basically the big highlight. But this is the most Irish man we've ever okay. heard in history. I'd say Ulster, the most Ulsterman. Yeah. These new, new shocks that I got as well. You see, I had to turn the hill, the hill, just, just up to me. Oh, there I had to turn the hill up, 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 up to me foot there, to just so the sock would go longer. The mother got me these trainer shock things there. Oh, God, you wouldn't give a long get my ankles frost but off, you. You don't mind walking to school in the snow. Are you, are you well, using up these this part of the world? Welcome to Derry. Well, well, there will be a good wee bit of snow, you know. There will be a bit of snow there. When a Christmas is a go there. Oh, what do you make of it today? Oh, well, it's not just as bad as bad as it was back then, but sure. Ah, no, but it's not. It's not a great day, though. Right enough. It's sort of a day for the house now. Right enough. But there's meant to be meant to be wild delays now. Around Finney and Donna Manor and all them surrounding areas. Oh no. 
But wait, 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 wait. That's a school kid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're from Chernobyl. Come on. The oldest kid I've ever seen in my life. Now, the accent is fantastic by itself. I think the accent ages him. Yeah, oh, it's wonderful. But it's, yeah, no, the, the face, the voice, everything. <laughs> Bloody hell, all Such right. Such a well-mannered man. The head oh, teacher yeah. was going to school, all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, he's well-mannered. Anyway, so that's a, that was a great clip. I can't believe it was 2015. Make the socks longer. But then Torn them up. Frostbutt. Then we're um, having the surrounding area. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the YouTube this week, and on the, it just it was on the homepage when I loaded it up because I don't watch. Apologies if he's an arsehole, but that Jack mate, um, I don't watch him at all. But he was in the thumbnail, so I was like, right, I'm clicking on this because I know that face from 2015. And you click on it, and Joel, exhibit B, please. Ooh, this is what he looks like now, first and foremost, wow. which is if you're on the Spotify or whatever, it's Jack Perry. But his final form. He's, oh, I was right, say, right. You know what? Given that that's how you're supposed to look as a kid on the right, yeah, that makes complete sense on the left. So, oh, I think well, he's, you know, he's, he's 19 now. What? <laughs> he's in his mid to late 20s, obviously. He looks like um, a Game of Thrones boy. He's, it's a fantastic head of hair, a wonderful beard to go with. He's wearing like a Colonel Sanders suit. Is it Colonel Sanders? The KFC fellow? Yeah, yeah that's right. That sort, of, that sort of vibe. But he's grown up and he's gone over stateside. He's gone big in America to become like an auctioneer. Oh, yeah, 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 I've seen the clip where he does a bit of that. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's yeah. worth the watch. We can't play it here because no doubt Jack Mate will sue us to pay for his new teeth. Um, oh. <laughs> they oh. are huge. Oh, he references. My. They do a bit on the thing where they, he tries to like sell Jack oh, Mate's wow, teeth yeah, from yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, wow. was, he's like, oh, they cost seven and a half grand. He's like, oh, we'll do it for 5,000 then used. <laughs> <laughs> Magnificent. Uh, That's nice he's got that. But what, I'm seeing some things here. Are you about to get to the point where it says rescued swimmer? Is that like... That's another story that I saw on there. Apparently, he just went for a swim or something and dolphins were seen in the water earlier on and the newspapers then turned that into that man was saved by the dolphins, even though the dolphins uh, weren't there when he was in the water. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. But he did tell the tale of just, what, I think it was 14 kilometers, he said. I don't know how many that miles that is, but he, he just decided to swim to a lighthouse one day. Bloody <laughs> he hell. was in the water for, I might have been 11 hours. I might be making that up. I was sort of just not really concentrating at the time, but I was just mesmerized by his presence. Um, so yeah, he's got a wonderful life and he's an auctioneer in America now, big time. Oh, good for him. Aye. But it's just, you know when you see a meme back in the day and you're like, oh, what's going to happen to him? You, No one could have predicted yeah. what's happening there with it's, him. It's nice seeing that, you know, they just be have a nice normal life or he got a job and he's done this thing and he swam a bit. Good. He hasn't gotten into crypto. He's not joined Scientology or anything else like that. It's just, yeah, that's a meme, lad. Seems to be doing well. Look at that suit, though. I would have said Colin Sanders for that, to be honest with you. But I, 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 I was really scrambling, yeah. What was yeah, I get you. Yeah. I felt quite bad for Jack, mate, this week. I don't really know who he is. So <coughs> he used to do, he used to, I think he got big on YouTube for calling out other bigger or more mainstream YouTubers for trying to rip off their fans with like low effort merch or like. That's Zoella. Oh, he did with Zoella okay. released like an advent calendar that was like a big rip off and stuff like that. I remember the advent calendar stuff. That was him. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he's made his name off that, but now he's more of like a podcaster from what I can tell. And I felt bad for him because apparently this week he had Paddy Pimblett on the UFC fighter and just everyone went. He's a bit of an arsehole. You shouldn't have had him on. And he had to go uh, like, sorry. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, he talks a lot of... Mm. I'm here for anything. Mm -hmm. Well, I, my Hall of Fame nomination is Frost Bet Buy. Come auctioneer, man. Yeah. If you don't remember that, lad, uh, ask your dad, I guess, at this point. <laughs> 2015. <laughs> uh, you were second place last week, Jack. So, what have you got for us? In the sidebar of, of my YouTube, just like homepage or whatever... Uh, Cultaholic video popped up. And Whoa, it was good. The, 
it was the WrestleMania 37 reactions night one and the state of all of us a year into lockdown when I watched it, I was like, oh my God. It was when Owen was getting compared to Sue Perkins on the regular. Because <laughs> he, had... he just jumped on my... <laughs> Did you not have never hear that when people were comparing him to Sue Perkins? <laughs> Anyone else mention it? I might have thought of myself at the time. Oh no. I'm have to get rid of this. People, <laughs> <laughs> people, were, people were saying it out. People would say it in our Twitch chat. Ross has had to like physically walk away to just get rid Owen of that. grew like, not obviously, no one could get to a barber's. So like his hair grew quite long at the back. Um, <laughs> I don't need to see the evidence. Tom, I know. <laughs> Tom, Tom though, who I've never seen with a hair out of place in the video. I mean, I've never seen his hair like it. What's it he was, look like? Just like, well, just like anyone with slightly messy hair, but it's Tom. So like, <laughs> but it's like longer than that, and his beard's a bit longer and stuff. Your hair was quite long. Oh yeah. But like outwards. Clarkson. Yeah. <laughs> and we just all looked at. A bit. Is unkempt the wrong word? It was a year into I mean, lockdown. It was lockdown. I mean, so there was no you know, to go to, wasn't yeah. it? So, um... That, would, oh, that should, should, should have been something that was a punishment. Cut your own hair. Uh, yeah. But I don't know what... Um, I don't know what to nominate for it. Maybe just that, like... I don't know, because it, I just watched the video and thought, well, I've got to nominate this for the Hall of Fame, but I don't have, like, a, a neat, like, description of what it... Just, no, I don't want to call it like lockdown memories. I don't want it to sound good. I don't want to be like, yeah, uh, no, no one's voting for that. Lockdown nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, um, oh, I honestly have no idea. Um, I don't want to say like it. lockdown hair because no one had fond memories of their hair during lockdown. Or Some anything. people did. I mean, really? Two Perkins did. <laughs> I hope now that people did say that to Owen on our Twitch and I've not just said it myself out of my own thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Jake's one of the things like, uh oh. Did someone say this? Or was it a thought I had that I didn't say out loud? Hmm. It's fine though, because if you start to mention it on the Twitch chat, if everyone starts going sue at Owen, you just say, oh, I think you're Ronaldo. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll go for. Come on, Jack, you got this. WrestleMania 37 night one reactions. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There. Good one, Jack. Nailed aye, it. Aye, aye. Although, Sam had like lovely dyed hair in the video he's the only one who like I'm like hang on he's like styled it and like dyed it in multiple colours and that I feel like we need to see this Joe yeah, wrap it up we can get like just a five second skep skep I'm not what happens if Cultaholic like I wasn't happy about me in the video obviously had a hat obviously had a hat on so I was hiding my lockdown hair but like the microphone cable was pulling up a bit of my T-shirt, so there's just a little window of my belly for much of the video. <laughs> I'm like, what a state this video is. We're Get the music anyway, off! Joe loves the adverts. It's his favourite bit of our colorholic. <laughs> we don't need the sound either, because we don't need to cringe at our own stuff. Oh, oh, oh my God! God. <laughs> Whoa! I wasn't ready. I, I, forgot, like I forgot how big your hair was. <laughs> Holy Christ. Yeah. I'm voting for this one. <laughs> You it's been so bigger. long, I forgot you look like that. Got Sorry. Bigger as well, that you hair. Oh, you look great there. <laughs> oh, very good what in rough <laughs> Sam. Very good in rough Sam there. Look at that. Look at that. What was that? Who's he in the back? All oh, right. Whoa! I know. I've never seen someone with hair like that. With the dealers weren't dealing with it at the yeah. time. <laughs> oh, there you go. Whoa! Guys, just... <laughs> look at Owen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> what, what 
Thoughts? You know what? This is a good pick. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, cheers. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I brought it up. You got the mood lighting to make the office look cool, right? I right to do. That's that you see. That's why you're professional, mate. And you got the Undertaker shirt from that company. I forget the name of. Tom has got the light because he's Tom's got the light on <laughs> the unicorn thing in the background rather than him. Ooh. <laughs> oh, and he's drinking. Of course, it makes sense. We're all drinking, I think. Yeah, I, think, I mean, what well, else are you gonna do? His, he's got Coca Cola there. I'm not used to seeing Andrew. Where, where's Adam? Adam, Adam he goes, he's on it. Sam's at sea. So, uh, Adam is on it. <laughs> Excuse me. Who's Todd? The rabbit. Who's ah, Todd? I'm so sorry. Get out! Oh, <laughs> That's a recently deceased, well, a fairly recently deceased rabbit. Yes. Todd makes an appearance. Does he? Or maybe on night two, I skimmed it. Whenever Bad Bunny's on, you go, let's have Todd's thoughts. Cuts to Todd. Just oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yes. Bet the rabbit doesn't even talk. It was a rabbit. <laughs> no one's doing a voice for the rabbit. <laughs> anyway. Where's Adam? There he there is. There he is. And I was <laughs> trying to get a good night's sleep. But instead, that's when the police kept on coming around the flat and uh, going trying try to find whoever it was they're trying to arrest, but they couldn't get in or find out where part of the flat. So I heard them knocking on the windows, going, "Hello, hello! Like, have you committed a crime? Hello." <laughs> well, have you committed a crime? <laughs> it was just like it was like four in the morning. I'm like, "What the hell is happening here?" Matthew gets a razor blade out of his hat, slashes them by order of the peaky. <laughs> like, uh, no, I haven't. Oh, okay, I'll be on your way. Oh, all right. So. Well done. WrestleMania 37. Night one reactions. Night one reactions. Yeah. Fantastic. It was a great video. Quality from us. Yeah. I think it's, it's even better now than it was at the time. And now we cut to my pick. It's Joel, you get on the old Twitter. Right, so it's Tom's Customs. He's a great lad on Twitter. Oh, my God. And someone just posted a picture of Undertaker with a particularly large hat. That's got to be Photoshopped. It's, but that's why you look at it and go, is it? Or was it yes. not? He did have some big old cowboy hats, right? And Tom just posted... For every 50 likes, I'll make Taker's hat longer. Oh. Gets quite a lot of uh, things, so uh, keeps on going and going oh, no. and going and going. Yeah, oh, yeah, popped okay. out. It's kind of like, kind of like the, the grandma in George Marvel's medicine. The, I'm waiting for the one. Yeah, you can see planet. it. You can see yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the planet. Yeah, <laughs> and he's there. There's Star Foreman region. Thank you for that. Yeah, Squidward. Very impressed. Uh, and there he is in the arena. Happy to see you. Fantastic. Still looking good. Still looking good. That's when you have to leave that hat down. When he, <laughs> uh, that's him getting up out of his coffin. Yeah. And there's Doug Dimmodome. <laughs> oh, no, says Undertaker. <laughs> You've Dimmodome messed up, says Tom. Oh, my oh and he's God. pointing at the sign. So it's scheduled for WrestleMania. Doug uh. Dimmodome the, at the dome. Oh, with the steel chair at the back of Undertaker. They even put a dent in his massive hat, though, and Doug Dimmodome. At the Dome, so it's five stars, of course. Wins. Oh, but he sits up with his comic large hat. Oh, the oh leg drop with the comic large hat. <laughs> oh, the choke slam, the Doug Dimmodome. How long? The lights went out. What the hell happened? We keep on going. Joel struggles with this thing. Oh, no. Kaboom. It's 98 Kane. How you doing, 98 Kane? Oh, no. 98 Kane versus Untaker and the big hat. And that's the and that's how, Wait, oh, there's more. I didn't get this far. Uh, oh, no. And now a proper just a gif, I guess. Oh, allowing Doug Dimmodome to get the pin. Not like this is cool. It's Undertaker's hat. Undertaker's hat saved the Undertaker. So a second hat. A second hat has hit the towers and struck him, allowing Undertaker to defeat Doug Dimmodome and pick up his big hat. But oh, now it is. Oh how long did this go on for? I was asleep by this point. All right. No, he spears him. Oh. Ah! There's the joke. Very good. There's the joke. Very good. It's been a blast making this reception. has been unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you. Bloody hell. 
I didn't realize it went on that long. Thank you very much. It's Tom's Customs. Maybe maybe wrestling does bring some good into the world. <laughs> this sort of now and stuff. again, twice yeah. a year, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should we should do that, but it's just <laughs> every fifty likes our lockdown hair gets bigger. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, my pick for Hall of Fame is it's Tom Customs. Undertaker's ever increasing hat. It's very good. I think that's three really good picks. Yeah. And Jax's WrestleMania 37 night one predictions. Reactions. Reactions, thank your pardon. And Ross's is... Frost, but by come auctioneer man. I'll try and think of a title for it, but it'll be similar to what I spoke about here today. <laughs> good. That makes sense, doesn't it? Ah, those are three good picks. Those three picks can be yours and yours alone to vote for at patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Up the Sue Perkins. It's a strong week. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah, this week in wrestling. Uh, Smackdown. This show is a tribute to the troops. So it begins with a rendition of God Bless America. God Bless America. Mm-hmm. They have um, several, like, I know we've got several anthems, but really God Save the King slash Queen is the one. Like, Jerusalem never gets played, really. Rule Britannia never gets played. I think Rule Britannia is way better than God Save the Queen. Do you? Absolutely. Well, I was I just is a bit of Farage when I hear that. No, uh, no don't ruin it. It's literally called <laughs> Rule Britannia. But um, ours is a bit like dour, isn't it? Yeah. The, duh, duh, yeah. Bah, bah, bah. Whereas, yeah, I'll give them credit. Like, God bless America. Or... You've seen Billy Connolly's bit about that and oh. how the anthem's crap. And he's like, we're, we, we're one of the luckiest countries in the world. And we're going around the opening ceremony of the Olympics. And then some poor country that hasn't got any money is sprinting around that track. (laughs) We have a national debt of 50 squillion pounds and we don't give up monkeys. (laughs) All right, it's tribute to the troops. So War and Treaty are singing. Okay. Did they pick them because of their name, I guess? Uh, I wish Hardy was back. War the War, but he still ain't sold out. He had a song. Yeah. In the wrestling this week or last week. didn't he? Mm -hmm. Was it? Which which show was it? I can't remember. Oh, stop it, man. What? I, I, I don't make me think about him. Deadline? Uh, was it Deadline? No, because oh. that was uh, The Hives, wasn't it? Mm. What was it? He was around, wasn't he? Yeah, no, it was, was this show. Driver Series? It was, was. He had, a, he had the, uh, like, the secondary theme for it, but it was by Hardy, wasn't it? That must be why it was in my mind. <laughs> the true, <laughs> the troops. Oh, wait, man, get away. <laughs> Dorian Mysterio is at ringside for the first match in the number one contender tournament. Santos Escobar beating Dragon Lee and Dom taunts Lee ahead of the title match at Deadline. What do you think, Ross? Uh, JBL must have been sweating, I reckon, during this match with the two lads who were in the ring. Just in kayfabe, though. Just sweating in kayfabe. You know why. You know why. You were there in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, I didn't even realize what you asked me there. I just had that lined up for a last minute. You did. Minute. You did. Say, what did you even say, Matthew? I'm very sorry. <laughs> what do you think of this opening contest? I thought it was really good. JBL was the highlight, I thought, though, on commentary, comparing Dom to the likes of Gandhi and Nelson Mandela. Yeah. Although Gandhi was never no- NXT North American champion, but he did other great things, apparently. <laughs> apparently allegedly. Other great, great things. things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Santos with the reverse and Hurricane Rana attempting to a powerbomb on the apron. Ooh! Mm. Yeah, um, I was just like how Santos had an answer for everything the dragon tried. It was basically a glorified squash match, yeah. which I was a bit shocked about. Yeah, considering the NXT match was coming the day after. Yeah. Uh, well, this made me think a bit more that maybe, because originally I thought, well, Dom's going to win a deadline. But this match and how decisive it was, I thought, oh, there's got to be a salvage operation for Dragon Lee. So I thought this is when yeah. I changed my mind and thought the dragon, dragon would win, mm. not Dragon Dragon. He did say Dragon. I know, I did, yeah. W's been skimping on Pyro for years, but when they're in front of Marines with PTSD, they use all of them. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
about oh, Cole calls this the most important SmackDown of the year. Yeah, great. Sure it is. Um, You're not American, though. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that right. I saw Full Metal Jacket. America. I did my part. Um, that, but it's like having Swerve in the big-ass CC tournament and dominating after a Hangman rematch uh, rather than having Dragon Lee just do something separate. Mm. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about that. Randy Orton isn't sure about Team of LA Knight in the main event because he doesn't know or trust him. Nick Aldis says the pairing makes sense because they both went, sorry, they both want to end the bloodline. Orton says his fine for arcoing Aldis, sorry, I can't read today. Orton pays his fine for arcoing Aldis last week. Aldis points out, hey, this is double what you gave me. Orton says, that's for next time. Uh, $100,000. Yeah. So nonchalantly tossed over like that. Mm. Disgusting. Like Tony Khan. I know. With Ada. Randy Orton has lost $34 million this year. Spent it all on video you, games. You can't stop arcoing people. That <laughs> um, was a nice little bit. Like, hey. And Aldis is very understanding. Like, yeah, I know. I need, I need you. Well, I found Aldis a bit suspect, a bit of a sussy a boy sus. in this one. Ooh. Because why is he supporting? He's the GM. He should be neutral. And then Orton's going, I don't know if I trust Ali Knight. And he's going, you'll, you'll be fine, lads. You'll be fine. Because he's just hired him. If uh, he gets rid of him now, it makes it look like he's made a mistake. True. Fair enough. I accept that. I think like a GM. Reasoning, yes. This being the GM of a proud football team. Right. <laughs> on Twitch every Wednesdays. That's what they're called, the GMs. Yeah. Um, but I, this made me think of The Rock and Booker T from the Invasion Era, this, because uh, the Invasion Era, the Invasion Angle, because the way L, uh, the way Randy Orton was like, I didn't even know Ellie Knight until last week. I thought that was disgusting. The most meteoric rise of the last hundred years of wrestling. Maybe the Invasion is a mini era of its own. Yeah. Yes, it is, because yeah. it's not the Attitude Era. People generally think the Attitude Era ended at WrestleMania X7, just before the Invasion. And it's not the Ruthless Aggression era. So, yeah. yeah. It was a slow in-between bit. Yeah. It is the Invasion era. Yeah. Yes, boys. That's Shane shouting out the WCW stars oh, in the crowd. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. That was my impersonation, everyone in the skybox. Oh. Oh, it was I beautiful Sean Stacey. <laughs> Stacey was there, yeah. Well, Stacey Keebler. Bill DeMore. Stacey Keebler. Lance was there, wasn't he? Johnny Ace. Oh, Johnny Ace. Sour, I think. Wow. Uh, anyway. Cody Rhodes arrives and praises the members of the armed forces in attendance before introducing a tribute to the troops video package. Yeah, Cody was in that role tonight. Yes, because they all ended racism together. <laughs> he, he then brings out the United States Army drill team for routine. Yep, cool. It was impressive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was. Good for them. We yep. tried to do some with, uh, after watching this, I watched it with Kayla, and then we tried to do it with the wrap and paper roll. Impossible. So all credit what to twirling? them. Lads. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Mm. And then he took the light out the ceiling, so we did. Oh. It went flying up in the air. Because it's just the girth of the wrapping paper. It's incredible. Uh, but basically, Cody is of a reign of the main roster. He's making signings with Jay Uso. He's asking to be on shows now, and he gets his own way. Mm-hmm. What He does what he wants. What is this man? Because he's got that tattoo. <laughs> Bobby Lashley beats Karrion Cross in the US title number one contender tournament. Said this last time he was on TV. I legitimately thought Karrion Cross had been released. No, he's back. He's got red stuff now. <laughs> he's got red stuff. He's got like red, red-faced embarrassment for red showing underpants. Up. Oh man. right, yeah. Scarlett's yeah. got a red dress on. Red panties. I can't remember. He had. He still. He hadn't shaved his head again, had he? No, he still got he's long got hair. hair. Yeah. Mm. That's because his character doesn't feel like he needs shaving head. No, because his character's in lockdown. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, but I could not believe that Brad Nestler was on the call. It was Brad Ooh. Nestler. Who was Brad Nesler? We mean who, Brad who's Nesler. Brad Lesnar? 
Everyone knows Brad Nesler. I'm a wrestling journal. Joel, what's your oh. favourite Brad Nesler? <laughs> yeah, go on. Obviously, Joel do it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joel, your favourite Brad right, Nesler Joel. moment. Uh, I know there's so many, it's hard to name one, Joel. But <laughs> he was like 70 years old. You must, you must, you got hundreds to pick from. Yeah. <laughs> He's got as red as the the red on the. Maybe <laughs> Remember who was in the Alps fighting grizzly bears? He used his magical fire breath to save the maiden's fair. Oh, no. I know as well as you do that that's Brian Boitano. Uh, he, that's what Brian Boitano claims. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen a man eat so many chicken wings. That, that was Brad Lesnar. Oh, okay. Um, I do know the Heidi Lee. <laughs> Um, it was nice to hear, back on a more serious note, nice to hear that Bobby Lashley's dad was in the army for 26 yep. years and then he was on the special athlete program or something, which sounds impressive. Mm. Big Tez was on there as well, saying he was in the Marine Corps between 08 and 2012. But again, it was another glorified squash match. I'm not even sure. It, it's the Karen Cross gets the big fancy entrance every time, obviously, because that's his entrance. And then every single time, everything that follows after that is wank. Mm. And it was the same when he was booked as NXT champion. Yeah. And it was the same here. I don't get it. He's a big boy. <laughs> Just make him do big boy things. Very well said. <laughs> but even the troops needed a breather after the Cody segment. So this is, this is the come down match, uh, a cross match. Um, I thought Lashley and his mates are not heels. There's no way. Nah. They, they should are. they should beat the Judgment Day at WrestleMania, I think. Ooh. Because yeah, they've, they've barely even done anything as a trio. And they're I, getting think, like, I think you mean the Creed's. They'll be, they'll have to be oh. the Creeds at WrestleMania. Are we going that? Oh, yeah. Aye. They'll be, they'll, they'll, no, they won't. They'll win them. The Creeds will beat them at WrestleMania. <laughs> Do you think the Creeds <laughs> will beat the Judgment Day? I, I so. would if I was in charge. Yeah. Yeah, I would want them to. But I think I said this maybe on the Coldies or maybe just said it in the office off camera. But I was like, I think the Creeds will win. And then there were doubters. People were like, mm, was it you? It was on the Coldies, wasn't it, yesterday? Ah. Same over there. You would, that fella there. What? You were doubting <laughs> that the Creeds could get it done on Monday. Well, yeah. we'll see. But we'll see. We'll see. Everyone's in for a shot with a shot. Oh my God, a shock for the Coldies, by the way. Oh, yeah. How they went. Ooh. Really? Just how? Just who got nominated for every award? I thought it was a shock. Okay. Based off, you know, what we've done this year. I thought it was a good video, though. Yeah, it was a very good one. Oh, yeah. Tier. We were very happy with it, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. I can't talk I was happy it. about It was just nice that it wasn't four hours long. Yeah. Lovely. Unlike. Uh, backstage, Bailey apologizes to the rest of Damage Katal for last week and volunteers to stay in the back this time. She recommends they all do the same because Asuka can deal with this on her own. Dakota Kai disagrees. This was a heartbreaking segment with a delayed high five at the start for mm. Bailey when everyone's got a, a, a nice high five. And then Dakota's like, Well, now we'll be at ringside. Bailey's left leg on the face again. It's Rudolph. Again for the second week in a row. Yeah. The rest of the lasses are the other reindeers, but Bailey can't know joining any reindeer games, can't you? One thing, and I do appreciate Triple H's <laughs> I do appreciate Triple H's patience as a booker. But sometimes I think not every single stable breakup needs to be two years long. Just get this one out of the way. We know that they're gonna turn on Bailey, and I think let's just get it done. We, it should have happened. Immediately after war games, even potentially, I'm enjoying the segments and everything, but I think there's just been too many of these slow burn things at once for me, and I just need a bit of instant gratification. That's just because you're on TikTok all the time, Jack. Yeah, just, yeah, that's just, right. Just, but Bailey yeah. needs to do something else, I think, to get people cheering around, just stand there doing what the baby faces do who've been upsetting the wrestling, Matthew. I'm set you up for your bit it's on the podcast. Thing you do. Come on, you do it all the time. 
Someone's your. Just, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. You, you, Thank God for you, that. You be, you be the big like person now. Well, yeah, so. you see here, baby face. I think you're a twat. Yeah, we go. <laughs> Hat in the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, backstage. Blah, blah, blah. CM Punk comes out and talks about a lot of stuff. He debates joining Raw or SmackDown or even by God NXT. Uh, and teases entering the Royal Rumble. He also name drops Cody Rhodes, who welcomed him back with eyes wide open. However, some people weren't so happy to see him back. He calls out Roman Reigns and says he was the original Paul Heyman guy. That's not true. No, no, no. Wasn't Brock Lesnar the original Paul Heyman guy? Yeah, he was before Punk. Yeah. If you want to take things even further back, Steve Austin. One of the dangerous alliances. Yeah. Right? But yeah, there we go. <laughs> Larry Zabisco was the original. <laughs> mean <guy>. Mark. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Up the Sky Scrappy A's. That's what they called themselves. <laughs> uh, Punk also acknowledges his rocky relationship with Kevin Owens and says they're probably too similar. Who would feel comfortable working with someone who punches people in the face backstage? Now, I know there was a lot of troops in the arena who maybe don't watch the AEW from week to week and know what's going on <laughs> behind the scenes. So it was a little bit funny when that didn't get the reaction he was hoping for. It is funny when you remember, <laughs> oh, wait. There is a big difference between the audiences in WWE and AEW. Like, all the AEW people have to be like, all right, wait, what's happening? What's happening? Oh, let me get on social media. WWE people, like, they're not always like, all right, what's happening? What's that reference to? I do think... It's funny, you forget, like, it's so easy because we're in the bubble. But, oh, like, yeah. if you're like, yeah, what's happening? Like? One of um Maybe they just took what he said at face value. Kevin Owens has been punching people in the face backstage. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Punk. That isn't on. Yeah, you're, a, right. you're a good-natured lad. Yeah. Um, I won't name them and shame them on the podcast, but a member of the Cultaholic staff um, oh, in the news Fraser. chat, I think. No, it wasn't Fraser. <laughs> the name, the name sounds like a poo Sirkins. No, no, no. Shared. God, that doesn't work. That oh, was it? Sorry. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I can't even think. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Um, but whoever it was, shared like a clip of the the joke not getting a big pop in the arena um, live and the jubilant they were they were buzzing that punk wasn't they were like no one gave a toss lads ha 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 and i'd nearly replied but i'd stop myself because i was like <laughs> that's not news CM punk's the most popular boy ever ever but yeah. there was a hater among us in the office yeah was it six figures at survivor series it says they made off merch it was big, like. Yeah. It's just like, oh, he's not over. It's like, well, one one, one section of the crowd not going, yay. It's like, but we're supposed to cheer for that. You, I guess if you're a punk fan, you're like, yeah, get him. Get the young bucks. I was. I yeah. was like that. <laughs> You've come round now. Fantastic. But I can't wait for the young, bucks, the young bucks to come back. I can't wait just to see what's going to happen. They must be references galore, I imagine. Well, no, but I, don't, I know they are very rich men, but like they must be thinking, like, if only we went and had that meeting. I don't know who who was who didn't take the meeting. Who was the deciding factor? I in think it? that Punk was game for the meeting, but that might have been from Punk's camp. That story. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard yeah. to tell, isn't it? It's all he said. She said. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, I think you better quit. Yeah. I think he said there'd be more people like, or less involved to like, aha, that reference. And more just like, yeah, what are we getting on TV right now? Mm. So he also references Seth Rollins, which does get a pop, and says he isn't even the man in his own household. Which oh, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Riddle's already done that joke already, but whatever. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a good, it's a good one, though. And then take from the best, then. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when Rollins did the John Jones, Daniel Cormier segment. Hey, Riddle's still there. Yeah, 
Yeah. I was thinking at the end of this, because it, it finishes off the same like going, I'm going, I'm back to main event WrestleMania. That's his final thing that he said. Yeah. I was just like, Cody must have been going, like the bottom lip, you know, when Cody's bottom lip goes. Hey, don't worry. Mm. My father. It's a two day, it's a two day event. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, and Cody's not on either of them. <laughs> no, he will. No, he'll be on the as long as, mm. as long as Dwayne doesn't show yeah. up. Two words, access. Punk no. will get the Saturday and it still won't be enough because you want the Sunday. That'll be it, yeah. <laughs> I want both. <laughs> I like the first word, like, obviously I thought it was good because, like, people, yeah, he was over. I think maybe people, maybe, ooh, for the purposes of memes and mocking him, were like, ah-ha, you did the reference and no one cared. And it's just like, yeah, this is the stuff that I don't like too much about AEW, which is always, do you get it? That thing? And WWE doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. I thought he was very over, but I did think it was funny that the first things out of off were, I'm not getting my time cut here. He has to be complaining. <laughs> He starts off. He's just creating heat with everyone else who was on the card after him. That's all he was doing. I think that the main. Now that the Raw thing's happened and we're looking at it since it's become apparent that Punk's established more feuds going forwards and stuff. But this one didn't really. He just touched on a lot of different things, but he didn't set anything fully in motion. But I think the big general consensus coming out of this promo was just more relief that it wasn't as tame as the one from the previous Raw which was like rushed mm-hmm. at the end of the show. This one, everyone kind of went, well, he's got his fire back a bit. Like it was a purposeful promo, I suppose. Mm. JBL said, that was a pipe bomb people will be talking about for a decade. I mean, that's and not. I thought, what? <laughs> and I said, also, stop yelling the word pipe bomb around the vets. Jesus Christ, JBL. Oh. Second time you've gone down that he's route. He's having a go. <laughs> Ball games. Lobbing in the crowd. Um, I, I just like the fact he set up like six or seven different views. Like even Solo and Jimmy Uso were getting a mention mm-hmm. alongside Rome and Ellie Knight got a little mention as well. Randy, can he trust him yeah. still? Yeah. Jay all, all the greats, uh, Karen Cross. <laughs> Jay got a mention, but only because Punk accidentally mixed up the Usos. He was like, Jay Uso, uh, Jimmy Uso. Oh, racist. Uh, <laughs> backstage, Punk thinks about knocking on the Bloodlines locker room door. He bumps into Kevin Owens and asks where Nick's office is. Owens is less than helpful. Oh, again, it's... he hates punk. Him, I'm not hating since about punk. halfway through the promo no, no, segment. Hating... He's been no. like, no, 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 I'm looking forward to him. No, no, I, just to skip ahead. I'm, I really like the bit on Raw, him and Rollins, but it's just right now, it's just obviously he's just you know building time, suspense, or whatever. I'm absolutely fine with that, but it is, yeah, we're now in WWE. You can't just do like, hey, remember that thing from online years can. ago, which is what the it's Owens because they're not giving you anything. The really so great at telling you this is what's happening. These these dudes don't like each other. They they like each other. Whatever. What have we got? Punk saying, "Oh, I mean, no one's already like each other," and then that's it. Said a very quiet thing backstage. Well, it's set. In, it's a future. It's potential future yeah, feud. Sure. It's for the promo. Package, I think it was also so. maybe to prove people wrong. The stories of like Owens missing that week's SmackDown because Punk's on it. Oh, I didn't hear that. There was stories. I mean, the news has been overdrive. Owens Punk sneezes towards the week. <laughs> the week before on SmackDown, when Owens punched Theory. He'd fractured his hand, mm. and he was gonna have to miss the next SmackDown. And this people were like, "Oh, oh, do you think that... that's why they did that?" Say, oh, I maybe. Heard that bit. Oh, that'll maybe. be one. All right, you know what? That makes a lot more sense then. First, Just to then. prove we are all right with each other, mm. but I don't know because mm. it was that wasn't the story. Like Punk was unsavory about Owens way back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They were in Ring of Honor. Um, Owens was wearing the same gear he always wears. Fairness, he hasn't changed it up, and uh, sort of like going shirtless, I guess. And Punk, obviously, you know, built like a young. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> well, he is compared to anyone sat around here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever goes up to, you know, hey. <laughs> do you think he's, do you think he thinks he's Harley Race in 81 or something. It's just like he starts yelling at Kevin for being fat. It's funny because when you look at, do you think he was annoyed? He was like, you need those basketball shorts to be baggier. You want them down here. Yeah, yeah. Shins, <laughs> like me. Yeah. Uh, 
bigger, blacker, more metal-looking shirts. There yeah. you go. Look proper Indian. <laughs> yeah, you Come don't on. look Indian enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more pale, please. <laughs> anyway, uh, at the start of Charlotte Flair versus Asuka, the rest of Damage Control are taken care of by Belair, Shotty, Zelina Vega, and Mia Yim. Why was Zelina and May in there? What was that? Mitchin. She's crazy. I guess she is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But Zelina Vega, she's not crazy. She's calculated. Yeah. Completely different words. I guess damage control are just so unpopular with the women's locker room. Mm. That was it, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a... Yeah. And then Asuka wins thanks to interference from Bailey, but Charlotte is legitimately injured. Yeah. I was going to say we're... uh, What we get here? JBL likes Charlotte versus Asuka because you got the reference. The Crush Girls. There you go. That's your granddad. The Crush Girls. They were a Japanese wrestling tag team. Oh. Were they? Nope. That was the Jumping Bomb Angels. Never mind. Yep. They're the other ones. Oh. <laughs> um, we come back from break. Both women are down. As the commenters explained during the break, Charlotte got dunked on her head or some part of her body on that. And she's clearly rocked. Ref did a good job of checking with both women. And Charlotte clearly called the exit early, which is absolutely fair enough. She looked shook up. Uh, I think her leg also. Yeah, yeah it looked. Like, I think they said head because you looked like days, but yeah, I think she landed yeah. on everything. And there was one clip that going around where yeah, they're on the top rope and just <sighs> comes off, comes off the top rope and then bounces off that and just you know the momentum yeah. swings and smashes and yeah, she was completely like out. Candice Michelle back in the day, that sort of fall. That's a good comparison, yeah. Uh, so. But also, a lot of people were saying they might have been off the moonsault of the floor because she got up gingerly after that. Yeah, I mean it, she didn't she didn't get any of Asuka, which I think look. If I could be booking for a day, I would say, Charlotte, you can't do that anymore. I think that me and Ross mentioned on the news that we did about this that um, we always make fun of Charlotte, the character, and the use of her character on TV because mm. she's not a effective baby face. She's not, yeah. <laughs> but her as a wrestler having big matches, that'll be a miss. Mm. Yeah. Because you got out. Especially for WrestleMania time. Yeah. Were they going for a triple threat maybe at WrestleMania? Maybe with Io Sky and Bianca because they're both they've both got the same storyline mm. at the moment of uh, Charlotte and Bianca taking down all of Damage Control. Maybe yeah, possibly. Mm. Yeah. I mean, thought too much about it, but yeah. All right, and then obviously the other big thing from the match was Bailey defying the orders once again, even though it was a good thing for Damage Control, but she defied orders, so it'll be a bad thing. Yep. And her just screaming, "I did that!" at The end, which I found humorous. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be two of Damage Control against Bailey and Sasha Banks. That's been gathering momentum this week, hasn't it? Because mm. of a, what's he called? The insider who's got the not professional sounding name. The not professional sounding name? Like Boozer, BMI. Oh, yeah, yeah, Boozer, yeah. Was it him who it was? Better wrestling experience. Something like that. Yeah, 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 what? yeah. Who are you referring to? The Boozer. One of the, one of the Twitter insiders, is his Twitter handle is Boozer something. Oh. But he, go, he likes to be cited as better wrestling experience. <laughs> yeah, it looks nicer than Boozer. I guess so, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. And then Punk and Cody Rhodes meet backstage. Cody thinks it's interesting that Punk's story involves him winning the Rumble. They shake hands. Later, Punk wishes Orton and LA Knight look ahead in their main event. Orton asks Knight if he's ready, to which he replies, Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Orton and Knight beat the bloodline after Orton stops the BFT so he can hit the RKO. Have a few words after the bell, but everything seems okay. For now. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah, he stopped him in his manoeuvre. Do you think this is the feud they're setting up? I hope it's not. It's not the feud I want to see, really. Who, Orton and LA Knight? Yeah. Potentially. Mm. It is a big boy battle on SmackDown, isn't it? Who else is there? Mm. I guess so. I just don't want one of them to be a heel. Unless it's just a face versus face. I think it's just a face versus face. I'll, I'll have a Randy Orton heel run. Oh. Yeah. Just, LA you can't get him to turn heel. So soon. You can't get Randy Orton to turn <laughs> heel. <laughs> no. 
the viper. Of, <laughs> no, no, you say that, but slithering <laughs> like even, a snake. Nah, have him nah, kick. Your Honor, Your Honor, I must protest. <clears throat> Last time he was proper heel was him versus Hardy when he was shoving ladders in his ears and stuff like that, and the crowd was still cheering him. <laughs> I think he's, he's going to have to like run over someone's dog to get people to have him out. do it. By God, you don't actually have to run over the dog, so it's fine. I think he could. <laughs> Good job saving yourself. <laughs> I think he could. But I don't want to see it so soon after his big return. I think, he, he, yeah. If this is the alternative, Ellie Knight versus Randy Orton, I don't mm. want Ellie Knight to be the heel. But you are right, though. You, you're going to have to have some top heel if Roman Reigns is on the Roman Reigns schedule. Mm. Yeah. You can't just be a bloody judgment yeah. day for another year. Who's going to be? Is Santos not elevated enough yet? No. Probably needs a couple more feuds before he's a yeah. main event heel. Okay. Get Dom on SmackDown. Dom oh. everywhere. Yes. All the time. Mm. Uh, I need to uh, put a, a big old retraction in from last week's podcast because I, oh. I read the internet. And read that Ellen Knight got married, and then said on this podcast that Ellen Knight got married. But it turns out Ellen Knight did not get married last oh. week. Oh, he tweeted out this week: If anyone finds pictures from the wedding I'm here and I was a part of this week, I'm excited to see them. I must have blacked out because I don't remember any of it. Please send. That's what he tweeted. Out. Uh, I thought he was in like a specific suit. He was a big lime green number one. Him and his, yeah. him and his lady. Oh, I was about to say wife there, but that's not true. Not according to Ellen Knight. No. Damn it. No. Stop getting your news from the boozer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I thought Solo was the man of the match in the match itself. He was mm. doing this fantastic twist and belly, a belly thing. He looked at, he looked, at, I don't know if it's the new kick pads, but he was moving around the ring a bit better, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I noticed that as well. I was like, oh, yeah, you've got new gear. Mm. All the foot fetishes out there crying into the Damn pillows. It. Yeah. I enjoyed it as a main event, but it was very obvious that it would be Jimmy Uso taking the fall. Yeah. It's a nice, fun thing for the troops. Yeah. Oh, the enough. finish was a bit weird, though. Because like, it was, oh, Randy Orton stole the finish. He was the legal man anyway. Mm. Oh, yeah. God, yeah, he was. Aye. Yeah. The two alpha males. Uh, anyway, yeah, USA, USA. NXT deadline. <laughs> yes. With the pre-show action beating his BFF, Nathan Fraser. Fair play. They just did a fast, runny, runny match. Yeah. And that's what it needed to be. Fast and runny like good eggs. Yes. My move of the week came from this match because the lads run the ropes like prime madcap moss and then Nathan <laughs> Fraser delivers this kick that I've written down, sent Axion back to Spain, so it did it was that hard. It was a great spot and it's my move of the week mm, in wow. a kickoff show match. NXT's done it again. They've put something that shouldn't be on the kickoff show on the kickoff show. No, but not, I think it was absolutely perfect. Nothing can be kickoff. perfect, can it? Nothing I think can it was, no, they were perfectly <laughs> placed there. I think silly. it's fine on the kickoff. Yeah. I don't know. Nathan Fraser, come on. He was looking a bit more heelish, I thought, in his mannerisms and little bits in between the moves, I thought, Nathan Fraser. Maybe the teasing something Could, there. He's pushing 50 now. Could so he be? <laughs> change it up. Could he be a legitimately great heel? Yeah. 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 We've been booing him for the past year. Yeah. Absolutely. He's got the Jarrett's about him, hasn't he? Just the way he talks. <laughs> yes. Just you want to smack him around the head. Just like, a touch of the Jarrett's. I like love that. 2000 Jarrett. <laughs> Just want to smack him in the face. Uh, Booker T on about bicycles during this match to Nathan Fraser. Stay on your bicycle, son. He kept shouting, which I thought was good. And all the super kicks, yeah. There was one for the kids. <laughs> Booker, Booker was... Oh, no, it was on the weekly NXT, sorry. But yeah. Booker was just on one. He was. Yeah. Then Shawn Michaels opens the show and asks if we are... I honestly thought it was Sinclair from Ready to Rumble, the, the guy who books WCW and Ready to Rumble. Oh, he looked the it. same as him. I could not believe my eyes. Both sexy it? boys. I've still never seen it, you know. Is that oh, have you not? Yeah, oh, no, I've never seen it. Diamond Upside Down, is it? Well, yeah. I know that part. It's great, because you look at what you go, fantastic. It's a film making fun of wrestling fans. Right. How stupid they are. Yeah, they and how they work at the poo factory they or whatever poo, it is. They don't they? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, cool, wrestling fans, go watch this film. Right. 
you dum-dums. Oh. One of them's got a dad who has to tell him that it's not real. Yeah, but then the storylines... <laughs> all right, from memory. Uh, King, oh, what's his name? The King. Um, Jimmy the King. Jimmy the King is supposed to be the champ, but then they screw him. It's in a legitimate screw job. Yeah. So they screw him. Then he has to like find his way and get trained by the poo handlers. Who like rehabilitate him? No, like, no. The, the poo handers give him the confidence to get yeah, back into the then ring. Go then he goes and see Sal Bandini. Want to wrestle? Let's wrestle. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and then he gives him the spirit. So then the king does a legit run in, and suddenly, even though wrestling's fake, he's there doing shoot run ins to get a shoot. Like <laughs> payday. He hides in a so he gets <laughs> the screw job happens. He gets sense. fired, and then he runs back. He hides in a, a toilet because the lads work in poo. <laughs> oh, that's it. And then he the does a shoot attack on poo circus. Poo circus is back again. Uh, he does a shoot attack on um, on, uh, on DDP? DDP, who is the champion who yeah. took the belt because he's working in cahoots with Sinclair. Yeah, and then they get, DDP. Yeah, yeah. At the time when he was the people's champion in WCW. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. this is around like Arquette time. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And DDP was the big baby fit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. right, okay. So then they set up a big match for the big, oh, what the hell is it called? It's Castle War Games? No, it's not War Games. It's got the triple K. Oh, yeah, yeah. For but the, the event. I can't remember what it was called. Um, so they set up oh. that. That's the main event match. Jimmy the King versus right. uh, DDP. <laughs> yeah, so he shoots his way into a work. <laughs> <laughs> and then shoots after the work. During the work, he shoots. Yeah. Because then Sting is the one... Sinclair threatens Sting. <laughs> this and film. Sting flies in from the sky and, and, and whizzle wazzles DDP off yeah. the top, didn't he? Who's Sinclair? He's the Vince McMahon. Of okay. The yes. So this is a WCW affiliated film. Yeah. 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 They're all over it. And so there's some offense wrestlers. Ninety nine. Something like that. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. So two thousand. There's a screw job in it. Two years after the real screw job. Yeah. yeah. Is that deliberate? Are they laughing? It has it? to be right. Surely. Yeah. I never knew there was a screw job in it. I didn't know that. No, was inspired plot. by Gotch Hackenschmidt. Yeah. So I imagine <laughs> no. it was the Montreal one that inspired them. <laughs> That's not what I was suggesting. <laughs> it was the one with the spider. Yeah. <laughs> But I sure Mike looks like Sinclair. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and then bloody hell, CM Punk arrives in a Bret Hart hoodie, which HBK goes, you got the wrong hoodie. And, he, and no one laughs. He does the bloody... No, no one laughs. No. Again, it's I, not It's not bloody AEW. Stop doing these crappy... Th- I laughed. Bruh, I laughed. shut I up. Why? Good. That's the only bit I laughed at. I yeah. thought the rest of the segment was an, an I, absolute mess. I know, yeah. The thought, the thought of coming out to do <laughs> a surprise promo segment with Shawn Michaels... And you've worn your Bret Hart hoodie. I think that's really good banter. You know what I think? Yeah. When did you start hating CM Punk? What's happened? <laughs> no, no, just these opening bits that? where it's like, hey guys, I might come to NXT. You liar. So do you you lying, get how dare you? Punk he- go out there and wrestle a tight 10 minute match with like someone lower on the card and not say anything controversial at all, not try anything. That would be pretty funny, actually. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just happy to be here. The magnitude of this moment was lost on you, I think, Matthew. Yeah. The magnitude. Like the magnitude. Right? CM Punk come back to NXT when he was last there in 2010. Well, no, because Sean the might triple. We're seeing punk in the brand that we laugh at every week. That's in, that's amazing. Jack's eyes are about to pop out of his skull. It's scary for the future, though, because I've been reading in the, the news today that apparently the, they've already earmarked punk to take over from Michaels mm-hmm. in NXT. Like, yeah. we're in the PC. Have you not heard about this? I think it was Wrestle is Purist this, is, who reported it. Is this the drugger? The acid taker? Which, which the booster? Which <laughs> I'm surprised. I didn't, that didn't land at all. I'm, I'm sorry, pal. You're about sorry. Michaels or no. punk? Wrestle Purist. <laughs> And it's been. I'm surprised it wasn't Aye, pure absence in the news at the show at the start of the show, but yeah, Punk, because there's been like so many reports about it, but they've all been, none of them have been fully confident. But there's been basically suggestions that um, Punk's wanting to take over NXT, and a lot of people are saying, including Sean Ross Sapp, I think this has a good chance of being legit, and that he's thinking about his post, I guess, active right. career, and he and I think it's probably true as well because if you look at Collision. 
he was like running the show. He wanted to do it. Oh, and it was effortless. There was no issues You're whatsoever. You're in a bad mood. Right? I swear. <laughs> Fame, have we not just spent uh, the last year? I'm just Jungle saying, Boy, I'm just, Christopher I'm just Daniels. stuff that I've read online. Anyway, Punk, I think, would want to run NXT after Sean. I think that's probably true. There was all those stories back in the day, like when he was at OVW with... Um, no, it wasn't. It was Heyman. Who was the, oh, Heyman was ECW, obviously. But that transition from OVW to ECW was always in the production stuff with Heyman, wasn't he? Oh. I don't know if that was just a bit of the, the CM oh, Punk DVD that was just like, ooh, let's try and make something up to make him sound clever. But it, it sounded true at the time mm. to me. So There's also been all these pictures coming out this week of him at the performance centre backstage and helping people. and Only pictures with ladies, though, I found. Interesting, that. There was no... Big body heavy picture, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was just Cora Jade. That's, that's, his, that's his daughter. <laughs> I know. Who else that. was there? There was yeah. Cora Jade's pal who's yeah. not on TV yet. Who was it? What, Roxanne Perez? No, Lyra. Was it Lyra? Oh, yeah, it was Roxanne. Yeah. yeah was, it was it Roxanne? Roxanne. There was just ladies, though. Yeah, he's at the performance set there because <laughs> main roster, there's people there still want to kill him. No. Uh, well, maybe. Um, there was reports that he was, like... Uh, talking, it was, it was, uh, it, it sounds like it might have been out of the Nick Hausman camp. I don't know. It was very pro punk. Uh-huh. It was like he's been talking to anyone who wants to talk to him backstage at NXT, giving advice and stuff. I was like, maybe this story is real then. Maybe he does want to run NXT in the future. And that made me think, what on earth would a punk run NXT look like? I, I don't even know. It'd be amazing for us, just us. Yeah. Yeah. We'd we get to even wackier. Yeah. It'd be great. Crazier gimmicks. But yeah, he does this. I thought, like, I compared this to when <laughs> I was in a good mood to watch this. So, remember when Hogan came back in 02 to WWE and WWE made him lose to Rikishi at a house show? Let me know how things what? were going to be around here. I didn't know that. That's what I thought this was like. All right, Punk, you're back. You're going to do a bit with Shawn Michaels, do some comedy, all right? You, you, no, it's no, no doubt. I'm going to do that. And he goes, all right, cool. Uh, and uh, I did Is that see a true story that Rikishi? Oh, you know that? Yeah, yeah. No, I've never heard yeah, that before. Uh, his first it was house show. So, so, yeah, he took the stink face and everything. He was, he said he took the stink face. <laughs> yeah. Hogan come back in 02 goes, no, 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 no. Things are different now. You can't go back to WCW. Ted Turner's gone now. You can take this mad. thing face tonight. All right, Hogan. Okay, brother. He goes, all right, cool. He's Why right. had that stopped by 05 then? Hmm? Why had that sort of stuff stopped by 05 with Hogan? I mean, he won the world title yeah, pretty but, soon after. Yeah, 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 I was going to say, wait a minute. Hang on. The world title yeah. ran and everything and then else the like stuff that. stuff with Michaels a few years later. Yeah. Oh, no, I think it was just because it's like, you know, all right, Hogan, like, we've heard stories about you in WCW, you know. This just is so like, you know, when you're here, you have to play by our rules. This so. is like your initiate. This is your lesson to get exactly, right. Okay. Yeah. Right. And, and can he, he kiss ass, literally? Yes, you can. Huh. Fantastic. And he murdered Dwayne in an ambulance. And then he killed the rock. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd went nuts. Yay, Hogan! Was Yay. he driving the <laughs> he was. semi? So who, in my mind, he points at it, and then the truck, is it the no, other ones who point No, it's the other ones, because they've got nothing else to be so doing. Stupid, going, oh my, they should have been doing the, oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's someone. The segment was a mess. I thought, yeah. this, 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 no. the, they clearly just had like the go home bit of like, you, you got to end by saying your name to get yeah. the fan. And even, he sort of made a mess of that, because it was just, that's how loose and free the segment Yo, was. just two mm. wacky guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, someone on Twitter, I'll just steal their line. Punk tanking collisions ratings yet again. Oh, it was on Saturday. Uh, oh. All right, fair, well, I liked it. No, we it, when he was involved, it was very good. It was the best show of the year. Like, at the time, on my graph from mm. the Colties. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I do want a punk NXT. Maybe it would be really good. But then we wouldn't get stuff like, with Rare Mysterio on commentary, Dragon Lee beats Dirty Dom. Clean as a whistle mm. to become the brand new North American champion. I liked it. Yeah. 
Dom was in his element here with his little bits of crowd work, doing the proper fishy kiss towards his dad on commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Booker T was fantastic here, saying Dom has done more than Ray Mysterio in the business already when Ray was sat right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a proper gnarly spot where Lee does the old nonsensical Del Rio stomping on the apron, mm-hmm. and there was a big thud, so I liked it, because uh, I don't normally like that kick. Thud. Because they've got to hold themselves up. I don't oh, like yeah, that yeah. here. Um, and we're protecting finishes with Dragon Lee, because... Dom, I think Dom was on top at the time of memory serves, and he hits the Liger bomb, and then the old woo, and that was it. The woo. Oh, well, I forgot what the name was. I love Project that. Dragon or something. That's it. Yeah, yeah. The it's actually called Project Dragon. It's something like oh, Mission the, the Destino was the old movie. Oh, yes. I think they called it Project Dragon now. He was. It's like the whoopsie woo. Yeah. It's just onomatopoeia. Yeah. The bibbity bobbity. Uh, Dom hung with Dragon Lee without needing mommy. Crowd want her anyway because they're normal. <laughs> Luckily, his deadbeat dad was commentating and sounding exactly like Steve-O. Ah, <laughs> I've never a, noticed that until right. recently because he's been on every podcast in existence. I'm probably not bloody on this one this week. Oh my God, imagine a Ray and Steve-O hey. podcast. Hey, dude. Yeah. Hey, my friend, my knee. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> then I got a tattoo of my face on my knee. <laughs> it's the same voice. Wow. I enjoyed the camera cutting to Salty Ray midway through the three amigos. Ha, ha, ha. Don't steal moves, yells Ray, who's t- taking everything Eddie left him. Oh. oh you are in a That's actually... Spice oh. That's even worse. I put... <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll move on. Ray... No, 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 no. What were you going to say? I put, do don't steal moves, yells Ray, who stole milking dead relatives from Captain Tom's daughter. Oh, my word. <laughs> but I didn't say that, so it's all right. <laughs> I thought, also, I like Ray bounced from hating his kid to putting him over because he started doing pretty well. And then Dom, the ring general, saved Dragon Lee's botch bomb into just a straight-up power bomb of his own. I want Dom versus Snoop Dogg for WrestleMania. <laughs> Andy Climatic finish, but Dom is grand. Happy that Dragon Lee won. Push that Egypt. It's a good match, this. was good. It was good, yeah. It was good for Dragon Lee as well because hopefully now go on the main roster and people... Care more because he beat Dom. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. Yes, going to help him. Uh, Blair Davenport wins the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge, running away to waste the final few seconds. Yeah, I didn't include. There was very yeah, little, say, very yeah, little things yeah, that I'm happened. I'm sure Russ will have some notes in. I've definitely oh, got some. God, I've got quite... some notes <laughs> in, I will say though, as an overriding comment, I thought this was the better of the Iron Survivor matches. As just as I... a match. I know Trick's journey was obviously fantastic the way they did that or the end and whatnot, but as it's, it's a bell-to-bell, it's bell, I thought this one was better than the men's. I think this was the most consistent one. I, was, I think this was the far less silly of the two. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. The men's one got a bit silly for me. Mm. Uh, Tiffy Stratton with this cartwheel Alabama slam thingy. Which oh, right. Joel, I'm sorry to do this to you for a second time this year. I'd like to change my move of the week to that one. Oh, my. Oh, oh baby. Oh, it was stunning. It's an important thing. I put, oh my God. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, Kalani Jordan was fantastic. She was like, I've written down prime John Morrison here. Wow. <laughs> In yeah. offense, which is a very, very high compliment yeah. indeed. Um, I was shocked to see Fallon get a fall over Tiffy with a shining wizard. I thought she was going to win the whole match. I yeah. wasn't shocked. I was like, come on. She was like one of the, the, the bottom rungs. Yeah, the, I know. the top shelf. I know. She was all the way at the bottom. Oh, hi. Mm. Basically on the floor. But then that makes Booker start screaming, money, 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 <laughs> man. 
Money. She's like, she's like the kitchen roll. <laughs> <laughs> then Big Lash. And I said Lash LaRue there. That's not her. Oh, Lash Legend. Before, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when she got going with her power moves, I was like, yep. yes, you found your your niche, you young lady. <laughs> I called her Lash Legend of Doom. Mm. <laughs> um, and the, there was this move where Lash has Kalani. She's using Kalani as a weapon in the sort of powerbomb yep. position, which was then reversed into a destroyer by Kalani. Then that was double stomped on by Tiffy. And then she did a double stomp on Kalani. It was unbelievable. It's it's classic Iron Survivor challenge. It is, yeah. Mm. And I, I was just, yeah, blessed Dolop right at the end, which I didn't really see coming, just how the match was going. I guess yeah. that was the point. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's in this match, right, okay. She did yeah. the Grayson Waller at the end. She did do the Grayson Waller. Now, course. two of the four ever Iron Survivor Challenges have ended that way. Interesting. But it's good, because that's why it's it was a really effective match mm. uh, type. And I think I'm glad they're sticking with it, because yeah. it is really gets you into these matches. Like, I've probably got some better notes to summarize it. I can't it, wait for the first ever one that goes to sudden death. Yeah. I thought that was going to be this yeah. one, wasn't it? Yeah, right. Uh, I like Blair and Fallon going for pin after pin after pin to start because that makes sense. Uh, Fallon somehow doesn't tap to a double Fujiwara. I went, oh, man, Ricky Choshi would submit to that. He's not the top shelf, though, is he? That's right. Ricky who? He just doesn't have the heart of Fallon Henry. He didn't go around his mom's pub when he was a kid and look at the top shelf and gone, yes, I want to be on that as a wrestler. He didn't do that, did he? No, he didn't. You're right. He's a coward. Then Metaphor show up, so Fallon has to climb out, so she gets dunked through the announce table, and then Strats dives beautifully onto everyone. Yeah. Holy poop chant, she rules. I've got to say, a lot of people were laughing at how long they did for Fallon to fall through the table. I don't mind it. I'd, I'd no. rather she didn't break her neck. Yeah. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, you're safe. <laughs> oh my God, Strats double stomp onto mid-sunset flip Lash Legend. That's why, yeah. Absolutely. Lash carrying two women and bashing them between the ropes, called a double dribble. She's never looked better. A I put, double dribble. That's what they said. Unbelievable. Um, then the prettiest moonsault ever. Stunning. This match rules. And the letters over it in this here. I put a match that features all these spots but focuses on the pinfall and submissions and how important they are to mm. win the match. Plus there's a time for tension. Hell yeah. Only thing that was bad was Blair winning. But I mean, they should probably pretend to be pushing someone else who isn't Strat. <laughs> yeah. I said best NXT women's match since last year's Iron Survivor. I mean, there's been... Becky's had a few, fair few good matches. Right, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, no, I love this. Loved everything about it. I don't mind Blair's the winner. I just because she's different in her wrestling. Than everybody I was else. Say, yeah, that's just it. don't let her talk the way they're having her talking at the moment. But more on that on the weekly yeah. show. And after, <laughs> right after the match, Blair says she's going to win the title at New Year's Evil. Larry Valkyrie comes out for a stare down, but gets blindsided by returning Cora Jade, mm. who raises the belt and then goes to get a selfie with CM Punk. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought she was going to come back in the steel cage match. But now that we see what happens in the steel cage match in a bit, mm. um, we wouldn't we would have been deprived of a great line of dialogue had it not been. <laughs> we'll yes. get to it. Yeah. I put Cora Jade. Thankfully, doesn't talk. Um, I like Cora Jade when she talks. Oh no! No, it, happened, it nearly happened again on this week's NXT. Uh, Wait, what? Nearly, just remember when she cut that really long generic heel promo. I thought it was it Jacey. Went, it went on for ages. No, no, she did one as no, well. She was oh, Cora, yeah. Right. And then she didn't do many after that. Oh, and no, then she started this. this. She started one on this week's NXT, but then got cut off. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking of her. We're looking for like... someone with a boring voice. Oh, the generation. I'm sorry. Day. What do you say? Sorry, <laughs> these voices are so boring. Maybe I think she's good in like shorter backstage segments or video yeah. packages. Maybe she's got a case of the Darby Allens. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, offense to Darby Allen or Cora J. Yeah. Uh, blah blah blah. Elsewhere, Trick apologizes to Mello for doubting his innocence. Mello hypes him up for the Iron Survivor Challenge. Yeah, I'm on the They don't know what they're doing with this. Yeah. 
No, no, we'll get under that. I think <laughs> we'll just. Know we to, like, I know. I, I, I agree. But <laughs> despite being three falls behind in the final minute, Trick Willie wins the men's Iron Survivor. Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. You've whoa. missed, a you've missed the biggest star of the night. Oh, God. Sorry, the, the women's bits are all stuck together. My apologies. Sorry. That's my uh, no, Backstage, that's my Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams are confident they'll both win their respective matches. I tried to skip it. Carmelo beats Lexus King after rejecting a handshake at the start of the match. This was fantastic. Liar. Lexus King has his hair like a four-year-old girl gets it done in Mallorca on holiday with her parents. <laughs> so that's a fantastic start to go with the chin strap as well. Uh, there was no reaction for Lexus whatsoever. <laughs> the match I've written down was literally okay. Uh, it didn't have the pop or the snap that I thought was going to happen because of the feud yeah. that was going on. It was literally just feeling like a Wednesday night, uh, and I said dynamite match there, a Wednesday night, NXT, a Tuesday night NXT match. Come mm-hmm. Tuesday, of be, course. Used to be, used to be Wednesday, yeah. Um, it just... King got a lot of offense in there, but it's he's got a case of the Eddie Thorpes at the moment because it's all really basic offense. And in this 21st century world that we live in, that doesn't quite hit when you're not really like laying it in hard. Saying <laughs> all the things I'm thinking here, Ross. Um, and it was I thought it was a bit of an odd setup for the finish because it looked like King got some of the backbreaker, <laughs> even though it was supposed to be like a full reversal. So that didn't work. And then the promo after, I don't know if we're going to talk about the promo afterwards, Matthew. Oh, you might as well. <laughs> you might as well. I've got my own bloody notes of this match, so go on, tell uh, us. What did he say? A Lexus King revealed it wasn't him who attacked Trick, but thank you for that PLE spotlight after losing. After losing, yes. Now, <laughs> this gave me a bit of a, an epi- a Tiffany epiphany regarding Lexus King. <laughs> Is he a good heel? Because we hate him so much. <sighs> He's wank. He does things that get yeah. under our skin. And I'm like, but that is deliberate, or is it? it how much of it? What percentage of it? Deliberate. I mean, Rick, Rick Flair would agree with you because I've said before in the past. He said that the NWO killed the idea of just the evil heel. Now all the heels have to be cool. So yeah. Lexus King comes out. He is technically a good heel because you absolutely hate the sight of him. I know it's that. So this is NXT. It's this the is age old like X Pac heat versus real heat. Yeah. Thing. I just, it's more disappointment for me at the moment because it all started so well with those vignettes. Right. And then he's, when he's in the flesh, he's not, he's, it's not the same man. <laughs> I agree. I remember when King signed and there were a bunch of people who went, hey, he's good. Stop being so negative. Well, the quote, the late great Delia Smith, where are you? <laughs> you can throw a rock in any she's indie lot. She's live here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying that, very sorry. It means when people watch this in 10 years' time, which they will be, like, ah, oh, that's nice of Matthew to say that in 2023. <laughs> You can throw a rock in any indie locker room and hit 10 wrestlers with better timing than Pillman. And also, to be fair, Hayes is supposed to be wrestling someone who attacked his friend, his best friend. He's supposed to be mad, and he wrestled, as you said, in the exact same way as he would any match. Whether or not this is down to him or NXT's training is debatable, I guess. The only thing, <laughs> Mello ignoring King's awful backbreaker near the end to land his finisher, which I can look at as him going, whatever, I'm sick of you. <laughs> just, just ignoring it. And Highlight was Booker asking Vic, can I say this? Can I say this? And Vic says, I'm not going to stop you. You're bigger than me. I put, but then, yeah, lol, it wasn't me who attacked you. Thanks for the spotlight. I said, you said it was you. What a stupid story with everyone acting stupid. I hate Shawn Michaels. P.S. I saw someone online describe King as a, quote, 9098 wrestler. Uh, you know what yeah that's exactly it all punch kick no sense of time no cohesiveness compared to what nowadays this was it this was the worst showing since the late great Gable Stevenson just to defend Carmelo Hayes who didn't attack Lexus with the ferocity that one might imagine of someone I think that Melo knows that it wasn't Lexus who attacked Trick because it was him who attacked Trick no no that, that, I would, we get sued 
Well, yeah, sorry. On, I shouldn't we don't say know that. that for a fact. I shouldn't say that, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mellow. You're getting cold for Christmas, you. Yeah. You can give it to Aiden, he'll probably like it. No. But, you know, we made a big deal last week about the bait and bait last week and the storyline. This was a full-on bait and switch. But it is it now make any sense. a switch that doesn't make any sense at all because the switch already admitted that he did it. Yeah, he said he did it. <laughs> Lol, I lied. Oh, great. <laughs> he admit- what an amazing storyteller. Just, just so people don't, because I remember it was me who brought it up because I remember thinking this this segment should have been a bigger deal when he admitted to being the culprit that we're all looking for. And I think he admitted it to Corbin. And Corbin went, how did you attack Trick without actually physically doing it? He basically admitted he was the mastermind behind it. All right. He was the Triple H to whoever's Rikishi. But instead, now he's gone, I didn't do it. What's happened? As we'll see in NXT, I think they've gone, oh, you know what? I, can we change this? Do you remember when they were looking for, it was Brian and Rowan, and there was a lookalike of <laughs> yeah. Rowan, oh. and it went who nowhere. Can, who can forget was that? Was that when Bischoff was in charge for a very brief time of SmackDown? And then got sacked like really soon. Oh, after. I'm going to say, yeah, maybe. maybe. Means I have to listen to a, like an eight hour podcast and why that was actually a really good decision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what yeah. Thanks, Lexus. And it was said it was weird having Hayes in the come down match as well between mm. the two Iron Man, Iron people, I should say. Sorry. Cool down match. Come down match. <laughs> well, you're coming down, aren't you? <laughs> Off your high. Taking the pill during the Iron Survivor. <laughs> yes, Survivor. That's exactly what I'm comparing it to. <laughs> and then. Corey Jane is interviewed backstage, says we'll learn her next move on Tuesday. Mm. I love the fact that she's cutting these heel promos, but she's got a tattoo there on her chest that says, starve the ego, feed the soul. And she's being all sassy and dickish. Oh, yeah, you can't really do much about that now, can you? Yeah. Contradiction. Contradiction. (laughs) Contradiction. Contradiction. (laughs) Hospital, hospital. Horace is having a contradiction. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Uh, Trick apologized to Mel for Dominic's innocence. Um, have some up. And then we get the men's Iron Survivor Challenge. When's the steel cage match? After, After that. this. After oh, this, thank yeah. you. Right, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the steel cage was another come down match, wasn't it? It certainly was. Which is weird. But it doesn't matter because Iron Survivor Challenge. Trick Willie wins. Uh, what a great come down. What are your thoughts on this? Because I got loads. Josh Briggs. That's my thoughts on this match. He was unbelievable in this match. Um, he understood. Big clothesline from hell. Ah, right, oh. I did. <laughs> Uh, He understood the assignment in the first fall I've written to try and relate to the kids. He understood the assignment uh, because he was going straight for pinfalls right off the bat. As Jack mentions there, he does the big lariat, but he also does the shoot hurricane rana, which I've never seen a better one since. And Uso did it to Trinity for two back on Total Divas. Other way around. Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. I'm not with it today at all. Sorry, because you've set you brought them up so often. I knew that, even though I'm not seeing the clip. <laughs> uh, Jimmy gets annoyed at her for the shoot yeah. Hurricane Rana. <laughs> Don't be shoot Hurricane Rana, yeah. people. Um, I thought, yeah, JB was the main man here for me, just always through the match. Even though the, this, well, for the first three quarters up until Trick Willie start getting his uh, his falls in towards the end. Matthew, I'll let you talk now. Oh, thank you, Bob. I feel like I've. <laughs> oh no, 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 there's this. so much in these <laughs> matches, man. It's, it's absolutely fine. But only one match between the Iron Survivor Challenges. I'd have shoved Dragon Dom in between them, to be honest. Right, what do I yeah. know? I'm just a hack. Uh, but yeah, the two big lads did like fast spots and moments, but they're so big, they cancel each other out, you know. Why have Briggs dress up like Dijak as well as a wrestler like him? <laughs> wow, two tall white guys who hit big moves. Why is he dressed exactly the same as him with the black tights? Can they have anything else? He's yeah. got cowboy. Well, he's got big like workman boots on. What more do you want? He did have his workman boots on. You oh, are right, right. Uh, I like Dijak punching bait out 
and him pinning Briggs was nice. Would have been even nicer if it was actually gotten the pin rather than the ref being all like, no, can't count yet. Get out ring. Uh, Trick showed up to finally wake this crowd up. And oh my God, the springboard clothesline counter to Dijak. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I said, didn't get a pin though. The hell is wrong with this match? <laughs> well, I'm thinking of what he does to Breaker at the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Bate managed a spinning UFO, aka the spinning but without the hands. And that didn't get a pin. Come on, man. That's yeah. not, that's not going to get a pin. It looks so cool. Though. It does look cool. There's a move on this week's NXT, the weekly NXT that should have got a pin, and mm. we'll get to it. But... We will. We will. <laughs> and then Breaker shows up and pins everyone in like 40 seconds, and now the match has started. He was unreal when he came out, like Big Bron. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frank Steiner, the Tyler driver for a pin, causing Bron to get mad, because like, hey, that's my pin. I thought that was a lovely moment. Um... Then it gets tense as people dump through tables and guardrails, but there's still three points for everyone and two minutes left. Yes, this is why this match can rule. This is just my like thought process going through these. Then bitch Eddie Thorpe interrupts, and you suck, Eddie Thorpe. Hey, he, no he, one cheers because he's spoiled things. He likes trees, <laughs> and he hates Dijak. And I thought that feud ended when Eddie won the match, but Dijak yeah. hung Eddie. That's like conclusive finish for me, but it's not. It's still going on. Yeah. That feud will never... It's like Raven Tommy Dreaming. Yeah. It's going to last forever. Like trees. And, and Eddie Thorpe's never going to win. <laughs> just, yeah. just imagine like a little potted tree with <laughs> sunglasses on, switching sides. They'll be. Oh no, the tree has turned on Eddie Thorpe. <laughs> Sandman's kid. He's also got black tights on. <laughs> there'll, be a, there'll be a WrestleMania weekend 20 years from now where an aging Eddie Thorpe will be in a match. The lights will go down, it's just die, Jack, there. He's come back to uproot <laughs> his two, trees. Two branches like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then Trick Willie evens the odds at like 10 seconds, then counts the spear with a knee with five seconds left. Yes. And that, Mayor first half, awesome second yeah. half. And that class of children who watch the wrestling club in the school with the teacher yeah. go wild. I <laughs> they bet they were, do. They went mad. Yeah. yeah. Kayla um, went wild at home. She doesn't watch NXT, but she watched this match and she was fully behind Trick Willie. Was it because of the Iron Survivor stipulation? Oh, yeah. The tension of the numbers? She didn't yeah. know the rules before the match, but they had to sit down and watch the... Yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah. greatest... Displaying everything, yeah. It's the greatest stipulation in the world. Yeah, NXT's big success stories, this, mm. I think. Uh, um, I thought Booker was good here as well. It's having someone just yell, yeah, actually worked because there's no time for analysis, just noise because the action's so quick. It's I like, like his, good. he's got the full throttle, yeah, and then sometimes he's got a slightly like lower gear when he goes, meh, yeah. I know, I know it's during deadline that Vic a few times had to set him up like, like no catchphrases now, be serious. He had to say that and he asked him <laughs> oh, a question. Oh, I knew that. Like, <laughs> damn it. Um, I found it a little bit silly, Trick's comeback. But oh, really? then I then I realized a, like a day or two later, I thought, oh, it's wrestling, isn't it? Yeah. Come on, Jack. It was a good moment, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a good moment. I thought, yeah, it was really good. I, mean, I, see. I was pleased he won because I thought he was going to get screwed. I thought this was when they were going to do the mellow turns on him mm. to cost him this match. But now I think it'll cost him the title match. But why? Well, Lexus King's out the way. That's true. Everything's good. Every, they're friends again. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, but Dijak looking like solo album Rob Halford. Uh, doesn't do him any favours. That was a reference for me. Sorry, I shouldn't bother with my podcast. <laughs> Sorry, ignore. I said Rob that. Rob Halford. There was a he was the guy one. from Judas Priest, but oh. like when he was in Judas Priest, he looked cool as hell. Then he did solo albums, so he just looks like your dad. John Moxley's Christmas song. Did he do a Christmas song, Rob Halford? I was like, where oh, have I heard God, that? no. Does yeah, because I think maybe Renee, has. Renee put a picture on somewhere. She was like, I asked John to play his Christmas music, and it's like insert cover of Christmas song here by Rob Halford. Oh. I was like, where? That's where I know that name from. Ooh. Fair enough. There you go. He's got a Christmas song. Oh, no. I don't know what it sounds like. 
But if it sounds it's like it's going to be amazing, I can't even emulate it. Like <laughs> yeah. So any other thoughts there, Ross? Uh, no. You've we've 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 covered the whole thing. Fantastic. All together, like what good friends show. do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> backstage, we see Rey Mysterio congratulating Dragon Lee on winning the North American title. This next bit though is really heartbreaking. Meanwhile, a disappointed Josh Briggs snaps at his tag, uh, his tag partner, but BJ tells both JB and Fallon Henley that they did themselves proud. They're then interrupted by the metaphor, <laughs> the dafties who mock them, and a brawl breaks out. Aww. The metaphor is twice as good because they only lost half as much. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, where's the lie? You know when you're about to spot something wrong in wrestling, but then... They've already anticipated it. So when they're laughing at them, I was like, has Lash Legend not just failed to win it? But then the face yeah, team the did it. metaphor. True, yeah. they're not going to care. And yeah. they only lost once, mm-hmm. not twice. That's, that's right. Well, they're twice as good. That's yeah. right. But I just, the way that JB snaps at BJ. Oh, yeah. goodness me. Do you? Do you know? Well, <laughs> I was on, I felt sorry for BJ. But then on this week's NXT, I've totally 180'd it. I think he's a bit insidious. <laughs> he's a creepy man he's a little weird virgin <laughs> <laughs> he was doing that thing with, tell. I forget what the, the thing was last week but I remember talking about like your mom going like oh it'll be okay and you're like oh no mom it won't be yeah, yeah. that's why I, I guess I am on JB side I should say I'm not laughing at virgins there his gimmick was literally for a while that he wasn't he still is as far as we know as far as we know yeah, yeah well he didn't hit win here did he so no uh, Connor James wins the steel cage match against Roxanne Perez after interference from incredulous Izzy Dame. It is what it is. It is what it is. All oh, right, is that a catchphrase? Yeah, yeah, she showered it, and then there was a huge pop. You probably didn't hear it because of the huge I know, pop. Yeah. I didn't said, hear it, yeah. Well, then. yeah the crowd kind of got quieter when she said it. I just heard it is what it is, and I thought that was our analysis of the match because that's what I was thinking. I was going to say, it's the, one the, of the dullest oh, cage matches I've ever watched in my life. And it was a shame because <laughs> yeah. Roxanne Perez is like, Pound for pound, given a level of experience, she's one of the most talented wrestlers on, and maybe yeah. the most in NXT. She's only about twenty. Kiana James is one of the most like rapidly in, improved, instantly good. Yeah, yeah, she's just. I think it was last year's Iron Survivor when we were like, oh, actually, she's really good. So I thought this was going to be like match of the night or one of them because they set they set it up with the no escapes in this match, so it's going to be like oh, fight to the death sort of thing, and then it just felt like a, a Tuesday night yeah. thing. It yep. just there was nothing there. There was a dull thud off the power bomb from the bottom rope by Kiana. That was about as good as it got. I, I can't remember last time I saw a move off the bottom rope. Yeah. Apart mm. from Crash Holly's parody of the Undertaker's old school, where he gets him and goes, "Now you're going to preschool." Very <laughs> good. <laughs> My favorite spot of all time, though. Uh, I felt good for them for hyping a woman's match up on a pay per view like this, but uh, I didn't care about it going in. I didn't care about the match when it was on either. Just a setup for Izzy Dame to show up. The cage did at least prevent anyone from interfering in the ring, though, because she just smacked the door in the face. Yeah. So uh, did no one go mental? But that's Izzy Dame. I know it's Izzy. Dame. <laughs> <laughs> She's been like two weeks. Izzy Dame, what like, are you doing here? It took us here? like two weeks to like work out who yeah, right? she was. It's weird that they've yeah. just treated her like we all know. Oh my God, that's Izzy Dame. Because had like no video package, no like establishment. But Three AEW of them. Yeah. Imagine if they had Brad Nestler in that role. That would have been the best bit. You know, Brad. You know, Brad, don't you, Joel? Dude, Brad would have slammed the yeah. door and all the walls would have fallen down. Thought your favorite moment yet, Joel, from Brad Nestler's career? 
Can we just I'm still, what still thinking. What, who's Brad Nesler? Who's Brad Lesnar? Lesnar. Yeah. Was this actually a thing that happened on AEW? No, on SmackDown, he was a commentator for one of the matches. I think he's an NFL commentator. And they were like, here he is. 50 man with his bare hands. They were just acting like it was... It wasn't a war, just I don't know if I tuned this out or I watched it on mute. Maybe I had a podcast on in the background. I think I might have had a podcast on in the background. You would smack up a podcast in the background. Well, it's the matches, but sometimes... The matches? Don't admit to that on a wrestling podcast. I'm on the podcast. I don't do it for NXT because I like to hear what Booker's got to say. What does Stephen Larson say about this? <laughs> Were you listening to the Cultolic Wrestling Podcast? I was listening to... Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was now yeah, that, Well done, Joel. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, Man alive. Just learning, Joel. God. <laughs> no, but um, I, I will say that SmackDown's the one that suffers the most for me because by the time I come to watch SmackDown, I'm like, oh, that was so long ago now. It's last week. I'll watch it on a Saturday well, morning. Yeah, when do you watch it? Depends how busy a week I've had, I suppose. Oh, you're watching... Oh, okay. I mean, it's annoying the weekend having to watch it stuff sometimes. Yeah. But like, yeah, make sure... It, oh, fair enough. Uh, then Ilya Dragunov beats Baron Corbin to retain the NXT title. Uh, so the match... We well, I was off. laughing at Baron Corbin's entrance first because he needs stabilizers. Hmm. He can't do it that slow like the Undertaker. Undertaker had hmm. fantastic poise while going very slowly around the ring. Baron needs stabilizers. Uh, there was a fall... Uh, that fall suplex on the announce table? St- oh, yeah, the fall... On the announce table, stomach first from oh, Elia yeah. was disgusting. Um, I like Corbin going, you wanted a hug? You got it. And then there's a shoot belly to belly. Um, there was a dragon sleeper on a dragon. <laughs> God. I mean, makes sense, I guess. Um, Pokemon. It, again, Corbin has another match where he does all of his very pretty moves very well indeed. And then Elia batters him. Uh, the power bomb stuff and then the coast to coast. I like the story of Elia battering himself after Baron battered him. Therefore, Elia was double as battered as he would have been if he was a sensible boy right, right. and not a dragon man. Oh, yeah. I'm just cringing at that, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you, you, you need more uh, respect. That is the story of the match. Yeah. Uh, so you wanted a hug, I'll give you one, and then Baron gave him one. Um, decent story, decent action, with Baron playing his role very well. Why take risks when you can take a Rolls Royce? A perfect opponent for Ilya in his wrestling style. The crowd weren't exactly raving for Ilya. I don't know if there's due to a long show or not believing Baron had a chance to beat him. Or, or maybe, <laughs> maybe we're going to say the same thing here. Ilya is just too unrealistic as a main champion right now. He's the Russian ultimate warrior by way of Germany. <laughs> like, it's all good yelling, I will die before I give up. But he's lost that human element that's relatable. You'd rather die than give up. Good for you. How about stick... <laughs> How about stop hitting moves that hurt you like the coast to coast idiot? Yeah. Picked up near the end, I guess, with Baron countering the torpedo with deep six. That was nice. But then he landed a brain buster for the near fall. Well, that's not ending it, is it? I really liked the sheer effort it took for Ilya to bomb Corbin with a power bomb near the end. We had to struggle. Some might say it was a botch, but I think it looked awesome. Like, it took everything out of him to do it. And then that falling H-bomb won't win it. No, it didn't. Stop, Matthew. Ilya gave him a hug to no pop. Too much pomp, maybe not enough circumstance. Right. I think that the... They really tried hard with the build with the whole family angle and stuff and the, the Baron's life versus Ilya's life. You but, can't touch your family. But I don't think that <laughs> maybe people bought into it as much as they were hoping they would. Yeah, because he's, he's all shown like one promo package. You're like, oh, it's me, Ilya, with my little children. Ha, ha, ha. But then the rest of the time he's like, I'm going to die. Yeah. It's like, okay, calm yeah. down, mate. Do, like, I, do I want my Ilya Dragunov to be humanized or do I just want him to be Ilya yeah, Dragunov? You're taking it way, maybe a bit too seriously. Like, I think the crowd might just, just be not that into it because... You can only be so excited when you've just seen is the Izzy Dame. You'll be <laughs> buzzing. <laughs> so. I just think it's because I've written down a, a much shorter 
words than you. Uh, Dragunov is too weird for to be a babyface. Weird. weird. There you go. <laughs> the hug bit did yeah. not did not land on the no, NXT before Deadline. Yeah. And the hug bit did not land uh, in this match either. Just having batter folk like the hate, the hate the three H bombs at the end were great. Is yeah, is the drama? We are kindred spirits. If I was like, you're not, and the crowd were like. Yeah, you're not. If I want to go and watch stuff like that, though, I'll hug you because I'm. I'll go down and watch the the theater and watch a, watch a play. Yeah, there's <laughs> feuds they like to make them. You'll go tame a shrew, won't like, you, Ross? High concept like um, battles of two philosophies and stuff like that. But the thing I've enjoyed yeah. most recently from him was when he was angry at Nathan Fraser and just destroyed him. And I was yeah. like, that was brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, he doesn't need all the words. Just have him batter folk. Yeah. That's all he needs. Yeah, it's not because yeah. he can't. Do a good promo, he can. It just doesn't land, does it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Almost a hug baron. But yeah, so a weird up down show. Like a hard monitor, this one, but because mm. the Iron Survivors delivered, over delivered. Yeah. I think generally like, dinner. like most NXT P- PLEs, it was more good than bad, which is a miracle given mm. the weekly. No offense, guys. What do you mean? Well, I just right, don't right, know. Right, it's right, a bit right. of a silly show, isn't it, usually? What oh, anyway. show is he watching? Oh, he's such, he's such got a silly podcast. He's got Tom and Jerry on the background. Yeah, yeah. Such a twenty twenty one comment that from Jack. Sorry, he was on Wednesdays. Uh-huh. AEW Collision at the same time. Why bother? Eddie Kingston beats Nemesis Claudio Castagnoli in the Continental Classic. It's a lot of C's. God. Mm. Any thoughts there, Ross? Love the start. It was like Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg at WrestleMania 33. One oh, hell of okay. a setup for Claudio's neutral neutralizer. Sorry, as well. Neutralizer, that's the right word. Yeah, um, I thought it was a nice, simple match structure this one. Eddie got battered, and then Claudio did not stop for ages. And I mean ages. It went on and on and on. Eddie nearly stole it with the Hurricane, and then did steal it with the roll-ups. I thought it was just a nice, simple story told by two good wrestlers. Mm. Well said. <laughs> I put AW Collision starts. The very first thing you see when you, sh- you get uh, your triller up is Ethan Page saying, I'm not on my best, but whatever. What a way to start a show. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're not landing for me. Kenny Omega's was bad as well. Was that this week or last week? I can't remember. He, he gets a crap one on Dynamite. So yeah. maybe it's oh, like, oh, dear. Yeah. God. That was uh, the most Jericho produced segment yeah, ever. Right. Yeah. Uh, Claudio says, My two least favorite things in wrestling amateurs and Eddie Kingston. Oh. <laughs> He's so, he really. Like changes gears when he's with Eddie Kingston. I love it. Yeah. I put this might yeah just Eddie getting smacked around by that hateful bum Claudio until he was able to brave it out because he'd have been out of contention if he'd lost. Sunset flip win because he's the best. There was a great moment as well where Eddie I've written down is getting kicked to F in the corner. But yeah. I can't say the F. And he looks concussed and it cuts to this lass in the crowd and her face is like that emoji like the like the fella from off the buses on the buses whatever that that big like, oh wow big okay like, yeah. Good moment there where a cameraman seen a reaction in the crowd and picked it out at the right moment. Yep. It's a rarity in wrestling. Yeah. I'm going to go up on the buses. It's a <laughs> big fan. <laughs> people, people love this show and then they're watching on the buses. I've been sitting next to Aiden too much. Uh, I found it weird that this match was happening. I found it weird that these two were in the same group in the Continental Classic <coughs> because, and it was on the same week as Moxley Swerve, which was obviously going to main event because Claudio and Eddie's such like an old and... That sounds stupid, like a powerful rivalry, like a rivalry that, like, so much hatred in it. It's weird to see it open a collision, but you can't complain because it's only there's like a certain floor for this, these two, and it's quite high. They're never gonna have a bad match with each other, so I just found it weird that this was the latest installment in their rivalry when the last one was for the Ring of Honor Mm. title, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. I, think I so, yeah. did enjoy it. Though. You yoik. Yeah. I do think you can only book certain wrestlers in matches like this, though. Like the way Eddie won. He got battered. And he should have lost, really, the amount he got battered. But the fact he's that that sort of guy who makes you feel. Mm. So, I don't know why I put the Italian accent on it, but there you go. Um, Fallon Henley as well with the heart. <laughs> so much heart. But Eddie's one of the few wrestlers you can book winning like this and it not go wrong. Mm. That makes sense, yeah. And you know the Claudio, hopefully they'll capitalize on it and you'll be fuming. Because he's been beaten with a wrestling move by someone he sees yeah. as an inferior wrestler. That amateur Eddie Kingston. Mm. Yeah. Uh, John Moxley cuts a backstage promo on his opponent next week, Swerve Strickland. He says Swerve... Oh, God, that was on Dynamite. Sorry, well, I was talking bollocks then before when I was like, this was on the same show as Swerve Moxley. Because <laughs> it wasn't... You need to stop listening to podcasts. Yeah. It was just a SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a red brand boy. Mm. He says Swerve has a lot of buzz. Sorry, he has a lot of buzz. The buzz is cheap. He says it's going to be a long night. Swerve later cuts a promo of his own, saying he runs this industry and can match Moxie's level of violence. Uh, also, like Moxie's love line, Hellsman shouldn't get surprised at fierce wins. Oh, it was good. That one really good. Oh, line. that's very Gabriel Kidd, <laughs> the life boatman. That's right, he was. Yes, he was a big boat. It was. And he was. He, he shoved the garrow at me one time and I booed him. <laughs> Did you get the hat from him? In the life club, <laughs> <as well. laughs> yes, they help. I like the pr- I like Moxie's pro because he has a go at Rush at the start as well, saying Rush is a lot of bark. And I was like, yeah, he is, yeah, he is there. Um, and Did the guardrail like- hate you when he shoved the guardrail at you. No, but I went, <laughs> okay, <that's-> <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. He waited till he was just past like my last sight. <laughs> Classic, he went, ha ha, you flinched, and I was like, <laughs> and I was a big fan of the camera angle for Moxley's thing because it reminded yeah. me of Heath Ledger's Joker, so it did, ah. especially when he was speaking about uh, Swerve having some, and I quote, buzz. Buzz, buzz, buzz. That's my first. And I quote, <laughs> "That's what he did." What word he used? Buzz, buzz, buzz. Right, right, right. Buzz. right. But he did but like a heath, a heatherism to it, yeah, a ledgerism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this week, Ross has a stroke. <laughs> Wheelie Yuda interrupts a hook interview. He changes him to an FTW rules match. Hook's the joke already. What does that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> no, not the joke of the devil. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. I thought you meant because of like End his, the podcast. I thought you meant because of his hair. But, you know, like, oh, but no. the, devil, the devil. Really, really subdued Joker. Yeah. <laughs> the anyway. devil. The AW devil. Hook's I'm, the devil. I'm no. saying it's Hook. I'll tell it's you why. Like, you know what? It's just like he's the other choices right now. I'll tell you why at the end of the, this week in wrestling. Oh, at the end? Well, that'll be in three hours' time. We'll have forgotten by then. Oh, yeah. I'll remind myself. Uh, okay. Is it me? Do I? Am I the only person who forgets Willie Uta talks and acts now, which is a dick? The great Uta sounds like a right nerd. I've written down concerning he's in the BCC. He's like, oh, well, I will take you down to the woodshed, young boy. <laughs> and I'll, I'll chop you on the arse, or I will. But he sounds <laughs> like that, didn't he? Like, yeah. I think we've pointed out before because randomly, when he left the best friends, I think it was Trent was like, yeah, Chuck might like you, but I've never liked you. And we were like, when... When was that? That was out of nowhere. But yeah. Trent turns out Trent was right. Yep. Wheeler is a dick. Well done, Trent. He's got mm. a case of the Jarrett's. I'm going back with that one. Yeah, he's a le- he's the Lexus King. People, people yeah, got like a, a key or a legend watching the show. Right, Jarrett's means <laughs> just not likable. <laughs> and then Willow Nightingale beats Mercedes Martinez with a roll up, but gets attacked by Mercedes and Diamante after the bell. They beat her down with weapons, but Statlander makes a save and chases them off with a chain. Was was put, this... Hey, did you like the formula of the first match? Because here it is again. That's what I've written down as well. It was just odd to see the exact same formula for the first match repeated so soon after it. That's the only negative mm. thing to say about it because both lasses, they laid it in. Was this the only women's match on the show? It's AEW, do you need to ask? <laughs> it just didn't feel like 
much thought went into it. I just joke. I can't remember now. Yes, it is. Mm. It was a good match. It was just odd. It was just the same as Eddie versus Claudio, but there was a roll up after a razor's edge shampoo. I've called it razor's edge shampoo. What a maneuver it was. Mm. Um, but yeah, it just did for me. It just let it down because it was the same. I know yeah. you can only have so many matches on Collision. And not, uh, my issue isn't with there just being one women's match. It's just if if there is only going to be one, at least make it more substantial or like a bit more to it, I suppose. I think we've said the same thing for the past two years. Well, yeah, now, yeah, so, of yeah. course, yeah. And then the former JS cut a promo ahead of 2.0's hometown tag match later on tonight. Jake, hey, Gert says he won't be there at ringside because he's too busy trying to get Dan Housen arrested for stealing his hat. Mm. The, the FBI and the Mounties are looking into it. That's mm. right, yeah. Yeah. He stuck his well, hat that's, down. That's his... good for little Guido getting work. When, <laughs> when did his uh, hat get put down his shorts or something? It was, was a while a ago. It was on Dynamite, I think. Was that was on Dynamite. I remember uh, Dan Housen made his return from um, yeah. selling bootleg T-shirts. And he had, oh. the hat, he had the hat with him. And Hager was cross, but I thought I thought he got rid of the hat anyway. I thought he didn't want it. Does it sound like sometimes we're talking about like Peppa Pig episodes? <laughs> he his, took his, his hat. purple hat, yeah. And he wouldn't give it back. You're such a big fan of Bret Hart as well. He had a jacket in his Once Upon a Time. That's right. When, it was, when it was real, when a pirate <laughs> stole Bret Hart's jacket, <laughs> when wrestling was good. Saray <laughs> so, and Ruby Soho arrive. It sees the Ruby and Ange flirting. Saraya and Daddy Magic aren't happy about this. Saraya wants Ruby to prove that she isn't a traitor like Tony Storm. Yeah, she thinks that Ruby fancying someone means that she's going to betray her. Possibly. Maybe, maybe she's she no, no, that's not the reason I'm going to betray you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she just thinks Ruby fancies her and actually in a relationship. Maybe that's what her thought process is. Well, that's she's she's really jealous. Really. Yeah, she's just in a relationship with Ruby and now Cool Hands come in and she's got eyes for him. She's going to be all alone. It's said to me that Saraya is going to be Utsun of AEW. Oh. Because she can't, obviously can't wrestle for reasons that are very well established. Tony's left her. Ruby's leaving her. She's got no one to manage now. She can't wrestle. Yeah. What's the, what's she's she not going to have enough money after all the Twitter fines. <laughs> so she's going to end up paying AEW to wrestle. That so, doesn't yeah. apply to me, is what she said this week. Did when... she say it like that? Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> It's been a long running thing on the channel. I always think she sounds like a bit like a, a whale in the. Hello. It's when she was feeding with Charlotte. It goes back to that. <laughs> All the way back. She's still getting done dirty for those. Charlotte. You know what? Couldn't have a nicer What person. are you doing? Just that silly, she does sound like a whale. Just that silly Norwich accent, isn't it? <laughs> she did. She did. Charlotte. Sound like she she's did, like a slide whistle. She did sound like. <laughs> Hello. It's when they're trying. Don't leave me. I think it's off finding Nemo, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's a blue I'm glad it landed like eight years after it started. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm never. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, were you not watching classic WCS? No, when I, when I watch SmackDown, I have the audio one. I can't put the bloody podcast made years ago on. It's like some people. Um, then Wardlow beats Willie Mack in almost a squash match. <laughs> I'm sorry about the SmackDown thing, lads. I didn't. It's just funny here, like, oh, we're doing rest of the discussion, rest of the podcast, people. Oh, I've got someone else in the background. I'm watching these. Of course, shows. I did. There was Why a... would you say that? Because it was a match, and I was like, I don't need to hear the commentary for this one. <laughs> so, is it certain matches, or is it all the show? I don't know if it's because JBL was on, but apparently he was quite good, though. He was apparently, he was quite good. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, I'll never do it again. I'll never do it Please again. No, this watching. is a one-off time. You Next did it. week, Road Dog, you should have done it. No one, put, no one would have said out. No. Next week, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like note down my favorite bit of commentary from each show, <laughs> just to prove. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah there'll be a test. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Wardlow, because uh, Willie Mack is the friend of AR Fox. That's why this match was that's happening. Right, yep. So that makes sense. Uh, Wardlow was stopping a shoot Hurricane Rana from Willie and turned into a power oh. bomb, which was unreal and got a justified reaction from Absolutely. the crowd as well. And on a man the size and girth of Willie Mack doing a big last ride like that was fantastic yeah, as well. Big Willie style. Big Willie style. Willie's had to eat a lot of humble pie here. Yes. Uh, he talked big in the promo and he was like, Pack your lunch. Yeah, yeah, because I'm a big boy. Or something like that, and you've got you've got to be to eat all of my ass. You've got to be hungry. <laughs> to eat my ass, you have up, to be hungry. Yeah, I've mixed up my gimmicks in AW there, but <laughs> he talked a big game. And Wardlow, I think I called it like a almost like a glorified squash, basically. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. But I guess we'll be doing this until after World's End, won't we? Because that's what MJF is free. <laughs> I put Wardlow squashing Mac because he's friends of AR Fox. Is that like being mates of Mafu? <laughs> he loses, so yeah, it must be. Sorry, pal. And I put bloody hell, is Wardlow actually getting over again? He is, isn't he? Bombing Mac, then leaving before the ref has declared the match over was so cool. He's getting over again. Mm. How annoying is this? Yeah, but we'll get it's to so a... frustrating. It's happened three times now. Yeah, and they <laughs> drop is... the ball every time. As soon as he gets over, as soon as he gets over, they're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, he's so weird. Undesirable to undeniable to undesirable. Just ad infinitum, just constantly, yeah. He's the devil. (laughs) He's the devil's henchman, (laughs) which I think is going to be a step back now. Because like you say, he's getting over again. And then suddenly he'll just be the heavy in the next stable. (laughs) Unless they follow through with the whole, like, you know, Batista Triple H sort of story from back in the Mm. day. But they already literally did that with MJF. Yeah, but MJF made a mess of it, didn't he, by... Going to business for himself on an airplane. Oh, yeah, that, that thing that happened. Yeah. yeah, well, it did happen, and that's what made a mess of it for Wardlow. I did. There was boarding <laughs> passes. Remember? That, oh, yes. What a night that was the on Twitter. Days, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega beats Ethan Page, but raises his arm after the match as a show of respect. Kenny is ambushed by Big Bill as he leaves, and Ethan checks on him. Hmm. Uh, this was cool. Ethan Page's first AEW singles match since June, I yep. saw. Uh, Page, also, Page was looking, oh, he was looking shredded. And apparently, it's all down to Cesar Bononi. Apparently, Cesar Bononi puts together like meal plans and workouts and stuff. So He I'll seems be, like a really nice guy. I'll he does. Cesar, he's a mole as well. He's not the mole. He was rumored <laughs> to be the mole, wasn't he, back in the day, but it got found out to be someone else. Oh, yeah, didn't Jericho blame, ah, oh, what's his name? Tino. That's it. Yes. Sabat- Sabat- and he went, ah. he went, what? <laughs> he was like, Jericho, no, it's not me. Jericho just said it was me with no, like, ooh. Yeah. We need more, we need more. I love anything like that in wrestling. Cold War stuff. We need more <laughs> yes. spies and stooges and moles. <laughs> they looked and see was more powerful. All right, you know, you take the blame because Cesar's more valuable to you. I'd love if one yes. of the of one of the NXT roster was an AW mole. Oh, like CM Punk, you mean? <laughs> Like saying, oh, oh, the greatest trick the devil ever performed. Oh. Wow. Amazing. But like, this, uh, this match here just made you wonder what Ethan Page has done to Tony Khan or someone in power in AEW to not be used for so long. Because we knew he could talk. Now he's got the shredded body and he had a ding-dong battle with Kenny Omega. So mm. what, let's, 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 LFG kids. Yeah. With yeah, Ethan yeah. Page. Yeah. I put, lol, Page is booked for final battle versus Tony Nice. That's what I mean. What's that about? And he just lost six days before it. Uh, crowd loves Omega. There's absolutely no reaction for Paige. They're in Canada. It's a battle of the two Canadians. Mm. To be clear, and I'll, I, I won't bring this up because it's relevant, not even fake crowd pop was used for Ethan Page. This was literally the A-bomb versus coughing baby meme. Um, 
they did the dumb suplex. Have you not seen that? Oh, it's coming to Twitter like, <laughs> who wins? A-bomb versus Coughing Baby. What do you mean A-bomb? Like, the A-bomb. A-bomb. Sorry, bomb. Sorry. Bomb. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you know what? Wait, so that's absolutely fine. Man. <laughs> they did this dumb suplex, suplex outside thing that Dynamite Kid loved doing, which is evidence you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And it looked like crap. And I swear they piped in this is awesome chance as they didn't show any of the crowd doing it and they were silent afterwards. AEW don't pipe in crap, like crowd noises, do they? It certainly sounded like it here. During picture Ooh. in picture, no crowd noise and it came back on the main feed, the, the feed, the fake crowd noise came back on. Oh, I, I don't know. understand why they would why they would do that. Um, again, using fake crowd noise isn't necessarily bad, but noticing it, it is. This went, went on forever like most of Omega's matches. Jesus Christ, Matthew, calm down. And crowd were dead unless Kenny was doing stuff. Uh, do you like it this match? I thought it'd be, it's a, as a match. I understand, like you know, the crowd weren't in it for Ethan Page, but how could they be when it, this was his first yeah. singles match since June? All of his stuff's been on Ring of Honor, but this proves that he maybe should be used on AEW. Mm. Like he well, it was maybe touted too when he signed. He came mm. in with a well, not getting line, for, forgetting about the brandy line. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh yeah, with, she didn't need to do that. Yeah, to he came with a bit of like you know, oh he's here, let's go. And Sorry, he, Ethan, get take a number and get in the line. And he's proven before, earlier in his career, that given time and to build a feud, he's really good at it. I'm sure him and Darby had a really good feud in Evolve, where it was just Ethan Page just murdering Darby all the time. Yeah, the coffin match on A-Dub. Yeah. Uh, But it's all right. Oh, yeah, they did the feud again in A-Dub. He'll be all right, though, because I think there's a gap in the outcast he can take. Um, <laughs> but I did like the story of him being like, but apparently he was put through a table on Ring of Honor. Oh, God, I thought I was thinking of Outcast, the hip hop duo. <laughs> I was like, even Andre 3 thought, what? <laughs> so that's, um, what you, that's what we got on during SmackDown, the love below. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, the story was apparently got put through a table on Ring of Honor like a day or two before this collision. So he wasn't 100%, which is why he didn't win. So I was like, can they follow up if that's the reason he didn't beat Kenny Omega? And as you say there, he's now fighting Tony Nice in Ring of Honor. He'll beat Tony. Unless, as long as he can watch out. Oh, Tony kills him. As long as he watches out for that running niece, then he'll be fine. <laughs> That's just the most great. Yeah. Tony. At least it was, in, it was on 205 Live, because I remember it was a WrestleMania reaction, yeah. I think. Uh, Sam's the only one who's picked Tony Nice to win, because the rest of us are like, Tony's not going to win this one. He's crap. And then he hits his move, and we're all just like, he's hit a running knee, and Sam goes, it's the running, no irony, because it's the yeah. running niece. And we all go, the running, and he pins him with yeah, it. Yeah, because that's his And finish. we're like, oh, Sam, the only one who watches 205 Live, got the prediction right, fair enough. <laughs> that means he's the coolest. He used to do graded for it. He got Ooh. quite into it. Poor guy. Uh, <laughs> CJ Perry cuts a promo, hyping up Andrade's tournament chances backstage, but Miro Tate, <laughs> Miro Tate in the room, that's good. He wants to be the breadwinner while CJ stays at home cooking and cleaning Jesus and giving Miro. birth to children. In his uh, defense... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Cut, Joe. Cut. He called her queen. Okay. Oh, well, right. that's okay, then. That means it's all fine. Mira says once the CC is over, so is Andrade. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I put okay. So Miro is a misogynistic heel now, yep. and Andrade is a face. Yeah. Or is CJ the face? Why do I care? Why can't AE Dub just be normal? It's the moment where Miro walked on. And he's like, "I'm your husband." When was the last time you said so many good things about me? Because she was waxing lyrical about Andrade at the time, and then the the stuff came out Miro's mouth that we've just talked about there, and. I, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was trying to get her out the business because that, like, the materialistic, like, stuff from the business and looking for the spotlight made her a bad person. Well, I thought that's, <laughs> I thought that's what he was saying and we were meant to think in kind of an old school Randy Savage way mm. that it's his own insecurities, his own jealousy, and he's a, he's a heel. So we're meant to think he's using this as an excuse, but really he's just jealous. 
and he wants it. But now this was a really big shift in gears. Yeah. Yeah. He's just just said it. He's just confirmed it all. So I, I don't get it. I think I'm done analyzing this like it's a GCSE book report because <laughs> it's just kind of not there for me now. Yeah. Until it, until it gets the words going. Ooh, oh, God, Jesus, sorry, we've Tom the table. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Hart says she knows what is behind everyone's mask, <gasps> but there's one person she can't figure out. The devil. Oh no, sorry, Abaddon. <laughs> right, okay. Does yeah, she know cool. who the devil is? She knows everyone. Sound like it? Yeah. Mask. Well, fair enough. That damn CM Punk, the House of Black, keep on mentioning on TV for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Do they want to? It's like stop. Could, could the leader of that stable perhaps want to get fired so it can go back to Triple H run mm. WWE? That's purely speculation, yeah. but yeah. Uh, Pender and Commander then win a tag match against the very popular 2.0. Yeah, poor Ethan Page didn't get a pop, but 2.0. 2.0 though. were more over yeah. than maybe even Kenny Omega here. <laughs> I guess. I'm not even kidding. I think this was specifically their bit of, kind of like Montreal, wasn't it? I think they're from yeah. Montreal. Okay. Like the Olay chance uh, didn't stop. Daddy Magic chance stopped Penta in his his tracks even <laughs> Pender was selling for chance huh. in this match yeah they got the crowd chatting the 10 punch en francais 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 yeah well no. I'm really happy I remember that I've yeah. done that lundi, mardi, mercredi jeudi, vendredi samedi et dimanche France, France, France <laughs> what's our song? What song's that? That was our song for learning the days of the week in, in French club. Oh, I didn't do that one. We didn't have French in first school. We had French club that you had Wait, to sign an up An optional for. club? Yeah, an optional club after French school. Club. After went, school? French club? I, I had no idea. What? I was a SWAT, me, in the oh, early days. Pleasure. I was a French club. That was the song we had. Oh, yeah. we didn't get that. And then we had another one for the colours. It was like, I can't remember the colours one. I'm not going to try. Fair enough, then. Yeah. Uh... Did we do any? Oh, we did Sa Plan Pour Moi, but that was just because we liked it. From the Star Jackass. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, French. <laughs> uh, Commander oh, lost. Oh, Champs Elysees. That's another French song, yeah. Tell yeah, you good what, lyrics there. This match made me, and the Sami Zayn stuff from earlier this year, Montreal is one of those cities where I'd like quite like to go just to experience. Mm. It's such a unique... It's like the hub of like French Canada, isn't it? And I just think it's got quite a unique cultural identity. Right. Quite interesting. Not strong enough identity for, you know, the loot doors to bleed lose. I know. That I know. was weird, that, like, wasn't it? Because the crowd work was, it was all there. Uh, it was all going well. It was... You can pin Commander. Of course you can. Yeah. No, no, you, no, Yob. No, Yob. Between this, Rouge is kicking out. Why? Bloody, what was the one, the Rampage match where was the guy it, didn't want to lose? Um, was that? Was it uh, Mystico? No, it was uh, Grand Metal League, wasn't it? Against yeah. Mystico. One of them. Maybe, yeah. It was, it was one League, of yeah. his. <laughs> maybe the king gun. yeah god yeah they're really fitting in with A-dubs mm. style there but. but the finish was amazing like even though it wasn't maybe the right call because mm. the shooting star assisted package pile mm. driver yeah, yeah. Um, it was great and obviously the performance from Ca- uh, Commander and Penta banished any memories of gravity there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. Oh, the, the wrestler, not the... Yeah. Bye. Yeah, so... Oh. He was rubbish. I know, but it was bad. Oh, the bad, one match pack, that's all we needed. A bad match, yeah. Right. It's a bad gimmick as well, isn't it? He walks down the ramp like that. Like, <laughs> We've already got Get out, Cassidy, you? you know. <laughs> Come on, man. But yeah, it was a nice house show feeling match, but yeah, the, the finish was a bit confusing. Mm-hmm. Or the result, sorry. Mm-hmm. I agree. Andrade beats Brian Danielson. Uh, you've missed off Keith Lee's suit. That was almost my Hall of Fame nomination <laughs> this week. <laughs> Keith Lee shows up in a suit. <laughs> You see the promo hey, package with lovely. the little sit-down interview with Shane Taylor. I'm oh, skipping. yeah, that's for, that's on Final Battle, isn't yeah. it? That's when Keith went, my next opponent is on the horizon. And then Shane Taylor went, can, I, I, can I be your next <laughs> opponent? And he went, I am. Indubitably, yes. <laughs> I was like, what about you on the horizon, Keith? Unless that was him. I don't know. But he's not here yet, so yeah, the rest of you well, before he shows up, I guess. And then, yep, the main event, Andrade beats Danielson in the tournament after targeting his injured eye bone. Eye bone have I put? I remember. Well, right. I remember writing that and not being sure whether to put eye or orbital bone. And I've clearly just gone that bit of the face. Aye. Medical staff check on Brian after the bell. So does Andrade, but the BCC shoved him away. Andrade makes the belt motion as he leaves. So yes, like the news report, like every time Brandon Anderson does something that looks like it hurts because it's wrestling, people go, "Oh my God, he's really injured." Uh, no, he wasn't. Uh, yeah. but it made for a great match. Predictably. N- Nigel's continued hatred of Brian Anderson. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> Brian's guilty of it as well. He does it with Eddie Kingston. And everyone loves Eddie Kingston. Apart from Claudio Castagnoli. Of course, yeah, yeah. God, everyone in AW has got like a... Good. Not, a never-ending nemesis. I like that. Yeah. Um, although it was really good, we all got worked earlier in that week. Which is That's because of dickheads in the arena, isn't it? Just putting out, oh, Danielson's injured again. Yeah. Um, so they got worked. And we got... And we reported the workings. Yeah, we yeah, did, yeah. yeah. That's how sorry I'm sticking to it. I'm glad that he's not injured because he's had I'm a not, few I'm recently. upset. I'm very upset he wasn't injured. <laughs> yeah, I was because sh- pretty early in the match that Andrade does like a prime HBK like flying forearm across the ring. I was like, oh God, that's an odd move to do to a man wearing an eye patch because of reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that was the story of the match. Excuse me. And Andrade is getting put over really strong considering more rumors that are his deal is coming up soon and he wants to go. God, there's more rumours in this bloody thing than Fleetwood Mac. But I don't think it's true. It can't be. He's getting, again, after Dynamite as well, he's getting put over really strong. Yeah. Brothers. But uh, could there be like a... It's not even like the Radicals because they've already been there. They're like doing a U-turn. The Rudicals are... Like him, Black, uh, Miro. Like they could be a little stable going back to WWE. The lads. Yeah, just the boys. They call themselves the lads. <laughs> the League of Nations. With, with a Z on the end. <laughs> you've got Mexico, you've got Holland, you've yeah. got Bulgaria. Oh. The Ladicals. <laughs> and just get Barrett in it as well. He can yeah. manage them. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Get Shamu over yeah. as well. 
Shamu. Seamus. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. It's Wism, isn't it? Shamu. Yeah. Oh, were you doing the whale noises thing? I was like, is that a connection <laughs> to that? Or? Gorgeous orca. Oh, Gorgeous. <laughs> Cover break. Because we talked a lot yeah. and you go to the toilet. Sorry. He's <laughs> like a right kid there. How <laughs> <laughs> you going to it? <laughs> Monday Night Raw. Jey Uso and his catchphrase open the show. <laughs> That's the one. He asks if we want to see CM <laughs> Punk on Raw and calls out Drew McIntyre for attacking Sami Zayn last week. Drew arrives and says he hopes Punk signs a SmackDown because he knows what he's really like and he'll tear the locker room apart. It's tr- big, if true. I really enjoyed that bit from Drew where mm. he's like, do you know him personally, do you? Because mm-hmm. I do. When all the fans are going, no, you're wrong. Yeah. Man's a dick. <laughs> uh, Drew apologizes to Sammy, even though he talked about his family and tells Jay that a real man owns up to his mistakes. Get the hint. Jay goes, all right, let's have a match now. Square go. Drew beats Jay after a night gouge and a claymore kick. <laughs> of course he does. Jay was yeeted out after his, or during his promo. He was talking like me, like I do, after I've walked up some stairs. Just <laughs> all the way through his promo. I mean, that's not a good talk. I don't know why. <laughs> um, I good thought, Ross. Uh, Drew McIntyre, though, was fantastic here. The bit I've mentioned there. And his straw poll was nice. Just going like, let's be honest now. Be honest now. And he picks on Austin in the front row for not putting his hand up. Oh, Who good. doesn't care about his family. Shame on Austin. That Mate, bro- that... Austin as well. <laughs> With the tight zoom on him. As if you'd be like, yeah. this is the guy that Drew hates. Yeah. So, so if you didn't watch the show, uh, Austin's just lad in the front row because Drew goes, oh, oh yeah, yeah no, it's not Austin. It's yeah, not yeah, like... yeah, yeah, it's just some lad. <laughs> so Austin Theory paid a ticket to watch the show because he couldn't get booked. <laughs> he says, you, you there. If you, if somebody attacked you or mentioned your family, would you not want revenge? And obviously Austin's big face. Oh, he goes right there. Austin, <laughs> Austin's family. Austin just said that he's a coward and doesn't care about them. <laughs> and it's again zoomed in on him. <laughs> Amazing stuff. I think he got that section to put their hands up, and Austin was the only one who didn't. So he singled. He was right. You then. Yeah. Yeah, I love Salty Drew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claymore at the announce table to hit Jay didn't seem a very sensible option to me, but he did it anyway. So what mm-hmm. do I know? Um, I put. After the match, and Jay's like, oh, my eye. Drew sleazily kips up, like, seconds later, just because nonchalantly, then pushes his sleazy hair up. He's so good, isn't he? Imagine being able to not only just kip up, which I certainly can't do. Can you, Matthew? I haven't tried. I Maybe you no. could. I don't understand how you even do it. No. But imagine being able to not only do it, but do it in a certain way, like with mannerisms as well. It's insane. I might try it later on. Do so it I'm now. I'm Come wondering, on. yeah, can you do Let's have just, a podcast. I've just had some coffee and some of those little Even cherry better. tea yeah, sweets. No, it'll be, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought the match felt like a proper main event, so it did. Drew yeah. being a big bastard, like I've written down sensual, professional wrestling healing. Because I must have been had Marvin. Sensual healing. Yeah, Mar- bit of, nice. Is that Marvin? Yeah. Is it yeah, Marvin? Marvin yeah, yeah, yeah. Must have had him on the background. And then Jay just gradually fighting his way back into it. So it mm. was a nice main event. But the referee... I, I'm probably in, in the minority here, but I feel like if the referee, you got to have the referee always do that kind of thing or never do it all because when they do it like in like sporadically, mm. it just makes you feel like, oh, well, why don't they do it all the other times? I, yeah. yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Consistency is the key. Obviously, you had that on the background during this because what was this in the podcast during this? <laughs> of course, we were joking earlier. Can I just Jack say? Jack only had that on Can I Smackdown. just clarify? And it's not... I, I do listen to SmackDown properly. This week was a... It was a... It was a Bad week, right? I'll be back on it next Very week. Very not. Yeah, 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 I just yeah, want to yeah. clarify the lovely. I'm lovely gonna bring listeners. a transcript of the full SmackDown commentary <laughs> next week, and we'll re- we'll pour over it word for word. I hope we don't. 
Uh, we get another Nakamura video package. He compares Cody Rhodes to a dog chasing a car, saying he'll never finish the story. Brilliant. That's great. Uh, Cody strives for the acceptance of others, and Nakamura freed himself from that burden long ago. Bit generic heel stuff, but okay. Yeah, they'll bring Cody's story to an end, and it showed all the little animated stuff they did for him. Those make eyes. him look class, yeah, right? Is it anime? I don't even know. That, that, that cartoon that kind of anime, style. Yeah, Flash, yeah. whatever we're doing for that. Um, yeah, grand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Backstage, Finn Balor is angry at Dirty Dom and JD for losing to the Creeds. Lock the door, will you? Rhea Ripley agrees with Finn and brings up Dom losing the North American title. Priest arrives and says losing a title sucks, but not showing up to Raw sucks even more. Ooh. Ripley is not happy about this and says, believe it or not, Ripley, uh, being a leader is easier said than done. Mm. They argue, but agree that it's time to remind everyone that the JD runs Raw. Sorry, ruins Raw. Because, <laughs> yeah. It's just a mom and dad argument, isn't it? Happens at times, isn't it? Man, it's got to stop being in a stable in WWE because all you do is just bicker. <laughs> Finn Tri- and... Tri- uh, loves bickering stable. <laughs> It was more Finn than JD, but Finn's facials in this segment were fantastic. He, was he just had not much to do, didn't he, on the show? Yeah. So he was just like, ooh. <laughs> ooh, look at Having that. Having it up so yeah. he, he was good in the R-Truth segment as well later on. Yeah. I like you. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> 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 Alpha Academy, the Creeds, and Iron Isle encourage Maxine Dupree ahead of her match with Ripley. Ivy says she'll be at ringside in case Maxine needs her help. She uh, did. God, yeah, thanks, Ivy. Uh, R-Truth passes by with some Christmas decorations for JD's clubhouse, although he thinks it's Thanksgiving. Womp, womp. Classic. Yeah. Gable warns Truth that the JD are dangerous, but Truth says, ah, they're just misunderstood. Oh, Oh, what's he like? There are a few items that make someone look more like a dad than a spool of Christmas lights. (laughs) Not ones that have already been hung up. He's on his way to hang them up. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) That's what I thought. I could be a dad. He's in his 20s, our truth. <laughs> Rhea Ripley beats Maxine Dupri with the prism trap and refuses to break the hold after Bell. Ivy now makes a save way later than she should have and stares Ripley down. Yeah. Cheers, friend. Felt bad for Maxine. She's not ready for that, is she? Oh, God, no. She's all right doing the, the singular spot where she's not supposed to be as good as she is for that one spot, but she's not ready for a full right. match like this because the, the sandbagging of the riptide was the tip of the eye. I think that finish was Rhea Ripley legitimately getting a bit annoyed. I, I think thought, that, I thought it was like meant to be the rip tie was meant to be the finish bench. I thought you've you've sandbag, sandbagged me here a bit, bitch. Mm. I'll put you in the, the old uh, thingy. Prism trap. Yeah. Prism trap, that's all. I thought I hate it when they get a plucky underdog. Three loves doing this. They get a plucky underdog and then they do the whoa, I did a move face. It never works that character. I quite liked it for the slap. It was more like war of annoyder. What have I done yeah, here? Like, Whoa! Because obviously it doesn't work against Rhea Ripley, who is still mega over, mm. even though she's technically a heel. So it's just like, you, you better do something. And it really didn't work here with her, wow, I counted her into the, the corner. You didn't. You she didn't. Get, kind of. Ripley had to like do a hop, skip, and a jump to reach the corner. And, just, like, and it cut to her going, whoa, YouTube <laughs> thumbnail face. And you're like, I hope Ripley kills you. And she did. Oh, she I felt like a slip, slippery fish so she was in that spot. Mm. But uh, she just wasn't ready for a proper match, I no. don't think. She's like the new Lana I've compared her to. Do you remember when Lana's whole storyline was like, yeah, I'm getting good at wrestling now? That, that's exactly it, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, or maybe Nikki uh, ASH, just like, whoa, I did the thing. You mean yeah, um, Survivor Series Soul Survivor Lana? Yes, oh, I do. Yeah. Lockdown, lockdown times oh, were great. Yeah. <laughs> I was happy for lockdown. I wasn't, and then I saw that one. It could be worse. It could <laughs> to be, be fair, Lana back then, she was... Like visibly getting better as more time went on, and they could do that with Maxine Dupree, but don't put her in matches like this. Like mm. now, no. mm. 
But it doesn't matter then because we're cheered up because the Cowie Girls do a, go to a big Cowie festival. You're telling me they went out on the town. Wow. It always seems impossible until it's done. If we accepted no, we wouldn't be here today because they went to the And the dealer's like, look, it's 10 for a quid. Do you want them? No, we want three for a tenner. Bish, bash, bosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, chewing the... their lips all the way to women's tag team titles. <laughs> they was they didn't. They, it was a very sanitized festival, wasn't it? It was very. They got up to no. They did nothing wrong. They enjoyed it. They had a dance. There wasn't TMZ filming this, so absolutely. True. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it was, was light when the music was playing, which tells me they were up all night until mm. the morn. So how do you get there? The disco biscuit. Yeah. Mm. They should have showed up for the title of the match. Everyone's like, oh. It was a shame. I would rather just like, we're here to gun Raj and their cowies than the NXT promo man going, it always seems impossible until yeah. it's done. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of a rave. We've taken every high, <laughs> apart from the high of winning the women's tag team titles. Adam Pierce is in the ring, hopeful of signing CM Punk to Raw. He introduces Punk. This is very about, long, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, we've talked about various bad memories in this city. Again, I said before on SmackDown, his first thing is bitching and moaning. He I'll comes out and goes, man. I was I'll in a bad him. mood backstage. I went, oh, no. Oh, great. Uh, feeling uncomfortable in his first WWE tryout match, being stripped the World Heavyweight title and walking out with WWE 10 years ago. It says that backstage, Indy Hartwell told him she felt betrayed as a child when Punk left. He felt the same seeing Roddy Piper in WCW and apologizes to the fans. So is he saying there <laughs> that he felt betrayed when Piper showed up on WCW? Yeah, it must be yeah. that. So he was a WWF kid? Must be. Oh. Which is funny, but it's also funny, like, wait, we were kids in 96 going, I can't believe Piper's jumped. <laughs> Piper in 96 was like an afterthought. Like, well, whatever. Punk was a smock, though, clearly. Oh, clearly. Smackdown Punk is the this CM Punk, but Raw Punk is so disingenuous. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about the offers from Smackdown and NXT. He says it feels right to come back 10 years later on Raw in Cleveland. Ohio. 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 He signs the contract. Uh, we'll get we'll move on to the, the Sephiroth's bit afterwards, but like yeah, um, the opening bit it was it feels like they don't give him even a bullet point. It's just like get up, well maybe they give him the end bullet yeah. point, but everything before that it just seems to come off the top of his head. Like mentioning Mickey James uh, getting sent to Louisville, Kentucky because his uh, his like his debut sort of tryout match went that well. There's a little bit of a hee hee joke, um, and then just all the other stuff it just feels like he's riffing mm. hey you guys know about my story right you know about all the things I hate right and sometimes the crowd's like alright yeah cool I think the Cleveland thing was probably better on paper backstage when he thought of it he thought yeah. this will go down well and it didn't this bad thing on. happened this bad yeah. thing happened this like oh God, sorry sorry pal sorry I'll, Ohio hates you I think I'd take the occasional one like this so to, I'd sacrifice the occasional one like this so that the general theme of WWE promos is a bit looser that's yeah. a good point to make. And I think it just laid the groundwork for Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> Seth and Punk have a long stare down. Seth tells Punk not to call his place home because he walked out 10 years ago and tried to bring it down. WWE is Seth's home, and he'll do anything to protect it from people like Punk. Seth says he hates Punk with every fiber of his being, but he wants to see him on Raw because he knows one of two things will happen. Either Punk will self-destruct like he always does, uh -oh. or end up facing Seth for the world title and be exposed for the fraud he is. Punk replies that he'll always do he's always done things the hard way, I'll, I'll say. And officially announces his entry in the Royal Rumble and obviously signs a raw. Rollins was amazing here. Yes. I'm so happy to see someone actually do something with Punk. There's some spice on him. Uh the crowd were like, yeah, Rollins, yeah, we want to see this. We want to hear about you going, wow, 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 this happened. One time I lost to Batista in Ohio. It's like, yeah, can we actually have a feud and be battered? Yes, Ron's delivered everything here. Fantastic, mate. 
I like this change of mood as well. Like he started dancing at the top of the ramp and then just threw his glasses away and mm. just marched straight on I down. I was literally about to say, one of my favourite Rollins moments of the past few years is when Cody makes his return at WrestleMania mm. and he cuts to Rollins in the ring and his reaction is he's doing like his eh, and the camera catches the mask slipping and he goes like, <sighs> and he gets like more yeah. angry and I'm like, oh, I like the real Seth behind the... Yeah. I like when, when he peeks through and I love the bit. It's so simple, but when he just went, I hate you, I was like, yes. <laughs> and they hate each other, but they need each other to get to the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. It's yeah. like Shakespeare. I assume. Obviously, the references to Hangman's Pro were there from AW. So oh, like, yes, many people pointed that out. Rollins saying that it was his home and he's going to save the WWE from CM Punk, like Hangman was going to save AEW from CM Punk. Mm. Uh, I can't wait for yeah. six months down the line where we'll find what line it was that. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, because yeah, he knows. He knows I've got like I've got five English pounds on. Six months time, so Rollins knows, like, yeah, he's a he's a he's a, he's a pipe bomb waiting it's to explode. When, it's when he went. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you see Bubba Ray Dudley's comments on this? No, film? I never do. <laughs> never ever will I say yes. So what? Please tell me. I'm eager so to Bubba, know so much. Bubba reckons that Seth made a bit of a shoot threat in this. Of course, you know, and he, he says, did. and if we wrestle for the title. I'm going to expose you and I'll prove why I'm the best in the world. And I just took that as, well, that's a good line in kayfabe. But Bubba Ray reckons that he means if it's a long match and it gets to deep water, Punk will be tireder than Rollins because he's older and then Rollins will expose him. And I was like, is that true? That's Bubba Ray Dudley hedging his bets off what we saw from Punk in AEW, I reckon. In the Hangman feud when he got yeah. a bit tired, yeah. That's just him hedging his base. So when Punk doesn't move, not quite right, he goes, ah, see, I was right. He's yeah, dragged yeah. him into deep water. <laughs> he's, he's, like, a, he's like Floyd Mayweather dragging McGregor with him. He's like a rainmaker. So it's like, look, I'm, give me five pounds, I'll, I'll make it rain. Mm. When, it, when it rains, ah, that was me. Yeah. Imagine right, like right. Punk's like 80 and he like slips up and Bubba's, ah, ah the curse. Deep water. <laughs> Seth won eventually. You can't swim. Yeah. I need a re another retraction because I've, been said on the podcast, oh, this feud that doesn't need the world title, but that is the WrestleMania Saturday's main event there for the world title. Oh, do you think Punk's winning the Rumble or getting to it by other means? He'll win the Rumble and Cody will be the one who has to get there via the Chambray in mm. Perth, Australia. So I, I made a prediction on Twitter. I reckon it'll be Cody Punk at the end of the Rumble and then Punk will like kick him in the balls or do something disingenuous. You know the Jeff Hardy feud where he was a face, but like... I'm sorry, Jeff. I didn't mean to get DQ'd in our match or whatever. And everyone's like, oh, he's up to something. I hope we get that punk on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. No, it's nice that we've got punk doing something other than like, oh, it's great here. Oh, I can complain about this here. All right, cool. It's been like two weeks, put, Matthew. I know. He's not complaining that <laughs> oh, yeah, much. It feels man. like years. Then no. <laughs> put something backstage already. Uh, I said, wouldn't it be funny if SmackDown signed Orton and Punk? And Raw's just like, oh, huh. what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Bubba Rage, fancy a job. <laughs> Anything of them in your talk, please. Uh, what we got then? In a video package, Valhalla says Bronson Reed is the sacrificial lamb that will awaken the true beast. And Ivar, Bronson tells Ivar that tonight is his Viking funeral. Uh, Just before the match, Wade Barrett's delivery on, oh, it's Monday night meat, it's coming cold. <laughs> Unbelievable scenes. What a great British perv he is. <laughs> I love him. Uh, people, a few people pointed out, which I didn't realise, because some of the stuff she used in this, I didn't, type it all out because why would I bloody hell but she did so, say stuff like sacrificial lamb and eye for an eye she's supposed to be a viking those are very Christian things <laughs> <laughs> you know as Odin says you know sacrificial lamb whatever shut up it doesn't matter who cares about the Ari Haller Reed versus Ivar the Viking mm. bloody hell what a match these two rule 
oh my God, the swan on the outside was dirty. Mm. It was. Uh, Wade Barrett also wants a, and I quote, beef planet division to be a thing on Monday Night Raw. Beef planet. <laughs> He's just he's just thinking with his dick, him bloody hell. <laughs> uh, I just love the fact they just ran into each other lots. Yeah, mm. like the two massive lads who just literally ran into each other, and it was fantastic. The one that went where they went both around the uh, the ringside area on the floor. Oh, it reminded me a bit of who did Bronson have a match with? Was it Gunter? Was it a match with Gunter where it was like it was the so. sort of match where like if two smaller wrestlers had had exactly the same match, it wouldn't have been anywhere near as good. Yeah, yeah, and a superplex, wasn't it? Yeah, it made sense do. when they're that big. Mm. Yeah, you would have hurt, you would have felt it on the Wendy Richter scale, so you would have. Hey, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, and I love Cole on Corey's going that weirdo Valhalla. What's your like the bloody weirdo, the but Christian I... Viking woman? <laughs> anyway, uh, after that, Punk bumps into JD backstage. Priest implies that he'll cash in on Punk if he becomes champion. Yeah, and then about. Punk laughs at him. Punk looks at his, 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 his purple briefcase and laughs at him. It's a big purple briefcase. It's very laughable. Punk's fallen victim to a cash in before. Del Rio, I think. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Slam. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm grasping his straws a little bit there. <laughs> That's who I've had to sign if Punk went to SmackDown. Uh-huh. Uh, the JD minus Rhea Ripley cut a promo in the ring. They get heat until our truth interrupts, saying he got lost trying to find the clubhouse. Truth has some ideas to improve the group. First, they need to kick JD out because nobody likes him. And secondly, Priest needs to stop referring to himself as a leader because it makes Mammy mad. He's, he's cooking so far, right? Uh, Priest says everybody in the building likes our truth and even laughs and all the lad joking and Finn Balor laughing. Except for him, Truth gets beaten uh, down and up, but the Creed saved the day, overcoming the numbers game in the process. There was a highlight here in a, a, a sex joke because uh, I think Truth called Priest DP. And that popped Priest visibly because of DP. Because he's a big fan of Daft Punk. Yeah. The French house duo. That's what the kids call it. He's meant to be a bit of a shagger, isn't he, Damien Priest? Don't make us say what it means out loud. I'm not going to admit. Wait, you can't admit if you want. I don't want to. Joel! No, 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 no. (laughs) Joel's running the microphone there, by the way. Finally, my moment (laughs) to say it. If my identity, like Joel's, was hidden on the podcast, I'd love to just chirp in with random bits like that. Because no one... (laughs) Is your face on the internet, Joel, in any form or fashion? Oh, well, yeah, podcast. I've been on this yeah, podcast before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not hidden anymore. <laughs> the yeah. one we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> so you were just leaving the mic. Yeah. Just My Twitter's up. always up on screen as well. I'm, I'm very exposed. While I'm we're dancing around it, would you go like... No one knows who you are, Joel. You just, <laughs> you just want Joel to lean in and go, bit of double penny tea there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Wizard but of Oz. But he didn't, so it's okay. Anyway, yeah. Oh, the Wizard of Oz. I <laughs> big time. Wait, he's the wizard. He's the wizard. Who are we? The wonderful wizard. I'm, wait, Can wait. I be Dorothy, please? Oh, you, no, you've got Tin Man energy, you haven't you? No. <laughs> yeah, you I think do. I'm the scarecrow. <laughs> oh, is he the more nervous one? Yeah. Who's, who's the most nervous? They're all nervous, Nellie. The lion's yeah. the one without courage. The lion's the nervous You're the lion. What's wrong with it? Scarecrow? What is this? Is he not got he a, a heart? brain? He's got a brain. Oh, no right. brain, and then Tin Man's got a heart. I'll be me then. You're all scarecrows. Joe, this are all scarecrows. Okay, yeah, it's good again. He is the wizard. That's what he what says goes. Wonderful words of cult. I like the bit of commentary as well where they said that's no way to treat a fellow Judgment Day member when Truth gets attacked eventually. Yeah. Lovely. Good stuff. Punk interrupts a backstage conversation between Adam Pierce and Drew McIntyre. Drew leaves, because yeah, he doesn't want any of that, and Pierce tells Punk that Drew is getting a title shot on the day one edition of Raw. 
Punk is surprised by his old friend Kofi Kingston, and he yells, "Jim, making me crazy!" <laughs> I'm like, "Hang on, the timeline doesn't match that at all." Like, but oh well, whatever. Um, it's a nice little throwback. But to be there. fair, I, like I saw someone on Twitter point out that uh, Punk's departure was before the new day even started. Mm-hmm. That can't be right. No, it was 2014. It was the Rumble 2014? Uh, yeah, but yeah, then it was late 2014. Was it not? Oh, when they were like that. crap, New Day, like babyface dancing. Gospels. Yeah. Yeah. I thought uh, that was 2014. You're right. Rumble 2015 was when they got their proper, that their big match. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, you know what? When yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah, you're yeah, right. Sound like the Irish lad doing his auctioneering thing. Yeah. I'm on this podcast that looks older than me. So, yeah. Yeah. He tells them that. And then, yeah, Chad Gable and Ricochet are also there. Pierce invites them into his office because he has an idea involving the IC title. Which does not involve the Miz, crucially. Oh, yes. So it's either Ricochet, Gable, or Kofi who's in the mix next for the IC title. Uh, After the Miz. Miz has got his another shot. He's got it confirmed. Oh, God, he has, hasn't he? Later on the show, yeah. It's coming up, yeah. Right. So I was, I was. (laughs) Good, thank you. Good. Listen to this lap bit. With the women's tag team champions on commentary, the Cowie girls beat Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. We also say Tegan Knox and Natalia watching on backstage because what else are they going to be doing? The highlight was that silly string-like maneuver the oh, Cowies yeah, did. Yeah. It was unreal. Another innovative thing they've done. Uh, but the rest of it was big load of meh. I don't understand what the way are these days. They are charismatic when they get the chance to do charismatic things, but they're currently getting the chance to do no charismatic mm. things, so they're just pointless. <laughs> yep. Pointless pixie. Oh, yeah. yeah, the pointless yeah. pixie. The pointless pixie, but... And a pointless pal from Perth, Australia. Oh. I don't know if she's from Perth. <laughs> <laughs> she might not be. <laughs> and then his call calls him DYI uh, backstage. And Johnny Gargano is excited to be in his hometown. They talk about a mystery partner for their upcoming six-man tag team match. Imperium interrupt and ask who on the earth would want to team up with DYI. Champa says Imperium should be worried about disappointing their leader again. But Gunther shows up and wishes them good luck finding someone who would even associate with them. Whew. I like Champa going, can we trust him? At the start, he's thinking, ooh, who could it be? And it was pertinent to who the pick was. Mm. All the P's. Stop doing the P. And I did like how the delivery of calls, because he really slowed it down. D. Y. I. He really slowed it down. <laughs> and Barry's like, D-I-Y. <laughs> And then when they made the entrance, it's like, well, look, everybody, look, it's Cole's favorite tag team. Do yourself it. (laughs) Cole just said nothing. Did he say, was this linked on Twitter to him blaming the fact that he had to sit next to Chelsea Green and Piper Niven and like they were annoying him? And then he was like, oh, every week, every week they do it just for that. Pierce tweeted like, I'd just like to apologize to Michael Cole for putting him through that. (laughs) (laughs) Becky Lynch heads the ring and calls out Nia Jax. Peggy says she's never fought her one-on-one but they've been linked ever since Nia broke her nose in 2018, and we get clips of that. And I thought, that's bollocks. When she, yeah, they had, didn't have one so big match. So they never followed that up with a match? No. Wow. I was like, oh, by that point, Becky was so far above Nia because of the push when she came back with injury. It was like, well, why even bother? Uh, Becky points out she went on to win the main event at WrestleMania <laughs> while Nia got double ACL surgery because she's so unlikable, <laughs> even her own knees won't stand up for her. Wah, 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 wah. I died of that. Redoing that again because I accidentally swore. Naya <laughs> arrives and says she didn't even fully connect with the punch. Imagine if she'd hit her properly. There we go. Yeah. We can podcast. <laughs> Becky says she doesn't hold it against Naya because everyone knows she's the most dangerous woman in the business. <laughs> she's even nearly ended a few careers. Oh. Oh. And Naya in character, all she can do is go, 
That's right. I'm mint. I'm yeah, mint. I'm a wrestler. I'm supposed to do that. It's a contact sport. This what do you expect? It is. To ballet. Nia takes credit for making Becky's career. It accuses her of needing to prove that her success wasn't made from one accident. Becky offers her a free shot, but Nia walks away because she's not a big fan of shots. Saying oh. Becky needs us a lot more than she does. Yeah. Would you would you bloody believe it? Can you believe it? Nia Jackson in a good segment. It was this build up and hype for her right now. Maybe even since her NXT run or a very simple face heel feud with Bliss, this is the most I've enjoyed Nia Jackson thing. She had that one wonderful I think I've brought up nine hundred times, I'll bring up again. There was that one month period where they had Nia just beat up everybody in the build up to uh, versus Asuka at Elimination Chamber, okay. I believe, one year. And that was like, oh, it's Nia Jax from NXT. As soon as that match happened, she went back to being nothing. Mm. I was like, oh, all right, fair enough then. But yeah, since that, it's, uh, yeah, she's doing good now. This uh, is the, the expense of the entire women's roster. We did have to level. sacrifice the push of like three different women, but you know. Yeah. yeah. This is the most I've enjoyed Becky for a while as well. Mm. Just the, the stuff she was saying, there was a lot more substance to it than her just like yeah. acting hard on that and so, that sort of stuff. Like the bit where she's like, I had a child. She got fired. Just a delivery yeah. on that. Just like oh, it's really yeah. good. I, li- I liked her rhyming. Yeah, yeah it's like, I don't like you. I'm not going to be twee about it. Yeah. I like when she even your legs hate you. Doing rhyming couplets on NXT a few weeks ago. That was pretty good. Good for good. you, Jack. <laughs> good for you. No, I'm just kidding. That wasn't very good. And as we learned this week, that was never Becky. That was actually Tatum Paxley who feuded with Lyra. Because on the picture and the lock. How did you do that? Yeah. Oh, that did. Oh. Yeah. Well, yes, thank too. you for reminding me about that. Cody Rhodes is interviewed backstage and says he's happy that Punk is on Raw. Liar. But as they both realize, they can't finish both of their stories at once. That's the main hook for the Rumble. Yeah. He hypes his main event match later, saying Nakamura is vicious and he can't wait to face him. Fair enough, mate. And he mentions that Stardust debuted in the building that Raw was in. I thought Stardust was not allowed to be mentioned oh, in any I, circumstances. Like Punk here, he is moaning, moaning. <laughs> Ohio's a dangerous place to be, apparently. God. <laughs> Uh, DYI's mystery partner is revealed to be the hometown hero, The Miz. And obviously there's a giant ovation for the, for him and Gargano because it is Ohio. I'm glad hey, that uh, commentary immediately brought up how stupid it was, though, in kayfabe. Cole's, like, doing backflips to explain yeah. everything. He's, but hang on, but he... Uh, d- doesn't one of them mention Jesse Smollett as well at one point? I don't know. In what way? Like, <laughs> when The Miz faked that he'd been kidnapped. Oh, that! Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Mm. I Wow, I heard Jesse Smollett and thought, was this a reference to someone else? I think it was but Barrett who mentioned it. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds like a Barrett line. He didn't care. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring up that this That was story. an amazing story, though. It's kept on developing and developing. <laughs> Did you know about this? I don't know. The, oh. I can't remember what program he was on. He was an actor in America. Yeah. I say he was. He's alive, but he's, like, tanked his career. He pretended. <laughs> and this is, like, obviously when that horrible period as well with, like, Raised relations in America a few years ago. It was, but it was really, really bad. And he pretended that he'd been assaulted by two white blokes, and it just emerged that he'd made the whole thing up. Oh, and like they broke into his house or something. And they I pre- think it was in, it was like on a street. Oh right, he was a victim. Of, I think it was supposed to be like a hate crime. Let's have a look. Jesse Smollett. It was know. Empire. He was on Empire. Yeah, yeah. yeah so 2019 hate crime. Ho- Again, we could talk about this in detail. You know, he did a really good job of it. But the two people that he hired to do it. Oh, um, God, that was... I, he hired people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a work. They, he'd been messaging them about, like, hey, you look nice, and mm-hmm, stuff like that. And then he's just like, hey, do you want to do this, this attack on me and all this other stuff? And, uh, yeah, they're just on Twitter. There's loads of videos on there. They're going, like, yeah, we did it here. They did all this and said, you know, what up? Hey, it's that guy from Empire. What that is it? like the Miz hiring Dexter Loomis. It to... was... I think there was a bit of that. <laughs> I think maybe there's a bit of a, you know... 
nodding a wink when they're doing it, like, uh, we, you know, right? Anyway, yeah, that overshadowed everything about the match because the good guys win with Miz getting the pinfall on Vinci. Uh-oh. Oh, what will that mean mm. for the ring general? It means not being on Empire anytime soon, I'll tell you that much. Uh, Gunther berates the rest of Imperium backstage, but it's interrupted by Miz. Doesn't Imperium again. mean Empire? Probably does. Mind God, <laughs> you cracked it. Uh. Gunther agrees, but says if he wins, Miz can never challenge him for the belt again. I forgot, I was too busy reading up the Jesse Smollett bit. Thank you, Mochi. There, we are getting Miz Gunther again, just for the hell of it. And he will lose. Yes, he will. Oh, no, he will, yeah, he yeah. will. Cody beats Nakamura by DQ after being misted in the face. This is another match that I thought would have a bit more bite after mm. the little feud that's been going on for the past few weeks. Um, Nakamura did warn about the mist in the promo earlier in the night. Uh, maybe he can see the future now that Apollo Crews is not in the WWE <laughs> at the moment. Um, he is in the, you know what I mean? He's not, on t- yeah. he's not active. Um, Cody's selling of the mist needs to be the new standard. That's the, the other note I made down there because he acted like it was a burning... Yeah. sensation on his face whereas other people just go I can't see yeah, yeah, yeah. shades of Nidia who's like the gold <laughs> standard of yeah she told that for months oh yeah but yeah no Cody's like oh old school yeah right Muta yeah yeah so I'll, I'll make it look good don't worry and um, yeah I was thought it was a shame Nakamura couldn't even get a win here on Raw but at least it was you know doing the mist and keeping the feud going so yeah I got one with that with it I thought it was long quite a long match mm-hmm. I know it was the main event of Raw and everything but it felt like a pay-per-view match just I without know. the nearly 18 like you minutes. said without oh, right but like like you said, without the you want a bit more intensity in that. Yeah. yeah. Right. He was waiting for for weeks, mm. and then this is what we got. Yeah. It was fine. Mm. Just fine. It was good, but wouldn't blame you if you missed it. Mm. Oh. NXT. Yeah. Kamala Hayes and Trick Willie arrive at the arena. Trick is stopped by reporters and talks about winning the Iron Survivor Challenge. Mello heads in the building on his own after a recap of Deadline. We see that Mello has been attacked backstage. <gasps> Well, it was a bait and switch initially because at the end of the, di- end of the deadline, Mello's like prowling towards Trick and like, oh, what's he going to do here? But then they're walking it together, happy as Larry, it's fine. But then all the attention's on Trick for this weird press conference yeah, yeah. that he's holding outside. And Mello's like... They were like, waiting for Andre Chase. Yeah. They want to talk about the scandal. <laughs> Mello's sort of like, oh. And he sort of slinks off yeah. in the background and then he gets attacked. Uh, so it can't have been Trick. He's done a Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Not again. Oh. He's pretending he's been attacked. If you're going to steal, steal from the best, Jack. <laughs> it was so good. It's like, oh my God, he's been attacked. It's just like, now we see more clips from Deadline. So great. But I, at this point, I was thinking, could Terry Spunk be in line for a shoot appearance on the old US title tournament on what? the main roster? Because that is the rumor. At this point, Mello was injured, as far as we knew. And. But, Mr. Spunk was on uh, the remain event. <laughs> he was, Mr. yeah. He Spunk. beat uh, Edris and Ophi. No, uh, he did. It's a shame that he did. Not God. the bad boy of Malik Blade and Edris and Ophi. <laughs> Gora Jade cuts a promo. Oh, no. Bragging about her return. But is thankfully interrupted by Lyra Valkyria. Well, it was a tough four months, but not for me. <laughs> it was God, for I you. Because you were crying yourselves to sleep in your Cora Jade t shirts. Yeah. And kissing you, Cora Jade, eight by tens, weren't you? Drag him, Cora. <laughs> I'm glad Lyra Valkyria <laughs> came out once you did. Because it was shaping up to be another one of those promos like she did back in the day. Yep. Uh, she hasn't changed in a... A lot has changed for Lyra. Now she's the NXT Women's Champion. Blair Davenport arrives and says Lyra should be more worried about her. Lyra says Blair and Cora should be friends, as they both like attacking people from behind. Uh, again, like Jesse's mind. Uh, Nikita <laughs> Leon's interrupts, sparking a brawl. Lyra and Nikita clear the ring and stand tall. 
Oh. It was a pretty naff three promos. I'll say. I like that. Um, Nikita immediately brought up the parking lot because I would be pissed off about that. Mm-hmm. And she was too. I'd actually be more than she is. Yeah. <laughs> She's mm. very restrained, given all things considered. She has a baby face, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Well, the character is taking yes. the high road. There you, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was just got worse and worse as it went along. Mm, They're not no. speaking. Plus, all of NXT this week, I was surprised because they seemed very subdued, the crowd. I thought they, they're usually like at least like yay at least for some bits. Wait, or... the, the university scandals got the place. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. I, mean, I yes. was even watching NXT with a little bit more subdued than normal. Yeah. Subdued, I can't I can't talk sometimes. <laughs> Ross, you make us look good. Stop it. Uh, we get a backstage interview from the new NA champ Dragon Lee. He says he wouldn't have had the opportunity to win the belt if it wasn't for Wesley's injury. He wishes him a quick recovery and says he's going to defend the world title. Sorry, the title like Wes did as much as possible. Fair enough. Good lad. Good yeah. for him. Hi. And then the metaphor face JBBJ and FH in a six-person tag match. Tiff Strats comes out midway through the match to attack Fallon, but gets beaten to the back. It leaves BJ and JB at a numbers disadvantage, but they still win the match, so who cares? Okay. Yeah, there was no, no, nothing. no tension by the Cowboys during their entrance after what happened at Deadline, which was a bit of a shock. Mm. Um, I like that Lash wanted to fight the fellas instead of getting straight out of the ring, which is what people normally do in these sort of matches. I like the Kavorka. Uh, it was just a nice, simple match where the Virgin took the beating, and then the big lad who they clearly have some value in made the fight back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, and up the clothesline from hell as well. Yes. Vic needs to watch that compilation that's on YouTube because Jim Ross's commentary on top of an APA JBL clothesline from hell, mm. one of my favorite things. Mm. Um, I thought it made Stratton look weirdly weak. She gets the jump on Fallon, but then Fallon's got so much heart, I guess. She's the top shelf. That she I just... mean, she's warmed up. She's in the match. True. Stuff, yeah, yeah, it's true. It, well, yeah, it wasn't that long into the match, was it? Yeah. Uh, mm. True. Uh, backstage, the doctor clears Mellow for action on Friday. Trick asks, who attacked Mellow? He says he doesn't know, but he has his suspicions. I can't read this now without thinking about I've that. felt like, someone attack me like that before. Yeah. <laughs> that... uh, anyway, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All, all, all builds to a part later on. Who did he get attacked by before, though? No who was he referencing? He just means someone he's wrestled, I think. Just that, mm-hmm. is that it? Oh, that's what I thought. So it would go, ooh, I wonder who it is, and keep on watching. I think he, felt, he said, like, I've felt someone hit me like that before. Something like that. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say, it isn't is. it? We know yeah. what we always talk about, but yes, I have been hit by, like, that. Given that I'm a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But he is fit for SmackDown, though, so Terry will have oh, to wait. Oh, yeah, I'll say. Yeah. The men's breakout tournament competitors arrive on the ramp. Lexus <laughs> King runs out with yeah. a chair and attacks Trey Bearhill. Not Trey Anyone Bear. but no. Trey. He was one of the three ones to watch, in my opinion. He, was, well, he really was. Tavion. And, and oh. the legal eagle. Oh, yes. Of yeah. The I mean, <laughs> he, was the, he was so much of a bear. He had it in his name. I mean, he's gone now. He's Trey Bearhill. Ruined. He was um, going to uproot the trees. So <laughs> Lexus's gimmick is just apparently either attacking folk or pretend to attack folk just for the clout and the exposure. That, that makes sense given what he said to Carmelo after their match, though, yeah. when he said, thank Thanks you for, for the you. spotlight. Ah, yeah, he just, right then. he just wants the camera, doesn't he? Tell you what, that, that makes sense. Kind of, yeah. Big crap, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he has a throne. The man's got a throne. He does have a throne. And a father. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> sorry, Jesus. sorry, Christian. There, Bloody sorry, hell. thank you, pardon. Obafemi beats Miles Bourne to advance in the tournament. What do you think, Ross? Obafemi is massive. 
Yes. That's my analysis. Thank you for the analysis. Uh, Miles had a, like a Randy Orton 2002 dropkick on him, so good for Miles. Uh, Francis Ngannou is apparently someone that Booker was told about before the show. <laughs> he couldn't stop mentioning him at every chance. Um, I thought it was a bit of a met match, but the finishing... I thought um, uh, Oberfemi is massive and has massive moves, but his ending powerbomb needs a bit more stank on it. A bit the, more voom. This mm. made me think we've seen the winner of the tournament already, yeah. Oberfemi. Also, Miles, one of the comments, I think it must be Vic, he said that Miles was six foot four, which I didn't think was true. When he stood next to little Drew, Drew Gulak, he's not that much taller than Drew. He's wrestling height. I know, him. yeah, but I like, I like them to make sense. They've got to be within <laughs> the, the wrong business. They've got to be within the realm of possibility. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, you know, six two Adam Cole. Huh. Uh, in the locker room, Lyra and Nikita talk about their rivals. They discover that Tatum Paxley has cunningly edited a photo of Lyra's title celebration. <laughs> Lyra's, Lyra's gasp. Mm. That she's, she must be from the 40s and Photoshop and all that sort of stuff is not invented yet because she was shocked. It's witchcraft. <laughs> well, she is from the 40s. It might be. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's NXT. It's like, yeah, okay. We haven't got computers in the 40s. What is well, this she, she's a magic. witch. She's a witch in Harry Potter world. They keep on moving around, so it's probably <laughs> normal for her. Anyway, backstage, Tiff Strats says she's sick of Fallon Henley, who was born to serve people like Tiff. She's going to show Fallon where she belongs in life. Later, Fallon apologizes to BJ and JB for leaving the match earlier. JB thinks he deserves a Heritage Cup match after pinning Noam Dar. BJ isn't sure <laughs> and doesn't think the rounds format works with JB's style. Briggs tells him to shut the F up. <laughs> Some may you bloody are. And BJ agrees to support him. His, what a dick. His logic makes He's like, you're more of a first round knockout kind of guy. He's like, all right, so if I knock him out in the first <laughs> round, I'll win the, I'll win the cup. He's that one guy. As soon as you get success, oh, a bit of, you know, mm. some things like, oh, well, you know, yeah. don't get too cocky. You're like, all right. I well, feel, be miserable like ye. I fear that we're building up the JB delivering the line that people always say on social media that, that BJ needs to go and touch some grass. I feel that's what we're building up to because he's getting a bit involved, isn't he, old the BJ? The can sort him out with that. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the Tiffy Strats Fallon Henley feud right itself with like people like her should serve me. That was a good line, that. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it, but I did think it was a bit of a step. But this is like Tiffany. It was, this could have been Tiffany Stratton's debut promo to get mm. her character across. Mm. But I guess it's the natural, like, antithesis to Fallon who's like a right. working class yeah. yeah like I said earlier like oh I've done Ooh, that three times two now toms. I'm gonna put my thighs two tom two tom why have we got tom. a table that can't be a table <laughs> 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 yeah like Tiff's been like the biggest success story of NXT this year I think uh, so they've got to have her do other stuff so other people can get you know some uh, some some I've gotten the word now I'm sorry it's been a long podcast some good stuff happened to them. Yay. A bit, a bit of rub, a bit of shine. Yeah, that's, that's how we say it. Rub and shine. Like that. Rub, rub and shine, shine like it's a shoe. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <clears throat> Dragon Lee wins his first North American top defense, beating Toadstool Tyler Bate. They hug afterwards. Uh, I liked Booker when Tyler Bate came out, and Vic's like, look, Booker, look, it's Tyler Bate, the first Triple Crown NXT person. And Booker went, in a word, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Book, all the success he's had, he's done. And Book has interrupted him, okay. Yeah. He didn't read the assignment, did Amazing. he? Amazing. And then after like a bit, few bits of silence, he went, Tyler Bates, so great. Hey, let me tell you, the first time he won this title and this title, I'm like, wow. Mm. I love you, Booker. Yeah. It was a really good wrestling match, though, <clears throat> after what Booker said. Yeah. He was made to eat his OKs, so it was Booker. Um, I'm glad Bader is making the spin a proper thing on TV now, because it was sort of always part of his offense, but now it's like a, a tent pole of his offense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a certain footballer this week. <laughs> Wait, I think I've missed this. 
Don't worry about it. No, it was um. Oh, what's his face on uh, on on the old Twitter? Did a Photoshop, didn't he? Making his dick look bigger. Oh, who was it? Comically or like trying to actually? Dwight McNeil. Oh, yeah. I was because it showed up in like Father Ted s posting groups and stuff on Facebook. Was it not real then? I don't know. <laughs> it might be real. I, I, I saw the tweet, but I don't know if that was just someone playing silly bugger, uh, silly buggers yeah, yeah. or not. Um, anyway, th- sorry. Going back to NXT. Yeah, I thought Bit had it when he no sold the German suplex, then did his rope bounty thingy, then a yep. big lariat, and then the final flurry leading to Operation Dragon is the name of the move. Thank uh, Operation uh, Dragon. That was good. It went wartish, like a car up through the gears. I wonder if it, it would have been bold to just take the belt straight off him but I guess that finishing sequence was quite convincing or non-finishing sequence I guess the hug afterwards was really intense mm. they were like lovers who hadn't seen each other for a long time if like, you want oh. a hug I will give you a hug <laughs> well yeah yeah no I was yeah just nice dragon league getting a win yeah. good for Dalibu uh, Arva Rain oh, oh, yeah. warns Lexus King not to go into HBK's office as everybody is fuming with him for attacking Trey Bearhill as per usual Lex is what he said with his own mouth. Good As he, per usual. Good heel, good heel. Lexus tries to. hate him more. What no? Lex. As per usual. Lexus tries to flirt with Ava. God, it doesn't work. But she puts him in the breakout tournament for some reason, wow. replacing the man he attacked. What a punishment! He's in the breakout tournament with the other rookies. I'm having to be. Oh, it's like Big Show getting sent to OV Dub to lose fat. <laughs> it is. Anyone betray though? Come on, we've got some <laughs> bland lads in that yeah. tournament. You're taking Trey Bearhill out the tournament. Unbelievable. Also, Ava is now a matchmaker. That's just we're that just accepting last, that. That was last yeah, week. But yeah, it's still carrying on. Then she said she's, just, she's just making matches. She said it's official as well. Also, King continues to move on from Pillman. By wearing a lion, a lion Pillman shirt, I put it here. That's good. But yeah, the Brian Pillman shirt, lion shirt that Brian Pillman would always wear. Uh. I hate people bringing up my famous dad dressed just like him. Well, maybe he's realised he's naff and he needs his dad. <laughs> well, second thoughts, you know what? I really like my dad. If he makes as per usual, it's like regular catchphrase. Then I'm all, I'm all in. Oh, oh God. I put, uh, also, Brian... Uh, I hesitate even bringing it up, but Brian, Lexus King, whatever, has been bringing up the fact like, can my fans stop calling themselves registered Lex offenders? <laughs> That's yeah. unreal. Why wouldn't you encourage that? It'll catch on. In wrestling. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, just... Oh. Guys, God. stop calling me the really funny and catchy. No, it's yeah, fine. Right? It is, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. It's really funny, though. I'm a registered... No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't, I'm, I'm not. No. No. Not even Joel's going to do it. Um, Go on, Joel. And no one knows what it looks like. <laughs> uh, the top rope breaks during Dijak's match with Eddie Thorpe. Dijak hits Eddie with the loose turnbuckle and gets DQ'd. He continues to attack as a team of referees try to stop him. This feud will never end. No. Probably We've not. now got grounds for another match. Maybe not inside a ring. Maybe a, a tree fighting grounds where trees are the four things. Yeah, he's yeah. Oh, like, yeah, like lumberjacks, but trees. Yeah. The natural know. nemesis of the lumberjacks. No, I think about it, yeah. You can chop down the cable toss. Yeah. That's what we'll do. That'll oh, end the feud. A Wampin' Willow makes a save. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is an exciting <laughs> bit. This, I, was, I was just really. shocked. There's two Harry Potter references in quite quick succession there. For me. I don't even care about the release series. It keeps them coming up. I'm like, where's Ross like? Not Harry men, Potter. as we've established. Oh, Harry Potter, there we go. <laughs> Uh, I've never seen a fake holy poop chant. Sorry, I missed men, that. Yeah. Men, he said. Men! So throw about the last week. Oh, men. <laughs> well, what, what, what do I like about men? Oh, he said something last week, like, 
like, Matthew, I've been seeing it your way. I'm like, I like, and I just did an impression. You go, I like men now. Oh, yes, I remember that. I don't. It made sense. Oh, you laughed really hard. I think in the context of what... Oh, yes. Yeah, it made I, sense at the time. Thank you for pretending to remember. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, so I've never seen a fake holy poop champ than this. The crowd are really quiet today. You couldn't see a single person yelling it. It looked cool, don't get me wrong, but like... I don't know, what was up with NXT crowd this week? I think they're all busy on their phones signing up as registered likes of them. Then you've got to open your email in another tab, click the link, <laughs> right. the link confirmation. Oh, it's such yeah. an issue. They're going to take a photo of you and do the same thing. <laughs> All right, cool. So, yeah, it's going to keep on going on and trees, of, I guess. And then it was so funny because, like, there's there's poor DJ Yiff dying in the crowd. Bring up the medics, the medics. Oh, my God. And then it just cuts to the really cheesy chase you, like. <laughs> oh, it's great. Um, Andre Chase hosts a fundraising meeting with the rest of Chase U. Their efforts to raise money haven't gone well so far, which Delightful Hudson points out. So bake sale and a car wash. $66 on the bake sale, $245 on the car wash for a university who are several hundred thousand dollars in debt. <laughs> They're getting there. Uh, <laughs> when Dill was like, you look like SH1 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And then man. they looked at him, he's just like, yeah, he did. Uh, Thea Hale wants to watch Riley Osborne's match in the breakout tournament rather than watch this. So Andre lets her, and JC Jane leaves the meeting early. Yeah, Quite heartwarming. Like, go on then. Off yeah. go. Uh, Scripps arrives with a mysterious briefcase <laughs> and leaves it with Mr. Chase. Oh. oh no. No. So Chase. <laughs> it's the least inappropriate intro now. Chase is, you know, he's, he's been dealing with the mob, and now he's dealing with OTM as well, potentially. Yeah. He's getting himself a bit of a pickle here. And he looked, he looked tempted as well. He was like, hmm. He's, he's struggling. Yeah. They've only made about $300 there. Was Duke being a bit heelish in this one? He's just been him. Being real, I think, this week. Okay. Yeah, he's not selling his trophy. The union's well, in jeopardy. He yeah. should, though, if he really cares. Dick. That's not a going to start like, joining different groups. Hello, Scripps. <laughs> How can I help? Ah, oh, Mr. Scripps. <laughs> ah, big fan. <laughs> Hello, Gallus boys. <laughs> ah, Mr. Joe. <laughs> Mr. Joe. Oh, no, that's reminding me of what's coming. You know, it's oh. better than one Joe. Flair Davenport tells Cora Jade she stole her moment at deadline. Cora says it was Lyra's fault, and if she hadn't interrupted Blair, Cora would never have attacked her. Blair says when Cora gets her title shot, it'll be against her, not Lyra. Tonight in their tag team match, Blair wants to take out Nikita, so Cora agrees to deal with Lyra, but there's definite tension between the two. Yeah, these lasses just shouldn't talk at the minute. Oh, <laughs> I like the bit where Cora's like, if, well, if Lyra never interrupted you, I would never have come out, because like, Blair was like, oh, you stole my moment, that sort of thing. It's the bit where Cora's like, ah, arrogant and assertive. I can work with that. Work with that. Who speaks like that? Very NXT. In the crap films, HBK cribs his notes from him and goes, I'm yeah. going to put that on the show next week. And then she, the bit where Blair's talking about Nikita knocking her out the Iron Survivor, or whatever it was that she was on about at the time, and she gives the old little, huh, in the middle. I was watching NXT again with Kayla because she's now hooked after Trip Willie's journey oh. in the Iron Survivor. Oh. She, started of us. Yes. Of us. she started pissing her pants because of the... Oh, no, I'm huh. really sorry to hear that. Yeah, because, yeah, well, metaphorically, because uh, of uh, how Blair did the old, huh, in the middle of the promo. She's like, she can't talk words, that woman. And I was like, you probably are right, but I think it's the way they're writing it, not... Well, yeah, maybe it's a bit... It's comedy. a mixture of both, yeah. yeah. So said, Blair's cursed. Whoever's writing lines for Blair clearly doesn't like her. Yeah. Oh-ha. Uh -huh. 
And she has that bizarre accent and everything else, so whatever. She's from New Zealand, that's why. <laughs> oh, I thought, you, I, you know what, I'm really sorry. I would never, I always say that because I think she's English. Sorry, I, I, I apologise. Like I would never say that about another country. If it's our country, it's all right. She's but. got one of them hybrid accents because she's lived in England but was born. Yeah, that's she's it. She's got like the Drew American English, uh, yeah. Scottish thing. English, oh my God. Yeah. Famous English. Whatever planet you're from. Yeah. Oh, sorry. God. Planet Meat, getting that division. Yay. With Thea Hale and Jesse Jane watching from the Chase U section, sexy Riley Osborne beats Kiana Carver in the breakout tournament. But he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. I no. fully agree. Because that pounce, I was like, well, I want him to win. You can't, you sh no one should survive a pounce. He didn't even survive it. He, he got hit with a pounce. Everyone stopped. Booker went mental. Yeah. And then he, he hit like one kick, went up to the top and did his finish. And I was yeah. like, oh, he's Boo. fine there. Boom. The pounce looked like it killed him. I was saying earlier, you can book matches like that with people like Eddie Kingston, but you can't do it with Riley Osborne at this point. Well, he's all moment. man. He's a whole man, as we learn later on. I guess he is a whole man. And she's a child, which is... <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, God. Yeah, wait. How old is she supposed to be? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. Um, she's at uni. She's got to be of age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in the wrestling business, yeah. brothers. Oh, God. Probably in her second year keep now. Keep away from Lexus King. Um... Anyway, Riley and NXT. Lex offenders. Yeah, that's the joke. Lex. Uh, Riley and NXT, and then CM Punk was just here last week. Wow, it's Twiggy's head all over again. <laughs> Alex Riley. Oh, right, I was there. <laughs> Riley Osborne, I noticed, before I horribly disagreed with the finish because the pounce was amazing, um, is like so, so much of a baby face. Like he smiles, he does flips, um, but he's he does flips, but he's not. He looks quite. I was surprised he was this flippy a wrestler, yeah. actually. He, he was kissing like, babies. Kissing babies. Like he's, so <laughs> he's so much of a baby face that wh whenever he gets destroyed, probably by Oberfemi. I can't remember the brackets, actually. I can't remember. Don't worry yeah. about it. But either it was a hell of a lariat from Keanu as well. He did a collar and elbow slam. Mm. Like picked him up in the middle and put him down. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Booker going mad for the pounce. I don't understand. Hell yeah. <laughs> Well, really no, the gone. pounce was worth going mad over, though. I was going to understand the fish. I just don't oh, know. yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. there's a storyline going on for, for uh, what's-his-face, Riley, and not for uh, Keanu at this point, but that doesn't mean he should be winning. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. Dragon Lee's confronted backstage by the No Quarter Catch crew. They ask Lee if his open challenge... Is that their name? That's, That's their new name. My the God. NQCC. Yeah. Uh, they ask, this is Drew Gulak and the crew, will ask if his open challenge will take place every week. Lee says, yes. So they set up a match for next week. Lee asks which member he'll be, be facing, and Gulak goes, ha, 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 you'll find out next week. So I cut out a bit there where it got a bit tedious, where they went, is it every week? And he tells them in Spanish, and they go, what? And he goes, maybe you should learn Spanish. And Drew goes, yeah, maybe. Is it every week? And he goes, ah, it's every week. And I was like, oh, well, let's, let's cut to the chase here. Come on. Let's <laughs> go extend it. It took a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get your point. Yeah. Who do you think it's going to be? I hope it's Damon. I haven't seen him, Damon, for a while. It's the first time I've seen him in a while in this segment. Oh, yeah, Martin. Big Martin Kemp. Yeah. Mm. Big Wonga. What? Big what? I don't remember who's who. Damon Kemp. Damon Kemp's um, Gabriel Stevens' yeah. brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was trying to figure out, yeah. And what's the name of the other lot? Charlie Dempsey's Willy Wonga. Willy Wonga, yeah. That's he, why you said Willy Wonga. Dempsey, yeah, 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 yeah. He's Regal's son. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot his and name. And then Miles I'm Bourne, really sorry. Who... Didn't seem to be so. Was he selling the effects of just losing? I was no. I didn't notice. Hmm. I was too busy going. What's that guy's name? I think I'll ask on the podcast uh -huh. when I see the lads next, rather than Google. Uh, there we go. Thea Hale talks to Riley Osborne after his win. It doesn't go very well. He leaves to have a shower. 
Well, Theo and JC bump into Connor James and Izzy Dame. It is what it is. <laughs> they mock Thea, asking Riley is a whole man. Well, she's a whole child. I mean... It was a good line, wasn't it? A good line of dialogue. I think this was a, a peek into what Nathan Fraser and Thea Hill's real life like getting together was like. I reckon they were both doing what Thea was doing in this segment, but in real life, back at each other all the time. No, oh, I thought that Nathan, would have got a no, Nathan, no, I'm just thinking about it now. <laughs> and Nathan's obviously really charming, so I don't think that would have... Oh, hey there, Thea. <laughs> <laughs> I could have made the EPR. That's right, they all talk exactly and act how they do on NXT. Um, but yeah, you've just made me, you've just reminded me that she does already have an English boyfriend, IRL. She's got a thing. Uh, Kiana fancies him as well. Yeah. He gets all the ladies, does... Riley, <laughs> you to scroll I keep forgetting yeah. his name. Yes, he does that. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. I Riley. don't laugh at you. It was just the he gets. What is he called? <laughs> Riley, Riley Osborne. Yeah. R- really? Right, Riley, really. Cora and Blair win their tag match against Lyra and Nikita. Cora gets the pinfall on the champ, but only after Davenport's finisher. Nikita checks on Lyra after the match, but Tatum Paxley throws out the ring and gives Lyra a creepy hug. Everyone next is going to be hugging each other right now. Yeah. Wasn't That's a creepy hug. It was a saucy one. Let me tell you. Let me talk to you. Yeah. Because she also put on some one of the social medias. I forget which one. Uh, Love heart with Lyra's name. So I reckon they're going for a little bit of a saucy angle here. I thought. I What's thought. Your, what sauce do you have on your chips? Um, chips. depends on what else is tomato. Oh, it yeah. depends what else is with the dish. Is it literally just chips? Just chips. It's a basic bitch chip. Ooh. Tomato. Yeah, probably right. ketchup. <laughs> Maybe you, I like a mayo man. I am a mayo man. Mm. Guilty. Joe. Like How much you peas if that counts as a condiment? Ketchup and mayo. Both Together. On the side. Oh. On the side, oh. yeah. Don't mix them, Joe. No, you don't mix them, but oh. you know, I've worry <laughs> that. Worrying conduct them from you. Are you being Captain Kirk going, I pick the other option. <laughs> I like curry sauce and chips as oh, a dish. That's the I've never really got into that. I know everyone raves about them. I've never really gotten the idea. To me, they're like, no. Only if it's like from a chip shop curry sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll like, never, I'll never I get some McCain's and put curry sauce. No, 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 no. I thought I'd bring that up because I had nothing else to talk about in this match. Nikita um, looked good in there. She was doing some shoot suplexes and just she, wanted she to wasn't, play. She wasn't messing anything up, yeah. Yeah, it was. God, you are in a fell. Oh, come on, Nikita Leon. <laughs> Leon. Leon. That's how I say it. <laughs> the professional. Nikita Leon, the unprofessional. Made it. I've never even seen it. Have um, you not? No. Oh, it's really good. I only got into films like last year. Um... I was going to say, I thought at first, I thought the finish was really clever because I thought, wow, it's Blair's finisher, but Cora's made the pin. So it gives them both a claim to the, mm. but then I realized Blair's already got a title shot because she won the Iron Survivor. That's a good point. I yeah. hadn't realized as well. Yeah. Although I guess it gives That's Cora, gives Cora a reason to be like, I should be in the match as well. So I don't know. Oh no, you're right. It's a bad thing. It means she has to talk more. God. Mm. I don't think Lyra's being a very good champion at the minute. I Ooh. think she's also getting like hamstrung a bit because like, in this match here, she could have been pinned a couple of times, but Nikita broke it up a couple of times as well. And also the finish, she got hit with a... Was it a kick that finished her off? It was a knee. It was, it was like a knee. It, it was a knee. It, it, Blair's got that Ibushi finisher. It's like a one-person BTE trigger. Mm. And she was down for ages before the pinfall happened. It just feel like the aura, the, you know, the kids were talking about today, the aura mm. yeah. just gotten on. Currently. Yeah, she beat Becky Lynch, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was nice that Becky did that with her, but it didn't really do much because she hasn't got much else to keep her warm right now. Right. Because there's, there's a big... Tip starts all the way up here, and then down it's like, okay, who else? Oh, I thought it meant because her feathers are getting stolen by Tate Paxley, so she's not as warm as she used to be. We yeah. had that too, I guess, yeah. 
Like I, a Volker. Is it because she's... I hope not. And I don't think Michaels would do this, but is it because she's short? And it's like the Rey Mysterio championship <laughs> runway. Like, you lose a lot. Nah, I mean, the NXT's... A lot of them are like that size, really, aren't they? Yeah, I guess They're so. not really thought for much of height because I'm a small man myself. Why we need, need Femi to win the tournament? Yeah. And become NXT Women's yeah, Champion. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> He's for the tournament. Who, who are you cashing in your shot on? <laughs> Lyra Valkyrie. <laughs> I think that would work for her, yeah. yeah. Hank and Tank argue Gallus backstage. The good guys say they have more heart than all three of Gallus. Joe Coffey innocently replies that he's not planning to get involved in a match, but Hank and Tank look sceptical. And that's where the segment ended. <laughs> we don't need to talk about anything else. <laughs> I move on. I knew there was some of the oh. happening. And there it is. What I thought of this Wait, one was... Wait, hang on. What I, does I this a, say? I love a bit of comedy with my... <laughs> <laughs> they leave, and Gallus is surprised by Joe Gacy, dressed as a builder. He says the word Joe a lot and leaves. Right, what actually did he say? It, 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 it was someone like, it hey, Joe, a, it's me. Oh, sorry, oh, do you know it. It. Hey, Joe, it's me, Joe. It takes a Joe to know a oh. Joe, and what's better than a cup of Joe, yeah, Joe? And then, and why then are you so serious, frolic, He frolicked off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then if Matthew reads my last line there. Gallus' reaction is the most I've ever liked them. <laughs> I was like, these lads look concerned, and I am as well. I don't know what's... what's Midlife the pl- what's crisis. The, what's the plan here, then, with Gaze? i one word there, but I... It, uh, it rhymes with Brad Pitt. <laughs> I guess the... it does. You're right. Yes. <laughs> What's the plan with Gacy's book? In this is the arrogant... shot out of a cannon in the sun. This makes Miro's storyline in <laughs> AEW look really simple. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm. It's just I don't understand what the end goal is. Is it him getting bonked on the head with a big comedy hammer? And he, mallet. he snaps back into what he was, and he. It's like Buzz and Mrs. Nesbitt sort of vibes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> what a scene. That's what I'm getting from this. Well, um, but what's he going to go back to? Like being a cult leader who yeah. looks like he works at an office? Or is he go back to, aha, that's what the woke left won't tell you. <laughs> Which version of Joe Gacy we're going to get? Oh, he was a sn- he was the woke left. He's going to be a snowflake, Joe Gacy. That's me, snowflake Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> what was the point? I don't get it. Again, first... I remember the first week going, are they doing satire? That was with This you? is going to be amazing. And then two, two weeks after that, it's like, oh, no, they're not. They're really not. He's been on the roof, under the ring, in the crowd, and now a builder. And I'm like, what? It's just gone totally left. I don't understand. Totally left, like the woke. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Casey returns next week. <laughs> and then they made it. Oh, I, was, I love this bit. Okay. Trick Willie comes out to talk about his Iron Survivor win. Crowd, who have been dead the entire night. Sorry about that. Don't you worry. Really, really happy to see him, and they're alive. They're there. They're here to see Trick Willie. Fantastic. He makes a lot of celebrity name puns before calling himself Trick James, bitch. Hey. Keanu James. <laughs> it was a reference to Keanu. <laughs> He's the businessman now, Trick Willie. He <laughs> changes his gimmick with us. Ilya Dragunov arrives and praises Trick's win at deadline but they disagree over who will win between the two. Doesn't matter about that because Carmelo Hayes interrupts and accuses Dragunov of being the person who attacked him earlier, as well as being the mystery man who ambushed Trick weeks ago. Ilya can't even get the words out. He's like, you are delusional. (laughs) And implies that Melo may have faked the attack earlier tonight, like somebody will mention again. (laughs) They get into a tug of war over Dragunov's belt, which Melo accidentally swings in a Trick's face. Uh... I was raving over there. What do you think, Ross? Just make sure I'm not overacting. No, no, it was. I really enjoyed conspiracy theorist Carmelo Hayes <laughs> coming out there and covering his own ass because clearly now, surely now, he did it. Surely. Oh, you don't know that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go conspiracy theorist Ross Twiddle. It's gotta be. It's got, especially after the the Lexus King. 
has ruled himself out. I was going to say, and do you think that if it is proven to be mellow, which it should be, we'll just never mention Lex's potential involvement again? Why Correct. was he there <laughs> receiving texts, creeping yeah. after Trick? There was no reason for that. That was just <laughs> all a coincidence. All opposed. Okay, if this is covering up for Lexi, then this is great. Did Alia do? Did Alia? Did Ilya do it? Alia is something. <laughs> is Mello lying? What's Trick going to do? Way more suspenseful, interesting than what they have been doing up till now. If it does end up being Ilya and he turns heel, then it won't oh. be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Oh, I never thought that'd of be that. quite good. That. Yeah, because right now, like you said, wait, wait, more easy than I said it when I went on my blue rant. Just saying, yeah, he's being a bit too weird to be likable, and like crowds not that into him. It's like, yeah, you're nice and you wrestle really well, but you are like really over the top of stuff. So if he turns out to be a heel and just goes mm. like, whatever, yeah, it was me. And I guess his motivation would make sense as well. Because Mello even said in the promo, he was like, you've got reason to break us apart. And it made yeah. sense because Trick cost him a title shot once. He mm. had a match against Hayes and lost because of Trick. Yeah. And I've got faith in NXT to have Trick Willie not be upset with Mello because of the belt shot. Mm. Trick Willie just like Keanu James would do. We'll watch the show back and see it was just a mistake. Yes, I've got full there faith in NXT to do it good, good and proper. Because it was good, because it was made by the fact that Trick Willie went, yeah, might have been you earlier. <laughs> like, the fact that he's like willing to believe his friend and like, Melo, yeah, we're cool now, and be like, yeah, what if it was you? So if it leads to a three-way match, which is presumably what we're getting the next big show they're doing. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I saw? A former colleague of mine, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, theorize. Where did Mello and Trick used to hang out? The barbershop. What breaks tag teams apart? The barbershop. Windows. That, yeah, he's going to kick it. What does Ilya need? A haircut. Oh, right. Was, sorry, is that the connection? That was the end. Yeah, but what, what did Billy I thought you were going to say, who else goes to a barbershop no, no. based on his hair at deadline? Lexus King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so that's nice. What did Billy Ray think about it? I didn't see what Billy Ray thought about <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I don't know if he watches anything. Mark Henry? No, I... Sean Ross Sapp? What do they have to think? Who's the third one on Bully and Mark Henry's? Is it him from Kayfabe Commentary? No. No, no it's, it's uh, Shouty Muck Shouty Face. Um, <laughs> what's he... He's Dave... Uh, Dave LaGreca. Uh, ah, Jim. Right, yeah. Shouty Muck Shouty Face. That's going to get Close clipped, enough. isn't it? Of the three of them, <laughs> I actually want them to hurry up to get to Bully's point because he's somehow the most succinct of the three of them. Does, does he start off every point with, Do you yeah. know who I am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> he says, Up the Red Men. Because he supports Liverpool. Ah. That's an interesting theory from the Hamlet, though. Because already Shawn Michaels has done the barbershop angle, not using a barbershop oh, yeah, window with uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Yeah. And he's always going to be referencing his own career. So, yeah. Out of matches, dicey title. By the way, is JC yeah. just a face now? She seems to be. Who's, so. who's JC Jane? What? The scourge of the university. It all went downhill when yeah, she, she started off as a pest to the U, but now that you were in massive debt, she looks like a hero yeah. or a heroine. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Maybe that's the next move that you go into, heroin. Never thought about that. <laughs> Big market, I've heard. Maybe Big that's market. what Scripps was suggesting with the blue face. <laughs> A-E-Dub Dynamite. <laughs> Smojo cuts a promo. Yes, he does. About wanting to protect MJF until their title match and fought and failing and failing, beg pardon, last week. He accuses Hangman Page of being the man behind the attack. Page arrives and angrily denies it, saying he was too busy attacking Mello on NXT. <laughs> saying he doesn't care about any of this nonsense surrounding MGF. The devil, the bromance, the laser tag. Ah, that felt... Preach it. Yeah. Preach it. Joe and Hangman square up, but are interrupted by Roddy Strong and the kingdom. Roddy <laughs> points out that Page used to be his young boy in Ring of Honor. I didn't know that. And again tries to convince Joe that MGF is the devil. Page hits Roddy with the right hand, saying about match between the two as Joe sods off. 
Really like the, the Smojo bit straight off the bat where he's like yeah. a beer brand that a certain cowboy likes. Ooh. Like Tom Man saying he doesn't care about MGF and Cole's bollocks from back in the day. It was fun at the start, but then he went a bit, bit, bit too far, maybe. A bit too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Frostbutt. Um, I love Joe's line about he was... He, he came out here as something, then he said, oh, I've decided I'm the executioner. I forget what he said in the oh, first part. Oh, you thought I was the jury the or jury, something, yeah. maybe? But he's decided he's the executioner. Yeah. Oof, what a lovely line. <laughs> then everything Roddy Strong said makes sense. JY Astro World title match, he gets attacked. It's MJF. Acclaim lose a tag match for Max, they get attacked. It's for Max. The goon gets attacked. Uh, the goons attack Max, but they don't hit him. They just like sort of hold him and whatnot before Joe comes out. It all makes sense. It's got to be MJF, hasn't it? Got to be MJF. Aye, him or Lexi King. <laughs> I think, given the, which we'll talk about at the, at the very end, the very last bit of Dynamite, it seemed like the thread this week was to try and make you think it could be Hangman. And then at the end, we realized. Yeah. But I never really bought it. I liked the segment, but it, it never, I don't know if we were meant to really think it was Hangman, though. Do you think they were trying to get us to really think that? I think they were <laughs> trying to get it going. Yeah, right. Line okay. Until World's End, where it'll hopefully go. I hope this ends soon, though. Yeah. It's, is it, is it Adam Cole? I think there's a big... I, I, I used to think, like, well, it doesn't make sense then because Adam Cole had the ideal opportunity, last pay-per-view, for that to be it, and he didn't do it. And you're like, all right. Yeah. So if it ends up being him, fine, whatever. As long as you just move on from this. I hope it's Adam Cole because I think the big clue was at the end of the show when something was done, who someone who already sort of did okay. that thing. on mm. a big show in London Wembley oh. London Wembley oh London, London. oh I've already just <laughs> I hope it's, I hope England it's, is my city I, I hope it's fell not off my him. chair there <laughs> I hope mm. it's not I didn't realise that watching it I just thought alright oh, we'll get to it we'll get to yeah, it we'll yeah. get to it at the end despite interference from the kingdom Paige beats Roddy with the dead eye Ron Seal it does exactly what it says on the tin hangman they just bat each other it was yeah. fantastic it was, and it was nice to have a match like with actual like story in it because obviously in the midst of the Continental Classic where it's all just about winning matches and whatnot, and mm-hmm. there are little stories in the t- in the in the tournament, but this was a proper one. But yeah, it was just it, it, the lads laid it in, didn't they? They did. Aye, it's exactly what you wanted from it. Yeah. Like Romsel. There's another world where like this. You might laugh at me for saying this, or you might agree. There's another world where Roddy Strong is regarded as like an all time, one of the greatest of all time, like wrestlers of all time. In terms of wrestling ability. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's been around for donkey's years. He's had great That's match after great match after great match. So, yeah. He's just never in Ring yeah. of Honor, he did, but he's never hit the, the mainstream heights that he yeah. could have done. I think that's it. I mean, without AEW, you wouldn't really. Yeah. Think I mean, he's that. getting there now with his character work. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? He spends all this time, all these years, like doing the hard hitting Messiah of the Backbreaker, putting people in pretzel shapes. He's getting more over than ever by going, I know. Wrestling's funny like that. I don't know if like Mick Foley drawing more with a sock on his hand than with a <laughs> I don't know if I've like Mandela affected this, but when he interrupted this promo segment, I hope it's true. Did he shout Samoa? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's that he thinks that's his like first yeah. name. <laughs> I mean, he's technically right. And the result that is possibly unpopular this podcast. Andrade beats Brody. Uh, Brody blah, blah, blah. I go get that point. I'm sorry. Andrade beats Brody King in the CC. Well, we were supporting him. We were. He was. Why well, want to watch? Mm. But now no more. Uh, yeah, again, this going back to the rumors of Andrade leaving and going back to the WWE. He's now won everything. Won everything in the in the, in the tournament so far. He's he's clear at the top of the table. Um, I thought the match started off with some nice ma- uh, nice wrestling. Then they just started slapping each other, and it was fantastic. Brody again doing the big uh, splash up against the barricade, mm-hmm. and Andrade starts laying it in. He was he was breathless. Woo! He's like one of the cores. So he was. <laughs> 
because um, he was just running around endlessly. Then there was one hell of a lariat from Brody, which I thought was the end, but it wasn't. He kicked out, and I like the finish with the exposed turnbuckle because it keeps uh, Brody looking really strong still in defeat. Mm. I didn't like that he lost, but if he was going to lose anyway, then yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. It's it. weird that Andrade is the one. I would never have guessed that. I know he had the little bit before the tournament with, with CJ Perry, but it, the point of it was that he didn't even want to be in the tournament. Yeah, it's a bit weird because Andrade's great, but he still also feels like an afterthought at the same time, right. which is like a lot of AEW, I know. Ah, but you did promise him sex. We don't know what it was that you <laughs> promised him. It's wrestling. She whispered in his ear. Mm. There was a little giggle. Chips of curry sauce. Mm. <laughs> uh, Rene interviews Kevin Von Erich and his sons, Ross and Marshall. Orange Marsh- Cassidy. QT Marshall. <laughs> Von Eric. <laughs> Orange Cassidy. Damn it. Do I just do that normally now? Bollocks. I hate you, QT. Dan Housen and Trent arrive. Cassidy asks Ross and Marshall if they'll team with him on Rampage, and they say, sure. I mean, we won't <laughs> see it, but I hope it's good. I'll let out an audible. <laughs> Crouch it. Boo. No one watches Rampage. Boo. When we heard Dan Housen go like, meh, <laughs> I'll let out an audible. Oh. Because <laughs> the goal was gaping. All we had to do. I know. We were no all goalkeeper. Come on. Just put the ball in the net. Christian Cage. Why did he have to have that match last week with the Von Eriks being this week? Christian should have just shown up, had his music play, and just walk out. Like, I don't even need to say it. <laughs> where was he? Oh, it was sad. Yeah, where was he this week? And Copeland. He wasn't here. He yeah. didn't even lose that match, did he? He won. Why did he win that match last week and then not be here? You know here? what? I think I said it beforehand. <laughs> At school, we got really annoyed in King James I, Bishop Auckland, you know who you are, when we'd have the uh, uh, people who inspect schools, what they call it again? Ofsted. Ofsted will come round. And out of nowhere, well, the following lads have been so good this year, they're going to go a special trip to Thorpe Park. And we're like, hang on, listen to all the names, and it's all the bad lads. Oh. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And we eat as kids, this is how people are cynical from Bishop Auckland, and it's like, we, we know why they're being sent out. So don't mess anything up. Like this episode of The Bloody Simpsons with <laughs> Principal Skinner and uh, um, Superintendent Jarmers. And it was so funny because there were the bad kids. They'd only show up to school when they wanted to. So other ki- the, the bad kids bring up the other bad kids going, mate, come into school. They're going to the thought I'm not kidding yet. Three, free trip. Come to school today. You know, and all this stuff. And I feel that's what they did with Christian. <laughs> they gave him tickets to Disneyland or whatever. Go laugh at the kids and just stay away from Von Erics this week. I'm sure Big Kev and the lads would have been fine with it. I think they wouldn't have been. <laughs> I'm, I suspect. I'm toying with whether to tell this story or not. Something strange happened with my school in Ofsted as well. This wasn't when I was at private school. This was primary school just in Jarrow. And Jarrow's not the most culturally diverse area in the world. And I brought up once to my mum and dad. This was like a few years ago in my adult life. I went to them. Yeah. Do you remember that time in like year six when there was like a, almost like a cultural exchange. Basically, this group of kids came along. And it was like a couple of them in each year group. And the teacher made us like play with them at lunchtime. So our lad was a Russian lad called Sergei, I remember. And we played football with him. It's and a stuff. Russian lad in, in Jarrow. That's the thing. I was like, oh, these new kids coming to look around the school before they... Because they all had uniforms on, but like non-branded, like different ones to it. Like it wasn't the same color blue or whatever. And Sergei was our lad. I remember we just played football with him at lunchtime and that. And then never thought anything of it. I thought maybe it was just like an open day or a trip for them yeah. or something. And then my mom later went... and I, this can't be true, but she was like, well, Ofsted were in that day and they wanted to make the school look more diverse. And I was like, you're, oh. ju- you're kidding me. 
that can't be true. That can't be. That can't be true. Look how diverse we are. We've got Russian kids. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't all Russian. Ours was like, just a Russian lad. What all the nationalities were there? Just all kinds. Just not all kinds. Is there a service that imports kids to the? Like, I don't know how she make your school look diverse. Andre Chase University. How did the head teacher? <laughs> this this army of Italian kids. It's part no, of the deal, just, Andre. I think there was like. Kids from various different countries, but like, <laughs> there was obviously like literally, <laughs> literally everyone in the school, nearly everyone was white British. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think, I don't know. Oh, hey, look, it says, look, we'll get a diversity bonus from Ofsted. <laughs> we'll get five grand. I'm going to Russian kid for, for two and a half. So we're quids in then, aren't we? <laughs> like, wow. Do you think Ofsted would have noticed the kids playing with us in different uniforms and thought, I got it. No, no, where any of the rooms are or who anybody is. They don't seem like they're from South Tyneside. What's going on? <laughs> That's amazing. I, I know. I just, it was weird. Are we just stalling because it's the Jericho segment? Oh, no. <laughs> Jericho says something. Anyway, more about these r- secret Russian kids. Are those going to be like the, the French exchange kid from in, in between us? Like, <laughs> he was great. He wouldn't stop shagging the mums. But he was all right. In year six. Uh, this was, uh, this was <laughs> Even in year six, they had the va-va-voom. <laughs> Jericho and Kenny Omega. The Winnipeg Jets, as uh, Kenny Mega forgets his own name of his tag team. He was phoning it in, I thought, in this oh, well, he, calls I, out, he didn't Law, sound... Lawler and JBL phoned it in less on NXT yeah. and build on Survivor. <laughs> this was such a Jericho-written yeah. segment. I'll, I'll read out in Kenny's full. heart wasn't in it. Right, I'll read out in form. We're going to just toss it off afterwards. They call out Big Bill and Ricky Starks, the AW Tag Team Champions, after their recent attacks, and they have been attacked in fairness. The tag champs arrive, and Stark says he has no problem with Kenny, but would anyone be surprised if Jericho betrayed him right now? Fair enough. Kenny brings up the firm, saying, huh, Big Bill doesn't look firm nowadays. In fact, he looks rather soft. That and the crowd good. goes, That's oh, yeah, was, all right, okay, fine. The faces want a title match at World's End. They suggest tag team names the champs, the absolute a-holes, Rick and the Dick, and Big Billy Starks. That's just another wrestler. That's just, and yeah, She's that doesn't make any sense. Ring um, the Ricky, Ricky points out, well, that one didn't land, did it? Um, but then Jericho on. gets a chant going for it. Damn it. This reminds me of Jericho when he was feuding with the New Day. And he wanted to, I don't know if you remember Jericho this. Jericho with the New Day. But he wanted, it was just a segment on Raw, and he wanted to get oh. the chant of Rooty Tooty Booty. Oh, Rooty Tooty Booty. Rooty Tooty, yeah, Rooty Booty. Yeah. Of course, New Day. Because Booty was yeah. yeah. Um, and he, the crowd were not having it. And then immediately after, that's when like the list Jericho, because he was babyface then, and he turned ah. heel. That's when the whole list run started. That's actually good. You know what? If Jericho's probably smart, we give him credit for if he goes, right, let me do some really dumb crap. And if the crowd reacts, it's all right. So when they t- stop doing that, it's time to turn heel. If they keep doing this and he turns heel on Omega again, all that's why, because yeah. it's not landed, but he yeah. expected it to land. Riggy Starks even went like, well, that didn't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, good on you. Because yeah. this segment was designed to make the heels look like idiots. Yeah. And Ricky Starks stood up for himself, basically. He, right. Uh, Jericho calls him a better dressed, less charismatic Enzo Mori. Right, we've already Crowd referenced him really once. Really like, like, you need to do another one. Yeah, like, all right, yeah. fine. Kenny points out that Enzo actually let Bill have some of the spotlight. Ricky is angry and agrees to the title match. Right. Uh, look, crowd loved it. It's weird, isn't it? Because like I'm always about the crowd reaction. He goes, "Hey, if I didn't like it, at least the crowd liked it." But now nah, to hell with them. <laughs> Je- I guess you said Omega phoning in so much that if you got their own name of his tag team. But you can see why, because it was clearly written by Jericho and by yeah. Jericho alone. So if you're getting that, and you just think, "Oh, this is crap." This yeah. Chris, yeah, you're not going to be asked, are you? I hope they don't beat them. You think they'll beat them? No, because Jericho will turn on him. Yeah, maybe. Can't be trusted. Correct. 
Sorry, my mattress is arriving tomorrow. Oh, that's that. <laughs> Apologise for that. Is that a name for someone in the queue? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Russ. <laughs> yeah, is there a Russ exchange kid oh. going on? Tony Stavros on commentary. Tyler Rust. Oh. You said that, eh? oh. oh my god! Remember him, Gold, uh, Dick Golden Balls. Dick Golden Balls. Dick Golden Balls. <laughs> Tyler Rust. Yeah. Why mm. would you call that? Oh, it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> Rust ever sl- oh, whatever it doesn't matter. Tony Storm's on commentary with Mariah May as a designated belt holder. Rio beats Ruby Soho in a singles match. Luther has gout. That's why <laughs> Luther wasn't there. <laughs> and he's at home making Tony a meal. What's wrong? Out of the gout. <laughs> Big. I made you a goat pie. <laughs> Tony's, Tony's funny, definitely. Mm. But is she? But is she who we should have as the champion? Yeah, maybe. It's weird, isn't it? I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like you don't really need the title. I was I'm glad you won it. it. I was loving it until the match with Sheeta, where it was just a comedy match. Y- yeah. With the frying pan in the bum. Yeah, I realized like, oh yeah, she's so popular, and now it's like week after week, you're like, oh. It's hard to take anything seriously now. Either the chow. If her matches oh. were still whoops, like work ready matches, then yeah. But it's, I don't know. She was fantastic on commentary yeah. here, like where she, she she's was. like, "That's not Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho has green hair. Who is this?" <laughs> and just her with the most like, just take the piss out of Tony Schiavone. And is oh, it's Sting? <laughs> she she nearly lost it then. Bless her. <laughs> uh, but that's with the match. I thought Rio is obviously just very good at wrestling. Ruby's very good at wrestling. But Ruby needs something new because she's just in her current form, just a dead character. Like yeah. it obviously, Wait, Ru- the romance with Cool Hanage. Even though she's in love <laughs> with Cool Hanage, <laughs> I was say yeah, that bit I'm with yeah. But she's anything just like, else is like yeah, all right. Just, well, yeah, just, you knew what was going to happen just because Ruby's involved yeah. in the match, which is a shame because she is very good at talking, good at wrestling, but yeah. just how she's been used, she's finished. Sometimes I still think about her debut when she came out in the Battle Royal to like Rancid mm-hmm. and stuff. And I remember thinking, oh, the pop was huge then. And it's just a shame. Yeah. yeah. I, got, I think I've said before, and it's like, I'm there going, I swear she was good. Yeah. I mean, she's like, I'm not saying she's like the worst wrestler or anything else like that, but I remember being great. And it's just like, yeah, just go on AEW. I never really saw match. much of her stuff before she was in WWE. So I don't know if she was like, oh, she, when she was Heidi Lovelace. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Ah, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I'm interested in the love stuff, just don't care about the match. In the most surprising booking decision of the week, Roosh beats Jay Lethal in the CC. Oh, JK. Oh, Lethal on. is consoled by Team Jarrett afterwards, but it doesn't seem to work. Yeah, the story was he's too reliant on them. Uh, so he looked good at the top of the ramp, but it was just, it was good for what it was. It was a t- three or four minutes long, I think, in bowling. But uh, yeah, it was, it was good. But yeah, it was predictable because mm. Roosh was involved. Roosh doesn't lose. Yep. But even when he does lose, he doesn't lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Roosh always wins. Jay White beats Mark Briscoe in the CC. Afterwards, we see a video package for the Jay Briscoe tribute match at Final Battle, the BCC versus FTR and Mark Briscoe. And it's a oh, fight without honour. Oh. I don't think he needed that, to be honest with you. No, it should be an honourable fight in honour of Jay Briscoe. In loving tribute to you. We're going to just kill each other. Like, <laughs> I mean, know, it's like, hang on, he would have wanted. Yeah, actually, to be fair, it's Jay Oh, Briscoe. yeah, wait, it's a Briscoe. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. yeah go nuts, pal. Uh, Bass with the JY versus I Mark. I can't believe Man- we were so stupid there, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ross, for bringing us back. It's weird. I associate the Briscoes with just their proper normal tag matches, but you're right. They had so many of those hardcore. Oh, yeah. Oh, what were they like, doing this The time? dog collar. Yeah. This like, time last oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, I like the start of the Mark versus Jay match because you're thinking, oh, it's going to be an easy win for Jay just the way the tournament's been going. But straight away, he just kicks him. Like a, I called it like a test boot 
while he was mm. stretching in the corner. Oh. He gets the elbow drop and you think he's going to do it, but he doesn't. Then it was just all about Jay wearing down Mark, but then Mark fought back again. The Kung Fu stuff, the crowd was with him all the way. Yeah. Um, and then just the wind came about out of nowhere, but I guess that was the point because mm-hmm. of how devastating Jay White's finisher is. Mm. Yeah. Swishy bladey. It is a good finisher, to be fair. <laughs> Yeah. It was a good match. I was on the. I was along for the ride for it. Yeah, uh, we have to mention. Uh, bless him. Him getting a bit upset about them boys being using a WWE tweet and oh, yeah, overreacting, yeah, yeah. and people going, "Oh, well, oh, you you own that term, do you?" And then him going, "Look, I'm sorry. I'm just you know." To be fair, he did. Yeah. I might you know ah, just leave you. Yeah, yeah, we avoided that, didn't we? Great. Uh, the main event tournament match: John Moxie beats Swerve Strickland with a roll up. Right. Commentary suggests that Swerve's shoulder may have been off the canvas. Well, who's the referee? Well, was it Rick Knox, was it? Uh, who's that referee? Uh, no, I don't think... I think so, it was the guy with dark hair. I can't remember his name. Well, whatever. They're Paul. All, all the bloody same. Paul. <laughs> anyway. Paul Rick, Turner. I think that's uh, the dark hair referee. I was good at that, like, Swerve didn't beat John. Yeah, well, I was as well. When they announced before the show that there was a five-minute overrun, and then Justin Roberts goes, oh. there are five minutes remaining in the match. I was like, it's a draw. It's going to be a draw. I think that was the tease, but sorry to interrupt It should again. have been a draw. The overrun, I've reminded now. I talked about this last week. Did you hear Alvarez and Melter? Oh, my God. The audio of the year. <laughs> the best song of the year. Oh, no. Those two went at it like a married old couple about how... They, Alvarez was saying, well, I missed this thing on AEW because the overrun didn't record on my device. Oh, you did tell, you did mention this. You got a list. I'll, go, I'll send you a copy. It is the, f- they've never been funnier. Didn't you say that it was actually Dave who had to bring the argument to a halt? Dave was going, Brian, <laughs> Brian. And Brian is just like, I can't record the show. I missed it. How is- I can see all of NXT Easily, but AEW, <laughs> I cannot see. Brian. Of the two. And you shut your eyes, just an old married couple, been together since WW2, just all right. Of the two. Oh, the best. Who would have guessed that Dave Meltzer's the more tech-savvy of the, the two? The, the comments were so divided. It was like civil war. Because I was with Dave. Dave's like, we'll just record more. Right. I can't. He's like, you're on, you're on YouTube TV. What are you doing? Get Triller. Oh, Sorry. Let's bring her up just to, you know, because it was arguably amazing. I'm annoyed. Sorry, match was really good. Yeah, it had a big, yeah. it had a proper big fight field before it started, which I thought was obviously fitting. Then they just battered each other. There was a lovely DDT from Swerve onto Moxley. It's another one of those matches which was a common theme through the night, which just went wattish the longer mm-hmm. it went on. Uh, the stomp outside on the chair, followed by the stomp inside the ring. I thought that was the finish, but no, Moxley kicked out. And I, if Moxley has to win, I like that he grabbed what the commentators were calling the belt. He grabbed the tights. He cheated a bit to win. But on the other hand, it swerves like first proper big match since the death match um, against Hangman, and he's lost it, yeah. which is a shame. Right. But it was a good we match. Talk about like keeping momentum. We talk about yeah. this all the time. It's what AEW sucks at. I don't think it will. I think Swerve's just a bit too good for it to bring him down too much. Like, even after the match, because it took a while for Moxley, he left through the crowd, and the music was playing for ages, and it kept just cutting to Swerve, looking angry in the ring. But even then, he still was quite captivating, like, with his mannerisms and his facial expressions and stuff. So I, I think he's just too good. I hope I'm not tempting fate here. I think he's too good to for this to knock him, but I would have rather he won all they drew and, and he'd win the tournament, ideally, but mm. it doesn't look like that. I can't think of the maths at the minute, but I think it's looking like a three-way tie in their group or something. Mm. I don't know. 
Fair enough. Well, well I can't really get what you want, I guess. But And then we close with the car park. Obviously a dangerous place for NXT. Hangman Page is beaten down by the devil's minions and slammed onto the windshield of a car. Onto the windshield, you say, Matthew? <gasps> Wait, what the windshields have, Ross? They have um, the, the, the sharp thing that you can see through them. Um, sometimes they're fake, but they're usually... Real glass. There we go. That's Jim Ross is obviously the devil after that impersonation. <laughs> We're a glass, by God. Um, yeah, it's a, a, the biggest tease so far that it's going to be Jack Perry. Yes, yes, I'm gonna yes. S- who else was involved in that real glass stuff at Wembley? Real glass, fake glass. Hook. Hook, Hook is the No. Because <laughs> I, I just don't want it. It's not going to end well if it's Jack. Perry. Do you know, not him. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it was me. <laughs> well, I the think, pop would be insane. <laughs> I think with all the heat, like the way AW works in the audience, obviously it's uh, force marks, vice marks, that the fact that it would be Jack Perry would be the right type of heat for people because he's, you know, oh, he did this, he did that, blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. My blah. day will be ruined and my disappointment <laughs> will be immeasurable, whatever that saying is from that fella who does the food videos. He used to like me when I was young and healthy, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, do you, you, you're not into it? Not at all. Oh. This big build-up for this long, for it to be Jack Perry. <laughs> the Lexus King of eight. No, no, yeah, no, he is. no, no. He's no, got I mean, no... I'm not being hard. Imagine the promo where he's mm. going, well, I'm the greatest trick the devil ever pulled <laughs> is convincing y'all that he didn't yeah. exist. Call- I <laughs> forgot about the promos he was doing. Call me New with- Wave, because I killed punk. <laughs> <laughs> the stable will be called New Wave. That'll be them. <laughs> Call me Grunge. Come out, of, come, out of, come out of Call Me by Blondie. <laughs> it cut, hope, call me Traveling Blues. I, hopefully it's it's cold. Hopefully. But it again, it's another tease that it's Jungle Jack Perry. If AW might have scouted out the rumblings of discontent on social media about it potentially being Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, and maybe this is like a deliberate bait and switch. And they've gone, let's make them... But what if it's a bait and bait? <laughs> What if it is? This has been the last few months of the storyline. Jesus Christ. It has lasted a while. I don't care if it's Toshi Bonnie at this point. Just end. I did. We all did think it was going to be revealed at um, Full Gear. Did you not? No. Remember the pictures video? Ah, I did. I'll come out and say, yeah, I did. I was saying, like, World's End's the fitting title for that sort of thing to go down. Yes, you did say that. So it would would be the end of the world if it was Jack. I think even after the world ended, AEW still won't reveal it. (laughs) In the next world, we'll find out, I guess. I thought for a second when Hangman was fighting back. The, you remember in Aces and Eights when they'd like occasionally catch one of them and unmask him? I thought they were going to do that and it'd be someone like out of the blue and we'd be like, oh, who, this changes yeah. everything. Like it's Marco Stunt. Well, that would be too much of a clue if it was Dan one. Danhausen? <laughs> yeah. I needed the money. Now I can't sell my T-shirts at the car park oh, anymore. He joke. didn't do that. I know he, he didn't, didn't do it. It's a joke. It's a joke. Oh my goodness. It's a joke. Mm. But he does need the money. But I, it was a Mercedes. I don't know if that's a clue. Oh! Anyone like a... Oh! Money! Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Imagine if it's her. Well, yeah. apparently she's going back to the Fed now, isn't she? The Fed. She was in the stands Why, why would she though? not go back, I guess? What's that? Yeah, true. No, you're right. Yeah. She was in the stands what? at Wembley. Ooh, but, yeah. WWE or AEW. Well, let's talk all the, the amount of time AEW gives women. I'm going to WWE. It's a very fair point. Yeah. Well. Wow. wow. That was a very long week of wrestling. You're telling me. Bloody hell. Next segment. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, the mailbag. 
uh, after last week's haul of four emails, we have thought uh, 43, you see me to say. So thank you, all the diddlers that wrote in. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Kisses. <laughs> hey, bruvs, said the Will Osprey accent. No. My fiance and I just bought tickets to start our honeymoon at All In. And no, I didn't force her to say yes. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you for clarifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Congratulations, given, by the way. Given all the recent drama and backstage issues coming from AEW, do you think that the show will be able to come close to the first one? I feel like every other day I'm seeing a report online of someone being unhappy in the company or some other issue. And as an AEW mark, it hurts my soul for things not be like they were back in the good old days of 2019. Part of me worries that AEW won't last much longer with issues like this constantly coming out to the public. And I hope all of this can be sorted out behind the scenes before that point. Did any of you guys have similar issues in the name redacted pro wrestling game? <laughs> oh, thanks for all the content over the years. And keep up the good work. You guys have no idea how much I look forward to all your videos. Former Fernfield Timberwolf striker Air Bud, aka Michael from Evansville, Indiana. The dog. Oh, I just realized, yeah, the, <laughs> the dog. By the way, if I run into any of you guys at all in, you can totally have a pint on me. Also, FCM Punk. Oh, fair <laughs> enough, then, mate. Thank you for telling us what, how you're feeling about well, that. Well, thank you. And congratulations on the honeymoon. Congrats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the, there were two questions. Oh, it was, will All In 2 be as good as All In 1? And, or can it live up to the hype? And were there any leaks in WCPW? <laughs> I think the first part of the question we can answer by looking at WrestleMania. WrestleMania 1, big success. WrestleMania 2, three times as good. So three venues. Um, so yes, it'll be three times as good. There you go. Yeah. To be fair, it, it easily can be. Just look at the names who are going to be there. Like Copeland will have a big match. Danielson will have a big match. Yep. Uh, the Devil will be involved. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, it, it can easily be as good. Yeah. If not better. I don't know if it'll be as big as the first one because the first one was not because AEW's in a better, not because of how AEW's doing currently, just because the first one was the first one. So naturally, you'd feel like it would just be a bit. Yeah. That is ranking twice and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'll enjoy it no matter what because it was like, oh, I love the splendor of the queue. The queues. Uh -huh. Oh, right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I'm not even bothered about that. Hey, so what, what do you want to tell us about WCPW? I don't know if we can because of the contracts. I don't even think there was <laughs> anything. There was a couple of big ones. No. There was. In terms of leaks? No, in terms can of use... backstage skirmishes. Oh, can you use uh, no. pseudonyms, perhaps? No. Uh, no, okay. Uh, God, no. <laughs> we legitimately, when we left there, had to sign Nudaz. Right. There so wasn't like a... Um, like CM Punk. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see a fight, though, backstage. Not between wrestlers, but there was like one in particular who would rock up and cause bother. I think I know who you mean. Not a regular. Nah. Yep. Oh, no. Imported. As well, it's already, to be fair, it's already, we can't say who, but it's already someone who is now thought of very badly. So Yeah. It just oh, well, now we all know who it, it just, is. Thank just you. Just confirm what you thought of the guy. And it was always oh, one of like, that's right, it's one of two, three people. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just throw out there who no, you think. No, no, don't. No, 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 no. To help you guys out, no, if I'm not. No, no, no. Who he thinks no, 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 Ross. I love you. I will not do that to you. I'm not going to react. I'm just going no, no. to know who you are. NDAs was. are one of the serious things. No. <laughs> Am I safe to reveal my face? Okay. <laughs> I love you. I was hiding my expression. You did a good video about him the other day. Hello, Hudson <laughs> I hope you're all what doing well. No backstory. I'm just going to go straight about you. to the oh, question. <laughs> what match for the past year would you show a non-wrestling fan to potentially get them into wrestling? Sincerely. Ooh. Uh, Celso, I think. Or Kelso. Oh, bloody hell. From Dallas, Texas. Thank you, Kelso. Thank y'all. Um, 
So which match from the past year oh, that's a good one. to get a non-wrestling fan into wrestling? Swerve, Hangman. Ooh. I think I might put him off as the first time. <laughs> hell. Oh, the first one. Actually, no, the first match might work. No, yeah. the death match. Oh, really? Throw, throw him in the deep end, baby. <laughs> hmm. I would probably say, to be a bitch, uh, Drew, Gunther, Sheamus. I know, that's yeah. my answer Yeah, because well. the, story, the story's so great and personal. That's why it works so, many, uh, so fantastically. I won that title. Yeah, but Drew, I also won that title. Ah, got an issue then, haven't we? I think even without that, Fine. even if they're just watching just that match without knowing the story, it's still one of the better candidates yeah. to get a new fan in because it's three big men just mm. throwing each other around and hitting yeah. each other hard. Yeah, or to be cheeky, just everything from Rumble onwards with the the bloodline. You can always just say the Rumble match, just because it's yes. the Rumble. Even though I don't know. Oh, you know what? Even better, the Iron Survivor. Oh, I was about to say that. Uh, <laughs> got him before. The women yeah, sorry, specifically. Yeah. It did. You said well, Kelly's already a wrestling fan, obviously, but it got her into NXT. It got her into NXT, yeah. yeah. yeah and the men's made her a massive fan of Trick Willie because she hadn't really seen him before that match. Up oh, the Trick Willie. Up oh, yes. the Willie. What's the crack, lads? Hope you're all good, especially handsome Ross. There we go. Two for two. Two for two. Yeah. I recently attended an I didn't OTT mean to put show. That in after the last week. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Here in Dublin. Oh, sorry, I recently attended an OTT show here in Dublin. Uh, overall, it was a great show, particularly Mox doing Mox stuff. One thing stuck to me over the course of the show, though, every match had a cutter spot, and I slap you, you slap me spot, and a Canadian destroyer spot. Has wrestling become very repetitive like that recently, or am I just becoming a crotchety old man? Can you think of any other era of wrestling that had trendy spots that everyone did, or is this a modern innovation? As always, thanks for every single thing you do. Please be kind to yourself. Oh, thank you. Eric from Dublin. Thank, thank you, you very Eric. much, Eric from Dublin. Cheers, Cheers Eric. I, I agree. Um, wrestling is repetitive, and I am also a crotchety old man. So it's a mixture of both, because there's too many people who hit those moves, and there's too many instances of those spots being repeated throughout the night, especially Canadian Destroyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it really shows when a match comes along that's the exception rather than the rule and it looks amazing. Yeah. The one that for some reason first sprang to mind there was the uh, the cage match between Wardlow and Cody Rose. Do you guys remember that was like apart from the big moonsault and that, it was really simple story and simple match and they didn't try and do anything too complicated and it was just brilliant because of that. Um but there's a lot of examples like that, but generally I do agree as well with Eric. But I think that the Probably there's just been certain things in loads of eras. It's just that the modern era's trendy, often repeated things are flashy and obvious. Hmm. So maybe it's maybe it's a bit of that. Yeah, if you want to really want to uh, ruin your W watching, watch how many times there's a bigger wrestler charging charging towards a smaller wrestler who then goes whoop, gets out the way. You think they'd learn eventually? Well, <laughs> and just a little kick in the ropes. No, no, just they're like, oh, you come towards me, yay! And oh. even like. Middle rope or top rope. Oh, right. I love oh, them yeah. charges, those big lads. Yeah. Or into the ring post. And the ring post, yeah. The only thing I can think of is when NXT Black and Gold was at its pump and oh, the yeah. shocked face kick out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like from different eras, like things that were just overdone and repeated by everybody. Mm-hmm. And that It felt like the, the shocked face after a kick out went in overdrive around that time. And I don't know if that's true or not, but that it feels like it seems like, like a bit of Michaels to me. Yeah. His yeah. direction. Yeah, because he's been Undertaker and all that. I yeah. think the one that always sticks out for me from when I was, I didn't realize it as much when I was a kid, but when you go back and see, it's always Earl Hebner as well. So many ref bumps in the Attitude Era. So, so many big main events finish with Hebner doing a really slow, no. slow three count. Not always Hebner, but often Hebner. So, there's de- I w- it just makes me wonder what the next era's trends are going to be. 
And what will get annoyed by drinking it? blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, remember we'd only seen one of those spots once a match. <laughs> anyway, greetings, diddlers. Hello. Greetings. Basic leather admin out the way first. Big fan. Name redacted. Botchamania. No recent mental health crises, but you guys have definitely helped me through loads of mediocre days. So my thanks for that. Thank oh. you. I listen to podcasts while painting Warhammer models. Its magnificent length is a boon to me, and you should praise all hobbyists that watch along as we're often way too stuck on a tricky bit to skip the adverts. Aha, <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. all makes sense now. <laughs> so, being a fan of Warhammer X Wrestling, imagine the skipping of my virgin heart. <laughs> <laughs> So it says it. So it says it. Sorry, my massive virgin heart. Whenever 40k gets mentioned on the podcast, it particularly pops me when Jack whaps out his conversational warhammer. Oh, it's the Horus Heresy, you guys. Horus betrayed the Emperor. It's like the one thing I know. Kurosawa yeah. <laughs> directed that. Yeah. And of course, few things are as charming as when Ross doesn't know a thing about the subject, so he just <laughs> stares straight forward and waits for it to end. Ross has got an army of He's doing that right now. Well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got the Tyranids at home. Uh, I hope the Tyranids. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Still think you're sitting on a gold mine of... Fuming! <laughs> <laughs> Still think you're sitting on a gold mine of Ross reluctantly learns Star Wars content. <laughs> I was given the attached miniature from a buddy who 3D prints. I knew straight away I wanted to paint the Marine in Cultaholic Scheme, seeing as it's basically Bret Hart colours. Yes. And it only made sense to paint the Necron as that jabroni Hogan. Sending it to you guys to stick on a shelf or whatever seemed a nice way to say thanks for the content. And of course, get myself over in the podcast, of course. Oh, thank you. Best wishes, season greetings, if applicable. Former Motherwell and one-time Republic of Ireland striker, Owen Coyle. Coyle. <laughs> this is from the magnificent Science Pie. So Science Pie... Is the real hand? Barely see it because we'll get some B roll of that. We'll get some B roll near the camera, please. Thank you very much. It's very good. It's gonna be out of focus, Joel. It's out of focus. We'll get some B roll. Don't worry about it. We'll get some photos and shove it in. But thank you very much. It's very good. Absolutely, Jack. A little gander. There's, there's proud space, space marine. I didn't realize that with a steel chair, of course, which every space marine has to sit down. And that jabroni Hulk Hogan. It's very intricately, intricately. Oh my God! It's very well painted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it cool. really is, isn't it? I forget how small these damn things are. Yeah. A bloody Obi is one of the loyal legions and not one of Horus's lads. Oh, a, <sighs> I wouldn't sleep at night if you were touching a thing that was from one of the Horus's uh, lads. Horus's. Horus. Right. You don't oh, want to be a God. chaos space marine. You just want to be a bloody... It's good, though. I like oh, it. Oh, doing so well. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I had more knowledge of it, but... Aye. Thank you very much. What was the handle of the person again? Science Pie. Thank you, Science, science pie. pie. Bill Nye, the Science Just Pie. experiments and then puts him in a yeah. bar. Yeah. Uh, Graham in real life. Thank oh. you, Graham. Thank you very much. Thank you, Graham. Nice one. And for all you wonderful uh, followers of the Emperor, you may send us your thoughts and queries to mailbag.com. And if you're part of the Horus Heresy, <laughs> you can go F yourself. <laughs> I knew that was coming. your favorite god then jack um probably Ra. oh warhammer um i probably father nurgle love a bit of nurgle oh, oh, good, legend good, right. slanesh is my lad like slanesh all right we up the slanesh yes yeah, not the one shana likes the blood lad mm. Mm. hangman page yes wrist piss hi diddly ho diddleritos hi diddly ho diddly ho diddly ho with the recent <laughs> revelation of a certain uh, Chancery Montgomery Punk making his return to Fed. 
I thought, why not send a wrist piss that has absolutely nothing to do with him? I bet you're sick of talking about him at this point. Mm. Should say this is from the vault, the very recent vault. No, I want to make it sound like this person's just been living in the cave. Um, <laughs> with that said, it's time for a short game of Would You Rather, WWE edition. Oh, okay. Here we go. Fast as right. third. Who would you rather leave WWE? Rhea Ripley or LA Knight? Uh, just because she's younger, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. No, sorry, leave. Yeah. LA Knight, because Rhea's younger. She's got more time. Rhea Ripley to leave. <sighs> LA Knight, nah. You're perverse. Why? Yeah. Why? They're both. They're both a lot. Just because you like LA Knight a lot. Yeah. Fair enough. Prefer. Who would you rather be main roster tag team champs? Pretty Deadly or Chase You? Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't like awful, you. That. That's awful. Mm. Um, pretty Deadly because it's always better when heels are the champions and faces are doing the, the chasing. Well, I would say Pretty Deadly as well for the same reasons Jack said. I'll see Chase You because they are the heels right now. Mm. Or Andre is. He's Tusk, not. Tusk. The money was just resting in his account. We eh? don't know the full story. Yeah, that's what the completionist said. Who would you rather dethrone Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax or Charlotte Flair? Brian. That's really difficult. Um, Can we pick like ketchup and mayo, like Joel's option later on? Just because Charlotte's beaten her like three times already, so I'll say Nia instead. Yeah, I was going to say Nia. You caught us there. A bit different. Who would you rather take control of WWE Creative? Shane McMahon or Vince McMahon? Ooh. We know what Vince does. And it gets stale very fast. I want to see... It wouldn't be good, but I want to see what Shane McMahon would do. I would happily live through a Shane McMahon world title reign, which is what would happen. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. But if, if, if Raw Underground is a little peep into Shane McMahon's philosophy on life and wrestling book and that sort of stuff, I'm on board for a bit of Shane McMahon. Big man! <laughs> yeah. yeah, a bit of Shano. Wins a rumble. Takes on Lesnar. <laughs> do you remember when Lesnar... Ended SummerSlam by splitting Randy Orton's head wide open. Mm. That's how Shane would be punk in the main event of WrestleMania. Who was the first one on the scene after it happened? Chris Jericho. No, Shane came out, didn't he, and confronted Brock after he split. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure I've not dreamt that. I'm sure Shane goes out there. That's unbelievable. He gets F5'd in the puddle of blood, doesn't he? Oh. Oh. And you take it off. Oh, I was about to say, I love that new metal band. (laughs) My memory's that are blurry. (laughs) Who would you rather have a shoot cage fight with, Bobby Lashley or Brock Lesnar? Oh. I think that Lashley's probably a more merciful person. So I'll go Lashley, just because he, he might just knock me out, not literally murder me. I don't know what Lashley's weakness is, so I'll take on Lesnar. What? We mean his sisters? Remember? <laughs> uh, um, oh, yeah, he just beat him with a broom in a field. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, time to <laughs> tree. DJ Yiffle show up. <laughs> Uh, I'm pick Brock Lesnar because it'll be a quick fight. <laughs> Took Lashley ages. To oh, win his I Lashley, you and Lashley will be a decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Split. <laughs> As always, thank you for all the wonderful content and positivity you put into the world. And I'd like to say a massive congratulations to the newest member of the Raw roster, AJ Hazard and Little Andy. Oh, yes. And insert obscure footballer here, aka Heli from Cheshire. Oh, I can't be bothered the name of someone. What was the name, sorry? Elliot. Elliot has a, sorry, the name is Elliot from Chelsea. Thank you, Elliot. It I just says insert obscure football. No, yeah, got yeah, it. We can do that a bit ourselves, I guess. So Thank you, Elliot. Yeah, Christopher thank Samba. You, thank you, Roque Santa Cruz. Um, Didier Dog, bro. I've got nothing. Oh. Didier Dog, bro. I know. <laughs> but that's it. If they're obscure, you can't think of them anyway. So, He's anyway, the healing No one's Didier, ever heard of them, right? Didier Dogba's Airbud's <laughs> rival. God. So thank you very much for your recent pieces. If you have any, please send them to mailbag at gotaholic.com.
It's Cultaholics. Big Question. Ah, what a lovely long podcast. And just a quick shout out before we get the big question to our amazing producers, Jason Goddard. He's God, God, he's up there. hard. Damien Smith. He's a bloody devil. You're a he's bad man. the devil. You're a bad, bad man. Reno 2200. You're a good lad. He knows who the devil is. Because you're from the future. Yeah, <laughs> you've seen it. <laughs> They've still not revealed it. <laughs> no Anderson. Anderson. And Super Sharkosaurus Photography. Sharkosaurus <laughs> <laughs> Photography. I feel like No Anderson got a short, short end of the stick there. We just shouted Anderson, obviously. I think he'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> He's a descendant of Hans Christian. <laughs> He's got he loves books. He's got two of every one of them. <laughs> uh, the big question this week is, of course, who's going to be, or what is going to be headlining the WrestleManias, night one and two? In Philadelphia? Yeah. Philadelphia, home of the raised. warmest, happiest, oh, most you, conversational wrestling fans on earth. You hate Philadelphia. I forgot about that. I got from the Boo the Anthem. Wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Philadelphia will be getting night one. What do you think, Ross? Uh, night one will be Seth D. Rollins versus Serenity Punk uh, for the World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. It'll be Seth Rollins versus CM Punk on the Saturday, and then the Sunday will be Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns, where Roman Reigns will win. Lovely. Well, that Roman, is my big prediction. Roman Reigns will win. Sorry, shocking. Because uh, he's when <coughs> WrestleMania Sunday rolls around, he is only a hundred or so days behind Hulk Hogan's reign in the list of longest ever reigns. So I don't think they'll throw it away. And I think Reigns will win. But and Cody your... will come back next year and win the big one. I was going to say, to your Ooh. point, can Cody recover from two heartbreaking losses to Roman? I don't think he can. But I don't think he can beat Roman. I think he might go over to Raw in a, in a draft or something. I don't know. <coughs> but Interesting. Yeah. That's my prediction. Locked in. <coughs> uh, I'll say Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch oh. for night one. Oh. Everything be Wait there. Oh, this is because you're fiber, isn't it? Because that's going to upset CM Punk. I think it would be bad to give him the main event slot of WrestleMania. Give him exactly what he wants because then he can sod off. God, he can start fights with people. <laughs> Got to keep him on his end. No, no. Next year, CM Punk. Next year, honest lad. You're really? S- yeah, yeah. You are in a saucy mood today, aren't you? Still Something's hungry. happened. Has Punk blocked you or something this week? No, no. Hmm. We're still like that. Have you ever met him? Still like that. <laughs> no, he nodded at me one time uh, without Raw. Wow. Was just because I was going, see you, Punk. Oh, right. And he went, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're friends now. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I'm just saying this just to make it a podcast interesting. No sense listening to a podcast. It's like, I think everything will be just all right. match Becky and Rhea? Yeah. Got the women do stuff. Can't be. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest that... match they've got right now in terms of they've women. They've not had that yet, have they? Rhea's beaten... Uh, it feels like we have done it, but I couldn't yeah, tell you. Not a mania, though. What, nah. it's, it's, it happened, it's happened once on TV. Right. NXT 2019. Oh, it's an NXT match. Oh, absolutely. Just before yeah. Survivors... Or just before, just after Survivor Series yeah. 2019. Right. Fair enough. Good show. And then night two, Roman Reigns... Of course, it's going to be an event, right? Um, Von Wagner, what are you going to say? Oh. I don't see them doing Cody Reigns again. I don't. And people are like, it makes sense. I'm like... Only if Cody wins. And if they're not going to have Reigns lose, it's like, well, why would you do that? But then it's like, who are you going to have? Oh, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton. There we go. Oh. Oh. Iranu. 
In Rhino, indeed. Jack, what have you got? I'll go Rollins Punk for one. And then night two, I think, is the obvious shout of Riley Osborne versus Trey Bearhill. <laughs> in a. Uh, Roman versus. I, I want it to be Cody, and people have, people have suggested before that Cody can lose at the Rumble but win the Chamber to get his title shot mm. against Roman. Makes him look more brave because he's had to fight through the Chamber and all that. Um, and that's what, I, that's what I think probably will happen. Ross has now got me worried that he'll lose. But then I always think there's a risk with Roman that if Dwayne says yes, Cody will get shoved to one side. Strikes hour. Rock's not going to be there. And I think... I'll say it anyway just for the thumbnail. Roman <laughs> oh, versus... Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You've got rear in already, so thank you. For yeah, that. thank you. Yeah, uh, Roman yes. versus The Rock. That's, that's Christmas paid for, thank you. Roman versus <laughs> Dwayne. Ooh. And then... Oh, no, but then Punk will have lost another main event slot to The Rock if we're counting yeah. night two as... Yeah. And then his bet will come true. Yes. <laughs> and what's that? You think the devil will also make an appearance? Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I'll Jay say... Jay Cargo at ringside? That's a good idea, uh, Jack, yeah. Gosh. It's going to like, where's Wally by the end of this? <laughs> just all the people in the thumbnail. I don't. I really do think it's Cody, but... Gwen Stefani makes him... <laughs> That'll, that'll be bananas. <laughs> no. Henry Kissinger, but he's dead. <laughs> the Russian lad I went to school with one day yeah. for one day. <laughs> a ten-year-old Russian kid. That's why to get Has Buller in the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right. He is Russian, isn't he? I think so. I hope so. Conor McGregor, that. but I'm not uh, sure that. I mean, they are friends now. He'd be, in UFC. he'd be possibly more likely than most people on the WWE roster. The Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> Nelson Mandela, the tag team champion. <laughs> <laughs> See that next to Colin McGregor, the thumbnail is amazing. They'd, they'd put them in against the Usos. Well, the Usos, but... No, they can't, silly. Uh, this is no, the most... that's, that's the bit that makes it unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see this thumbnail, Joe. You've got to get every single person we've mentioned in the thumbnail. I'm going to do it. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> really trying to think of someone terrible. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Who's going to get the clicks? God. Yeah. There's all wrong ones, innit? <laughs> wow, the, no. Carl Jobs. So many, <laughs> so many murderers' names. I are know. Five I've got... <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favourite? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh... thank you, Joel, who may or may not be appearing in the thumbnail as well. I <laughs> uh, appreciate your hard work, mate. Doctor thank you for your insight. Harold, no. um, <laughs> carry on. David Tennant. There we go. Yeah. Uh, a good doctor. Uh, Jack, we've got for us on tap until next week. Um. There's a Weirdest Episodes in the works, which should be going out shortly, but I'm not sure when. And also, the latest episode of Matches of the Month has been out for a, a while now. That's covering November. And then there's only one more Match of the Month of the year for December. That's how time works. <laughs> Ross. <laughs> I've just got my Christmas stuff, so you'll see it when it comes on the channel over the Christmas break. This is my last day because I've banked all my holiday days for Christmas. Oh, well done, so you. See you later. Tom's here next week, so you prefer him anyway. That's fine. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, shut up, you. Tom and Ross are being like two of the same magnet side. The like both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're right. Yeah. Alpha males. Uh, subscribe to Holding Game as well, because I'll do a few live streams when I can over the Christmas break. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Matthew? Yum, yum, yum. I will be uh, doing more stuff with Tom. Like, only if you remember to upload them this time, this week. Love you. Uh, oh, what happened there? He didn't do it this week. <laughs> Sorry, people mentioned me going, is everything all right? Because I was told, Tom, you all right? Because yeah, I'm still putting up this week. 
<laughs> oh, okay, great. Fair enough then. He saved him. He's banking him for the like, uh, period. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh, so it's that, the WrestleMania X8, watch along. It's also in the, in <laughs> just imagine talking about that. just wasn't good enough, Matthew. just wasn't funny enough. Yeah, I'm worried now. Like, no. oh, that is oh. his catch. Whenever we're doing a recording and something goes wrong, he's like, it doesn't matter. We'll do it better the second time. And I'm always like, damn it, I hate my life having to do things twice, never mind once. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, he's really, he's the most positive of all of us when it comes to having to re-record stuff. Don't know how he does it. Because he, he likes working harder, not smarter. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bless him. I love you, Tom. He'll be here next week. Oh, well, you'll want us in this podcast then, so I can say what I like about him. You stink. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, be that. Maybe a new box may not be out, but, or maybe I'll be fixing my new bed that comes in. Who knows? Moving in December. What a great idea. Uh, I've been much happier this week, though. We talked to lovely people here. I thought you forgot your name. Have you? <laughs> yeah, no, I have. Honestly. You seemed fine last week as well. Yeah. Fair, but I'm glad that it's all sorted. Like uh, but, but anyway, mailbagandcollect.com. Pigeon.com forward slash called the Holic for the Hall of Fame. Uh, this has been Joel, Jack, Ross. This has been for the Emperor. We will now look at this lovely screen here and say something. Oh, you'll catch your death of frostbite. <laughs> Perfect. One, two, three. Oh, oh you'll, you'll catch, catch your death, death of frostbite. frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 